When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join, join our, our cult. cult. Yay! Sorry, I forgot about the criticism from last week. Uh, me too. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was we it? We never oh. join in, do we, Matthew? Yeah. Last week, I wasn't Ad- here. Adam, Your was, Honor. Adam was saying that you were saying that we never join in, and we went, yeah, we do. But it actually, turns out... I love the criticism that Pacini said. You were bitching behind our back. <laughs> you can't trust a word that man says. <laughs> you think we watch this bollocks when we're not here? <laughs> yeah, sadly mistaken. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hello um, and welcome to the Colic Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> it's not Pacini, it's Matthew, and he's not sick, he's not well, he just looks like this normally, and he's joined by the also lovely not sick people, Jack and Ross. Hello. Hey. You're all doing well. Feeling better? Yes. Good. Fine, bloody tastic, mate. Was Happy that, to be alive. Was that the ref- a reference to the Peep Show theme? It wasn't supposed to be, but in my head... Not sick, like, but not well. Yeah. 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 Good. Good stuff. You know, they're a one-hit wonder. Harvey Harvey Danger Harvey Danger I only know them from the Peep Show song so when Same. Americans were listening to it I'm like oh you like Peep Show it's like <laughs> no Same as the uh, Inbetweeners theme whoever they were Ding 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 That was an actual ding, song ding, ding. Yeah, yeah yeah There's it's weird when you listen to the full one and you hear the lyrics come in Joel's nodding he's an indie boy he knows General Fiasco discovered them through the Inbetweeners remember that back in the day Ever So Shy one of the outro themes Bop, bang, banger. Is that the dink? No. That's it. That's someone else. Okay. But I know what song you're about. Mm. Yeah. What All a the soundtrack, adverts, by yeah. the way. Oh. The Inbetweeners in FIFA, whatever year it was that year. Magical days. Hey. <laughs> We're never getting them days back, are we? No one even plays guitar anymore. Sorry, bring <laughs> back the rest. Of Power Man 5000, eh? Hey. hey. Wrestling discovered them, didn't they? Every get single up, song. Get get up, up. <laughs> Yeah, the new metal world were done with them. We're like, no, all right, wrestling will help you, mate. <laughs> ah, but Ross, how are you? Fine. That's all I've got to say. Fine. I'm absolutely fine. Boring week. Newcastle got beat last night. Yeah. Terrible time. There, I was there. I... Good experience. Though. It was, yeah, just okay. to see a Champions League game. You never thought you'd say them, but we got beat, so it doesn't even matter. Mm, There's so it? many happy Germans around. Oh. Uh, nice people, apart from the ones that got into a fight. Oh. Near Monument, did you see that? No, oh, I didn't. Yeah. I, uh, the videos on away. Twitter. Type in Dortmund fans fights, Ooh. and you'll see all the video footage, because that's the common theme now. It's not just a sort of like, hey, lads, settle down. I was like, Wah! get the phone out. Record it. Get some hits. Get some endorphins when you get some people going, thank you for recording. I'm saying this. that as if I would step in and go, whoa, lads, we can't be running either way. See you later. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Aye. So apart from the happy Germans, because they've got more than one reason to be excited, not just because of Newcastle's victory, because of the Battle of Berlin. We didn't even plan Marvelous. that. Didn't even Marvelous. plan that. Aye. <laughs> and everyone's been messaging me going, you must be going then. And I went, why would I want to go to Germany to see WWE when they come here twice a year? And then Tom just made the observation, yeah, but they could be putting the title on Gunther, in which case I've already ordered my hotels and flights. So Have they actually? No, not really. Well. <laughs> By the time this comes out, I'll probably... Yeah, I got a real fright on the news video because Tom was floating that on the news video where we talked about it oh, when right, it was yeah. announced. But he hadn't yet mentioned Gunter by name. And he just started going, I know he was born in Austria, but... And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But he meant Gunter. It's all right. It's fine. I'll Coming say no, I'll down say no, the aisle. I'll say no more. <laughs> <laughs> just a brief moment of real panic, but it was fine. It passed. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> But it's the end of August, isn't it? So WrestleMania season's out the way. It could be a Gunter crowning moment, mm. but it also could be a Drew McIntyre fakie. I was going to say, right? Yeah. I reckon Gunter will be in some sort of featured match, regardless of whether or not he actually is the champion. You would hope so. Yeah. He's a keeper. What's one. the point if they're not? Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, I bet that's one of those places where, like, like the Puerto Rico one, where the crowd are just really up for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be really good. Yeah, yeah. Good times. Yeah, who else is German on the roster? Uh, or had a, a good time in Germany like Uber um, did? Well, Kaiser. Kaiser, yeah. Mm. Uh, Ilya Dragunov. They could bring Wolf Russian, back But now one. German, as you made it clear on this week's NXT. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Moved there when he was a kid. Wolf Herman's got his 1BW bookings cancelled, I guess. So we can... <laughs> I guess they could bring Wolf back, or Tisha. And Al Alex Wright, Das Wunderkind. Oh. They've got to, haven't they? Hmm? They've got to. Hey, man. It's Alex Wright, the German. Grayson Waller effect with Alex Wright. <laughs> Just him humping him in the oh, face. From Austria, Grayson Waller. <laughs> yes. I don't know if it was taking the, the P155 on the old X.com this week, but I saw that apparently there's a desk in every single Austrian airport, especially for people who thought they were going to Australia. <laughs> I've heard that rumor as well, and I don't know if that's true or not. But you imagine it's only been put there because people have made that mistake yeah. a few times. Yeah. yeah. That's good. It must come up like AUS on the airport you speak. And goes, ah, oh, Australia. It's not us, it's ours. Wow, it's really cheap from Europe. <laughs> Bloody hell. I think the oh, it takes an hour to fly there as well. Get in. <laughs> I think the British comedian Sarah Pascoe told a story about how she once booked herself a holiday, sat on the plane, and it, it was taken a while. She was like, I should be in Spain by now, but she was going to Costa Rica. She thought that was in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Costa Brava, Costa, what's the other one? Dorado? Ah, I can't remember now. Costa del Sol. Costa del Sol and Costa Rica. Yeah. Uh, and Costa say. bloody fortune. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the big news this week is TNA is back. Yeah. Adrenaline rush, adrenaline rush. I hope they bring back the heavy drums. Brrr, cross the line. Brrr, you know what yeah. I mean? Okay. This is TNA. That yeah, guy needs to be brought back. Oh, yeah. I think he might have perished away. You know what? As I said that, I realized yeah. he might be deed. Unlike TNA, <laughs> which is back. Back, baby. And... It's interesting that they're doing this after years of saying, no, it's impact. We move away from that. But at the same time, God, there's a lot of nostalgia of it on YouTube from OSW Review to Deadlock to, I guess, us doing the list as well. <laughs> I think uh, it's been received really well. Yeah, mm. people going, I can't wait for TNA to be back. And yay. The minute clear, though, Scott Moore says, uh, no, we're not having six sides come back uh, because they abbreviate it and say that we've asked everyone who's worked six-sided and four-sided and everyone says, 
we prefer four-sided, so yeah. we'll go with that. But the fans don't, though. No. When they made the change, they made it clear. Remember the, the segment with Hogan where it first started and Bischoff? Yeah. But also AJ Styles, that clip's been going around, hasn't it? Where he's like, if you're going to bring back TNA, you got to go all the way. Six sides. <laughs> Randy <laughs> Newman playing AJ <laughs> Styles. Everyone's Randy Newman to me. <laughs> I, I think he's the only wrestler I've ever heard say that he, he likes the six sides, AJ. Probably because it helped him have mint matches. Well, he's not going to be there, is he? Well, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, yeah, bring it back. It's like, you can Jordan <laughs> Grace explained on Twitter why, and she said it just, it, it's not that it causes, it's not that it increases the risk of injury, it's the accumulative wear and tear. Like, it's harder to bump right. on, it's more like a boxing ring. And then someone said, what about, like, an annual six-sided pay-per-view? And she was like, yeah, fire emoji. So that would, that would be good. So the Hell in a Cell, it's like, right, me and you, one-on-one. In the ultimate test of endurance, the six-sided ring of <laughs> <Yeah>. death. <laughs> I can see how it working, yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre still yet to re-sign. Do we not resign? Re-sign, like, I am going to stay here. Uh, McIntyre's currently on his second run with WWE, uh, obviously. Um, he's there to put pen to paper on a new deal. With a report from Dog Meltzer that came out both sides are still far apart on money. Ooh. Ooh. They could still put the belt on him. Because at first I thought, well, that's a spoiler. He's not going to get the belt in, in Saudi Arabia. But I think it expires sometime in 2024. So it, it's not as if... It, maybe maybe it would make them less likely to put the belt on him, though, I suppose. Some of those stories came out, like, a, was it either a year ago or a few months ago? It might have been last week. I don't know the concept yeah. of time anymore. Saying that McIntyre, one of the main gripes he had was his creative and the lack of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long that stretches back, but putting the world title on him. when The, sto the story fitted as well, what he's been doing recently. Getting Absolutely. the world title put on him. That could only help things. Yeah. I also saw there was like several talents contracts are up next year and they haven't even yeah. been asked about it. So it's been delayed because the merger, hasn't it? Mm. Or the, yeah. The winds of change. Mm. I, I, not even just putting the title on Drew, but he's been one of the more interesting characters uh, on Raw or in all of WWE recently. Yeah. I agree with that. Shades of Grey. Mm. Like his mood right now, apparently, if he's not getting re signed. <laughs> Uh, Wild claims that yes, Hulk Hogan had a gumball machine full of drugs. Oh. I was going to read this. I think this, the headline's good enough because then I've seen Marty Gennetti is claimed to wrestlingnews.co. I think we'll move on then. <laughs> the libel laws are strong in this country. I saw a picture on our Instagram feed. I just want Joel, if you could ratify this by going on the Cultaholic Wrestling Instagram, oh, that Marty Gennetti does not want to be remembered by his wrestling. I also saw this. But he wants to be remembered by his intercourse. And yeah. I just want to see if it was a real thing we put out there. Because I was a bit bleary-eyed in the middle of the night. It won't load now, obviously. Now I've asked it, so that's fantastic. I've oh, there we go. As well. There you go, on the right. Uh, there you go. It is true. Fantastic breaking news here on the podcast this week. And like all local I promoters, we're still using a photo of Marty Gennetti from the, uh, the mid-90s. <laughs> the choice of, I'm assuming it's Fraser who did this, or whoever's made this graphic. Just the, just the colouring of the word sex. Just sex <laughs> is really good. For sex, not wrestling. Now we have your attention. Please yeah. go to cultaholic.com. <laughs> My genetic is revealed to this. I'm not reading that. Bloody hell. I hope that's a typo. Oh, no, move it's on. It's revealed to Steve Ford. Don't read it out loud. He wants to be around That's horrific. Uh, he recently came on Facebook to have lost his virginity at five years old. Oh, Thank you for saying God. it. Hang on, but he was too drunk to remember it. That's the most unbelievable Wait, part of that, that sentence. What? <laughs> That's Who like, are you to doubt Marty like, Gennetti? That's like a Ric Flair bragging <laughs> character. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Flair did say that. There's the talk we went to, he said, because someone's asking, uh, Ric Flair, big fan. Uh, you have held many world titles. What was it like? What was your first like? And Flair heard, my first? <laughs> my babysitter. Uh, they went, ha, ha, ha. I was 12. It was like, oh, God. He goes, <laughs> I can't remember too much. I was drunk at the time. Dead silence. Remember, he goes, I'm joking. Oh, my God. Oh, thank God he wasn't that cat. 
What was that cat with the old suffering sucker Tash cat? I've forgotten his name. Sylvester? Sylvester, yeah, because when he says babysitter, he means someone else, doesn't he? Uh, that came out of nowhere, I know, Ross. Yeah. I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> Rick Flair having sex. What was that cat called from the Looney Tunes? It's the only, way, only person I think of might say the word sister, like sitter. Yeah. Oh. Anyone else would? No. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Which of a cartoon animals would say it the wrong way? Were they friends in the end, Sylvester and Tweety? Sylvester and Ric Flair. I was, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Famous drinking partners. He was in the horseman. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvester's got the Vivera Steakhouse jacket. I'm just picturing Tweety with Sting face paint on, <laughs> just flying around them. Anyway. Spot as gullible as the real Sting. Uh, RVD well, Rishi. Well, oh, well, oh, oh, I know, I know. He's right. self-aware. He's grown. Mm, yes. I'd hope so, the ripe old age of whatever <laughs> he is. RVD officially pulled from WrestleMania 40 and was booked by AEW 30 minutes later. Crazy. Uh, Avi says, I got a phone call, picked up because it was from the big company. Okay, well, who could be anybody, right? I had a little talk and got officially unbooked from Philly. And then from 30 minutes later, just saw AEW, went, yeah, cheers. So he's gone very vague. Actually, I'll just skip most of it, but it just seemed to be like, how dare you appear for the competition? Well, I think he was, it's a bit mis, it was access, I think he was meant to be at. He wasn't, oh. he wasn't necessarily in the running for WrestleMania itself. Yeah, I wonder what the hell he'd be doing, even on a two day event. It's from Philadelphia, though. He probably would yeah, have came it's out. It's the backstage skit. Yeah. Hey. Did you see... Um, he was an Australian wrestler who wrestled at... Uh, Istra, Punch Drunk Istra, something like that. He wrestled at North once. It was when El Fantasma was over. Australian and wrestler who did what? Wrestled at North once. Yeah, but he did at what? Punch oh, he drunk? tweeted the other day because Duke Hudson obviously had a good week and he must know him from, like, their youth or the indies or whatever. And he tweeted, like... He tweeted, like... Um, Congratulations, Duke Hudson. We all love you. Another step closer to a, an embarrassing dance segment with some legends that'll hate you at WrestleMania or something like that. And I thought, Ooh. oh, it's probably quite true. They're well, probably quite good mates if you can say that. Yeah. Or he's which, jealous as bollocks. Maybe he's jealous. I'm trying to figure out which Australian wrestler is, but well, what, 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 he wrestled someone and they had like a banger. I remember everyone was like, that was the best match of the night. Maybe against like Mark Davis or someone. I don't know. Hmm. It was the same show where Carl Fletcher wrestled oh, the Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really ripped dude. Yeah, he was I know. Stocky. Yes. He was kind of stocky. I remember yeah. him. God, I forgot about him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I ended up on the lash with him. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He was wondering out of everybody. At first, he was Networking. like... Networking. At first, he was like... Um, I was like, oh, I've got family in Australia. I might visit there one day. What's it like? What cities are good? Like, what, where yeah. should I go? And he, he kind of went, oh, start telling me about the different promotions in the different towns. And I went, no, no. Just... Not wrestling, just generally. And he perked right up when he realized I didn't want to talk to him about wrestling. He was much happier. Oh. Yeah. He was a nice guy. Good for him. Mm. Making friends. <laughs> Unlike on Twitter. Uh, Brock Anderson has confirmed his exit from the company. Uh, from his removal, he says, To those who support me and help me, thank you. To my detractors, that's your right to an opinion. All I can say is, to quote Dustin Rhodes, to keep stepping. His last match he had was a few months ago where he lost to Luchasaurus in five minutes and that weird collision... I remember that being yeah. a bit odd. Uh, for that very few matches, uh, yeah, it's just Brock Anderson, isn't it? It's uh, odd, like, he never really got a, a crack at the old whip. Yeah. He was on, suddenly had a couple of matches, and Cody seemed to be loosely affiliated with, like, at the start. Yeah. He didn't really get, like, you know, anything to really sink his teeth into. There was definitely some miscommunication, because Arn Anderson definitely did a promo, because I definitely saw it with my very own eyes. I don't know if you remember it. We're like, we're, we're together, we're making this group. It was yeah. him and Brock, and then there was never any mention of it again, so either they... Arm went into business for himself, you know, <laughs> pulled out the, you know, or they just forgot about it. Was it going to be like a new horseman? I don't want to say the horseman, but it was some stable. Yeah. Well, they're floating around Cody getting involved. 
So that rings a bell. I to thought that. this was after Cody oh, was after, left. I think it was after, after, after Cody left. It was wow. only like last year, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, I remember it vaguely. Yeah. But then I was, it was like, oh, actually, maybe we're not. But yeah, Let's try a picture. Oh, all right, it's, 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 it's going yeah. to make a new group. It's tough for those. Yeah. It's, it's tough for those uh, fifty-year-old youngsters out there. So it's I'm hard. Sorry. It's hard when your dad's one of the greatest wrestlers ever, though. Surely. <laughs> Although ha- Cody's done all right. I was going to say yeah. Mm, okay. So Shane McMahon. David so Flair. is David. Yeah, <laughs> the go-to. Yeah. David Samaritano. Yeah. Well oh. done. Yeah, you said his name right. He might be not Samaritano. <laughs> David Flair might be the mystery six man, the third man for Sting and Derby. That would be class. That'd be great. That's <laughs> really good. He's a different wrestler these days to what he was back in the day. He's a big fella now, Dave Ooh. Flair. Oh, he's more of a brawler now. <laughs> yeah, that's what they need in that sort of match. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out look like Tank Abbott. <laughs> I was looking at the pictures of Sh- just going back to Shane. Yeah, okay. His son, there was another picture. Oh, I think Chris Van Vliet shared a joke. If you wouldn't mind getting it up, because there's a chance that Vince is this lad's dad. Because <laughs> I have oh, never no. seen yeah. a more. Uh, we all know what Vince looked like when he was young. We've seen that picture when he was in the army. If you go on Chris Van Vliet's media, he put it on Facebook for sure. So it must be on there. Uh, look how gorgeous he is, God. He is a gorgeous. It's so man. annoying. Isn't That's it? Baron Corbin. Stop <laughs> 40 it. years old. Is he? Uh, Chris. Chris Van Vliet. Chris Van Vliet. That's It was on his Facebook page for sure, Joel. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Forget he tweets like nine times a day. Uh, so, yeah. But I, uh, it's just unbelievable. The likeness between a young Vince McMahon. Oh, here we go. Doesn't matter, oh, okay. Forget it. Should have come forget prepared for, to school. Yeah, but uh, right. yeah, unbelievable. Similar Shane McMahon son looks like the Vince McMahon. Oh. Yeah. Like Horribly is that unusual for a child to look like their grandfather. How child? similar these it two is, are! It yeah. is, it is, because like you have little, you know, little, uh, you know, yeah, you might have an ear the same. There you go. That picture he's addressed. That is Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh, oh, oh God! My God. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not. It looks more like, like Vince than Shane. He's yeah. got Vince's ears, Vince's eyes, Vince's weird little smirky little smirk he's got there. <laughs> I don't know why I call it weird little smirky smirk. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? That's not Shane McMahon at all. Well, no Shane, genetics. Well, Shane looks a bit like Vince. I hope the kid does all the Vince-isms. He just goes, starts walking. Hi, son. Oh, hello, Dad. Yeah. Nonetheless. None of, the, none of the McMahons look like Linda. It's all Vince's genes. Did you do well at the football today? Well, quite frankly, I think it was a stunning contest. <laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar will not be at Crown Jewel for the first time. It's not the great of mix, says PW Insider Elite. And the reason being that he isn't booked. What? They sold all the tickets or something, so this, they felt the need not to use them. Okay. Um, or maybe Brock suggested, don't use me, you don't need to sell any more tickets. Oh, I thought there would be, it says why Brock Lesnar, and it seems to be, yeah, he wasn't booked. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there were going to be more. You could say that about any wrestler <laughs> not on the show. The reason why Ross is not at Crown Jewel <laughs> is because he's not booked. Also, Tyson Fury isn't keen on wrestling again. Uh, WWE is too hard for me. Boxing is much easier than WWE. It's very physical and taxing on the body. Getting slammed on the floor and all sorts of stuff. I'd rather move around the ring and dodge punches. It is in that heavyweight division when Joshua's dodging in the little bitch. Hey, hey, hey. Come on now. Although they might be setting up Wilder versus Joshua. Yeah, and Joshua will get smacked around there as well. I mean... (laughs) I was going to say, I wonder if you made your cup of coffee to start the fight, how warm it'll still be by the end. What's the... I'm a casual boxing fan. What's the reason that everyone hates Joshua? Is it because he's got all the physical gifts in the world you'd need, but he's not that good? And he appears to be a bit of a dick. All boxers <laughs> of that, <laughs> no, all no. Boxers of that level, of that level of fame. When yeah. you look like him and as rich as him. Oh, he's gorgeous. Yeah, But it's also <laughs> the fact that Tyson and 
and uh, Joshua should have happened years ago, but it hasn't because oh, of... It's because the promoter bollocks, isn't yeah. it? I'm yeah. surprised that Wilder's not more sort of hated because he's got... He's not very technical. He just wings punches at people. He's just got in the hard. He's got one of the hardest oh, punches yeah, yeah, in yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weatherspoons every Friday. Friday. <laughs> and the going, monument, apparently. One of those machines in Iron Abbey <laughs> would be great on them. Uh, Brian Danson reveals he suggested Lloyd Bo... Sorry, is it Lloyd? Yeah, Lloyd Boner as his W in-ring name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, I think it works well. Uh, wait, wait. Though when says, I wrestled as Brian Danson for 10 years. That's why I went to W and changed my name. He goes, oh, what should you... I suggested things like Buddy Peacock and Lloyd Boner. <laughs> so it was probably a smart move. Then also it was an easier translation, sorry, transition is to say for fans to understand who I was after that run. Although I can still imagine full readers chatting, Peacock, Peacock, Boner, Boner. Yep. Imagine just, L- Lloyd Boner versus Willie Mack. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Balls Mahoney as guest referee. I'm, I'm just imagine. Oh, give him his proper name we came up with last week. Penis Mack. Penis Mack. Um, it's funny, isn't it? You funny. missed a great week. Willies! Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining the, the ending of WrestleMania 30, but with him called Lloyd Boner instead. Boner's got him! Batista's going to attack! Bonamania <laughs> running wild! <laughs> it's an easy nickname, though, isn't it? The stiffest wrestler alive! <laughs> Lloyd Boner! Uh, May not be that big, but he can go all night. <laughs> <laughs> Taking on his opponent at WrestleMania, the wizard sleeve. Size uh, doesn't always matter. Uh, yeah, it's Lloyd Boner. Why did he do that? It was grim. <laughs> what did you say? I missed that. <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> Coldaholic Wrestling is sponsoring the X Division match at Impact Turning Point, which will be tonight by the time this comes out. That's right, Turning Point. Although at I think Impact it might be, Wrestling TNA. I think it might, is it being recorded though? It might not be going out. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah. right, yeah. Mm. Go. All right. So it's been recorded. I'm for... not certain about that. It's I... been recorded, yeah. Okay, it's, so it's, it's not going out. One wrestling show in No, no, but it's not. I don't know if it's going out live or not. If not, bring your phones and record it and put on Twitter. Wrestling promoters love it when you record the entire show yeah. and upload it online. Uh, yeah, and Coldaholic Wrestling will not just be sponsoring the X Division match between let's wait, Trey Miguel, Frank Kazarian, and Rich Swan. Sponsored by Coldaholic Wrestling. Trey Miguel. Francis, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say it like that. Good morning. <laughs> uh, but there will also be Will Ospreay versus Eddie Edwards. The Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, baby. Versus Moose and Brian Myers. Oh. Josh no, 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 no. <laughs> no like, oh, Moose is a great laugh. I've met him. Brian Myers is a great lad, but I wonder who's taking the pinfall in that match. Ooh. We'll have to go and see, won't you? <laughs> Josh Alexander and Eric Young versus Subculture, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. Yes. yes they are still together. And Jordan Grace versus Danai Luna. Danny but Luna. Danny Luna? Yeah. Danai. <laughs> My brain said, Matthew, say the Dalai Lama. Go on. I dare you. And Malefic went, no, 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 don't do that. But it doesn't matter because they are just the the starter for the main course, which of course is Tom Campbell being mm. the ring announcer. I thought you were going to say Joe Henry versus Simon Miller there. That's the, the one match you didn't Henry mention. Also Miller. starring <laughs> Simon Miller and your, uh, Tom Campbell, everybody. Hey. Call the Holic. That's us. Oh, he's, they've got the right man for the job. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yes. I... If the if the lucky goes out and just plug Tom to the mains, <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, no, I'm really looking forward to it. Are you going? Absolutely, go support yeah, Tom. See you there. Soon support as Tom. Yeah, as soon as he's done, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> what is the main event then? I doesn't say. I assume it's going to so, be Osprey. Well, well you're going to miss it anyway. Specu- yeah, I'll be yeah. thrilled about <laughs> Tom's done his intros and you're off. Yeah. <laughs> there was specu- it's nice to schedule for one for him. Come on. There was speculation upstairs, but now I don't know if that you didn't read that match out, so I don't know if it's be moved or not, but there was speculation that maybe it'll be the women's, the knockout title match between uh, Trinity and Deanna Peraza. Oh, Ooh. Trinity's there. Because there's no... Um, I just went by what was on the Colic website. Because there's, no, there's no... Um, 
There's no uh, men's title match because they're in the. I think that's in one of the tag matches. The ma- the male ah. ch- the main male champion isn't that. So maybe the women's title will main event it, or maybe Osprey. Yeah. Tom did mention Trinity the other day because I just can't imagine Trinity just walking around the <laughs> illustrious Wagadum as we call it up here. Oh no. God. Oh, spilling drinks already, getting prepped. <clears throat> but I just can't imagine her in that setting for some reason. But with her music, she'll be, if she uses like, I don't know what her impact music is actually, or a TNA music. play Pretty Green Eyes. Adrenaline Rush. Adrenaline Rush. <laughs> Have you seen that little clip of the bloke gutted after a night out? <laughs> He's like chicken fried. Yeah. There's is a chicken fried rice he replaces. Something like, there's, yeah. a, there's a, like a disco sort of thing going on. I don't even think it's a nightclub, but they're playing Pretty Green Eyes. It's abroad, I think, like an all-inclusive holiday. Uh, yeah. like Costa the, Rica, the which D- is not in Spain. The DJ says like, chicken and rice, like over the mic, over the house mic, and then it cuts abruptly to this bloke walking outside the club going, Pretty Green Eyes, one of the best songs of all time, and he said, really, chicken and fries or something? <laughs> it's just <laughs> really annoying. He's actually like sad. About you know, that. it sounded like the guy singing the song over the top of Ultra Beat. It sounded like Mark Andrews. Uh, it will also not, be no, at the Waka Dome. Not that one. Oh, sorry. Not yes. No, not him. Sorry, I forget the two. The better two Mark Andrews. <laughs> the more talented <laughs> Mark Andrews. I forget. Of course, when we say Mark Andrews on the show, we mean the very talented local. To give him his full name, Mark Cabaret Incarnate Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Christmas party's in about a month. He's got to be. He's got to be there. We've got to get him back <laughs> for the reunion. <laughs> I thought he did a marvelous job, but I was off my face last year. But I thought he was great. I can't remember a thing. Mate. He did. Your I know. Best. I know you kind of because you were there going like. <laughs> you realised, <laughs> and your lovely last last mum. It was just there, like you know, like I'm sorry. He's all right. He's fine. He's having a good time. He, he realised, Mark Andrews. This is Cabaret Incarnate. That half the office are Liverpool fans, so he sang "You'll Never Walk Alone." He could tell. And about four of them were in a line like that. Joel was one of them. And then the rest of us all went, oh. Because I think Pachit had to go up to him and goes, I know you're playing stuff like Pitbull, but we're not really into that. So, oh, I got you. <laughs> and he played the bloody Star Trek and song. And me and Tom nearly had a heart attack and he would sing every line <laughs> the quickest because we're just not expecting it. But that guy took one look and went, I know what you weirdos are like. Mark <laughs> he was right. I was so annoyed that the secret had got out. It was meant to be a surprise to pop the boys and girls. <laughs> and instead, I think Adam had let Adam let it slip to use. What? The oh, sheet, the sheet. Yeah. Oh, Adam told the downstairs office. Oh. Even though it was his idea to keep it a secret. Yeah, we knew. We definitely knew before. I think he was keeping it a secret. Think of the pop when he come out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this year. No, people wouldn't have remembered what he looked like. No. <laughs> anyway, oh God. Anyway, sorry, Joe. That was the news. <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, the Hall of Fame. In condescending order from last week, the chronophoto.app, the app that makes photos look old. Is that right? No. It's a game. Oh, it's a Do you game. have a quick game now? Quick blast? Oh, go on then. Oh, that was last It's for you to say that because that photo of Shane and his son looks, it's all like, Glitched in hell and really low quality, so I could have been from 2010. So, oh, so you have to guess what year it came. Adam out. described this as like GeoGuessr, but for time. Dragon Lady Pierce described it as that. Jason. And then Adam brought that news into here. Right? 1966. Um, say 1973. I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, I'll agree with Matthew. 1973. I don't know. It's 1966. Oh, it's 1970. Uh, Split the difference. So like, I get three points or something. Oh, you have to guess. Whoa! Oh, goodness me. Wait, why have they got bin lids? <laughs> They're not do much. Oh, I don't even know what to suggest there. Where are the clues in this one? Uh, no, I've got no the idea. The armed conflict, the old plane. Look, 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 how old's the 
the model mm. of the plane? Does it look like a modern plane? Yeah, hang on. It looks like a plane? kid drew it. He'd only seen a plane once <laughs> in his like life. It looks like a sad beagle. It does look like a very sad <laughs> beagle. What years were they popular? 19, um, for beagles? 1965. <laughs> I'm going to go... It's 90, a good year for beagles, I'm going to go 1990. <sighs> I hope not. 90. So you have to guess what year it is. Oh, that's a good game, this. What Get away. Oh, what was it? Oh, 1975. 75. Oh. oh. Okay. All right, we'll do one more of these and we'll move on. There's, there's five of them. There's five, there's five Joe. Hey, 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 oh, oh um, I reckon that could be 1997. For your listeners, it's a... I don't know, it's a bunch I'm of people. Gonna, I'm going to go 2003. I'll say 97. It wasn't a good year for cars on roads. What? 2018. What? 2018? Well, not very good. Oh, goodness. Uh, what do they say? The, the watery grave. What the hell is this? Well inside watery grave. Mardi Gras. Are they fridges? Photo op. Guess who's inside? Who died in a fridge? Is this a funeral for fridges? Like funeral for a friend, but Who much cheaper. Who died in a fridge? <laughs> funeral for a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. No idea. Oh, was my mate I see Wiener. Oh. Oh, and, it, and Mardi Gras. This is getting a bit grim Mardi now. Mardi Gras, New Orleans. Hurricanes happen, no Mr. Burns, as I'd say. Is that when a Simpsons was, reference? When was, when was Katrina? Oh, four or oh, five, five years. Right, let's go with that, I guess. Oh, yeah. Can we move on if it is? 2006. Oh. Yeah, let's, let's move on from, you know, the watery graves and everything else we'll be looking there at. Was no, a we're not podcast. This is really lowering the, to- the tone now. One it's lowering oh. the tone. <laughs> oh, that's classic 1971. Yeah. 98. Oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, 971. <laughs> Why aren't you having as much fun as Adam was? <laughs> this is an audio podcast experience, <laughs> and people have to guess at a thing that no, we're not pre- describing. Predominantly YouTube-based. That was 81. We've oh, g- we've oh get in. All right, there we go. Great game. Um, I can see that being fun. <laughs> last week, there was one which me and Ross deduced was Tyson versus Lennox Lewis, but we got uh, out by one year. I was just they had two remember? matches. Oh, did they? Yes. Right, that might be why we got confused. Yeah. This was... Um, Holyfield unexpectedly beat Tyson the first one via TKO. No, Lennox Lewis and Tyson. What did you say? Lennox Lewis Bollocks. and Tyson. Oh, no, they had one match then. That was 0-2. He would have got it. He would have got, got it. Got it straight away. We said we're at 0-1. Mm. That's right, you <laughs> You're better than us. You've just moaned about this. Tyson Fury doesn't do wrestling. He's moaned podcast. about this being an audio podcast, and you sat there and shook your head. <laughs> Matthew shook his head dismissively. Not in a serious way. In a way, he's supposed to be comedic. Anyway, that was third place. Dave, <laughs> Dave the dog from Gogglebox. Oh, 28%. He died last week. Oh, I thought big he was Rottweiler. a shoo-in. Wow. Hey, he's a Rottweiler. <laughs> oh, I see. And I need this one explained to me. The number one pick. Oh, yeah. Matty, solver of mysteries, well, 46%. You, you were here for the genesis of this. Ross told a story about how he was in Alvino's and one of the bar staff was a fan of the channel and said hello. And then the bar staff's colleague, who was not a fan of the channel, said to Ross, your mates are C-words because they've been doing something. And I didn't know what they'd well, been Ross doing. Ross didn't know what they'd been doing. But Matty told Joe. In the following yeah, week, yeah, I, yeah, I, I then that. met Matty on a night out. Oh, right. And he told me. What was the thing? They something to do with the electric heaters outside. They were trying to turn them off because people kept turning them on. Oh, okay, so they were, yeah. trying, they were trying to turn them off at the wall. It was either anything. the last weekend of September or the 1st of October. It was mild. No need for the heaters. You know, they, they stay on for like a minute, two minutes, three uh, minutes. People always putting them back but on. the lamp ones. Yeah, we were oh, stood okay. right, on, right below them. So they were there. And there were these lasses kept turning them on. And these two lads got a bit fed up and tried to just unplug the plug at the wall. Oh. <laughs> and this I was very that. much appreciated by the bar yeah. staff. Now... Um, the joy of the pick wasn't in the 
It was more the solving of the mystery rather than what they actually did, rather than the minutia of the story. It was the journey, not the destination. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. So that was your pick? I think it's one, but yeah, I think it's one because people were satisfied that what looked to be an open end actually reached a conclusion. Oh. You finished the story. <laughs> we did finish <laughs> the story. Oh, look at that. Mm. We like stories. So that was a lovely pick, Jack. Well done. What have you got this week? I've got a, it's not a very inspiring or imaginative one. It's not original, but I've got to go for the new NXT Tag Team Champions, Chase. Uh, oh, someone yes. had to do it, right? Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. Yep. Just because we laugh at NXT, and I'm pretty sure that our love of Chase U started ironically, but, it, do, but does that even matter? Because I was genuinely happy when they won. I was like, oh, they've done it. And even though that reaction might have been rooted in sarcasm, it still was real at the end of the day, and I'm still pleased that they won. I found a lot of things interesting. Start off as like, oh, I like this ironically. Then you're like, no, I'm really into this now. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I can't... I don't know myself anymore. I don't know whether I like them or not. I don't know what yeah, Andre's, like. oh, I'm sure. Andre's one of the original four pillocks of NXT. Right. He followed you back. Well yeah, he did. He's one of the, the, the real ones as well. He's got two titles in my eyes in NXT. Well, three. He's got the tag team title. Yep. He's one of the four pillocks. Yep. And he's also one of the real ones. Joined with Dante Chen and a third person that I can't remember. The real ones? What's the, who's the real one? Is that when the Three Musketeers, oh, the New Japan? I did that trick like... that Adam did because I got verified. Remember when you had to earn your blue tick on Twitter? <laughs> you couldn't oh, buy it. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. So I got one. and I was. I remember now. Yes. Adam was like, you should follow, follow, unfollow everybody, then follow them all back and see who follows you back off mm. the back of your blue tick because they mean a lot back then, obviously. Right. And yeah, there was Dante, Chen, Andre, and someone else. Maybe it was Boa. I can't remember who it was now. Yeah, I can't remember. Was it not really enough? Right? Yeah, obviously not really enough. But <laughs> yeah, no, that was a uh, yeah. I'm I'm willing at them and yeah, they're very. He's very nice on Twitch. You follow me, he's very like, oh hello. Yes, I know who you are, Matthew. Uh, I'm playing 2K today. You should ask to get in the university, get yourself a scholarship. You're right, but <laughs> I don't have to do that. I can just wear the cult you top, <laughs> which we got at work, which we should have worn today. Yeah, oh, that went so much better than I expected. That <laughs> us in that. In that costume. Right. We looked amazing. We did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous for Halloween. I've got myself a costume and it makes me look... I've never looked... Or I tried it on last night. I've never looked or felt more like the stereotype... Like, you know how everyone goes, oh, the job of a five-year-old boy? It's bad, like. I look like what a little lad. Have you seen Stranger Things? Yeah. yeah. You know Steve and his ice cream work Oh. Uniform. I look like a little lad. <gasps> yeah. Oh, you perk up there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to look adorable. I, should, I know that's the. I don't want to look adorable. I want to look cool. So you're um, dressed as an ice cream man? No, he's like a, a kid dressed it's as It's like ice a cream sailor's. Man. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a sailor's. It's called Scoops Ahoy. So Scoops it's a sailor themed yeah. ice cream. It is one of that lad in a sailor outfit. I'll, I'll not show the. I'll post this after Halloween, but I'll show you the picture if you want. Well, have you in it? Yes. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's really embarrassing, though. It's, it sounds like Halloween, but it feels like oh, Christmas. <laughs> no. Oh, no. It's like a. Dress kind oh of. Oh my god! Yeah, the, oh yeah, the, the 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 shorts look like a skirt. Oh, yeah. Nice socks. Oh, well? they're just my oh. football socks. Oh. <laughs> 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 Do you want me to the socks? Yeah, go on. I'll send you okay. the. Yeah, John, yeah. I've sent you my Hall of Fame pick on Slack as well. That's your okay, notification you know. there. I forgot to do it. I'm not on Slack right now. After that, uh, what, have you, what have you got for us, Ross? <laughs> well, I'll give Joel a second to load it up because I was at the match last night, as I said, watching Newcastle get beat off Borussia Dortmund, and I was sat at the front of the stand, which was not sheltered by the top of the stand. So you had to. We were getting pissed down with rain the entire time, and in the, the opening moments of the second half, my pal looked down and was like, "What the hell's happening down there?" And to shelter, shelter himself from the rain, this Newcastle fan has got a Budweiser light, a Bud Light box, and put it on his head to shield himself from the rain. Then he turned around at that right moment there, and it was Kieran Trippier's face on front of the box. 
So <laughs> to shelter himself from the rain, it's a it's a it's a case of beer. And <laughs> That's really <laughs> That's really horrifying. It's actually really scary. And he was just sat there for the whole 90 minutes just getting pissed all over rain <laughs> just with his box on his head. Oh my god. Is it deliberate? He must have known. Yeah, I think yeah. he knew. I don't think you can buy Bud Light boxes with Kieran Jimmy no. and things out like that. <laughs> I can't believe that I've not seen any highlights. The cameras didn't pick him up. Oh, because he's on, he's on like the hard cam side, so they wouldn't have picked him up. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Joel's, Joel's crying. We kept, we kept an eye on him in the second half to say he's not going to surely sit there with the box on his head the entire time. And every time we looked over, it was just off. Oh, that's worth the price. Of, that's worth the ticket price alone, that. Get it off the screen, Matthew. You'll never be able to carry on. Oh, oh, sorry, I'll... Oh, I have to turn me head. Do you know what it reminds me of? Oh, dear. Minecraft. You, do you remember watching... Yeah, or oh, do you remember... Oh. Was it on... It was one of Vic and Bob's shows. Was it... Um, what was the main, the normal one called with like Lister and Les and all the? It's Vic Big Sam. night out. Big night out or in? Big night out. Out. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of Action Image Exchange where they put Sean Connery masks on and just do like theatre oh, stuff. Oh yes. Because it's kind of distorted and weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great pick. <laughs> <laughs> was Jack not sending Joel a picture as well? I did. I've done yeah. it. Yeah. I'll put it in in post. Yeah, oh. he's gonna. Oh please, God, be the thumbnail. <laughs> Me and the or that, that, nah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. just whatever. Both. <laughs> Which <laughs> really your favorite teenage memories? It's Sailor Jack for this. Oh <laughs> uh, well, because I do the podcast with Tom before doing this, which is what they call um, a pre-workout. It feels like one. Uh, we were talking about one of the news was about forcible entry, the WWE CD that came out in 02. I'm looking at it going, good God. Do you remember that period when new metal ruled the earth? Yeah. And I talked to the Fraser afterwards going, did you have a metal, a new metal period in your life? And he was just like, <laughs> Fraser. No. And he went, no, because he's, uh, he's of a certain generation. So I realized, like, I have to put this in the Hall of Fame just to see if it's still kicking. Like, that period from, like, what, like, late 99 to 02, when new metal was the thing that dominated metal alternative and rock. It wasn't, it wasn't a proper rock thing or anything like that. It was new metal or variations of that. So I've got the lineup for oh, Kerrang, Kerrang CD. I don't know if I'm going to know Volume two, because I own this one. First one, go to hell. And just see what you think. Uh, Foo Fighters break. That's not a bloody new metal song. <laughs> that was like three years old at that point. Hang on. Papa Roach, Between Angels and Insects. <laughs> Their singer's name is Jacoby Shaddix. That's right. What the hell? And I tried to verify if he had actually changed his name to legitimately be Papa Roach, because I swear uh, on my mother's eyes <laughs> that that was a thing that happened in Kerrang! or Kerrang! reported on it. And no one, no one could back me up on it, which sounds about right. That's a big Papa Roach. That's probably the third biggest song. Yeah, Fourth, from, from really Infest, right? I guess so. Album. Yeah. Uh, Slipknot, wait, <laughs> come on, Matthew, stop thinking about that box head. Slipknot, wait and bleed. I felt the air rise up. Whole celebrities get them on new metal. Oh, but that's a great song, though. Yeah. Da -na, da -na. It's the only song I can name with them, really. Yeah. Uh, Queens of Stone Age, Feel Good Hit the Summer. Again, not new metal. <laughs> this is dying of death, this, isn't it? I'll just read the bits that fit my argument. Uh, saliva, Your Disease. I don't know if I know that. 
I don't know if I could name a saliva song. I just I know, know them if I hear them. I bet if you played them, I'd recognise them. I couldn't tell you what the titles mm-hmm. of the artists are. Uh, Spine Shank, New Disease. Spine Shank? No, it's not the beginning of the end by Spine Shank. That's the only Spine Shank song I know. How do you know that? It's it on a, Spine Shank? I can't remember. Honest Bill become a new disease. Nah, exactly. Uh... Who they are. Static X, black and white. They were very new metal. That's the uh, the Undertaker's stock VHS theme when they would dub over Roland. Uh, That's a Static X song. Is it? I don't know if it's that one. I just know it's a Static X song. Well, they dub it over dub it with something that wasn't just you done it now. Yeah, they take the words out the Static X song and just put the instrumental on top oh. of Undertaker's thing. Yeah. That oh. is interesting. I like no way out 2002. I got it for getting a good school report and it happened on that VHS. Bloody hell. <laughs> You're in a school report and NWO. <laughs> no, no, the NDS school reports you used to get in like June or July. I misunderstood every word you said. Though. I just thought, like, my report is on, it's going to be on about William Shakespeare's Othello. Instead, here's a rant about Rock versus Undertaker. No way out. In, in year five, got a good one. So my mum took us to Woolworths and I got to pick a VHS. Oh, oh and, God, no way out, O2. Well, I didn't know, did I, Matthew? I was nine years old. I, know, right? <laughs> I can imagine some. If you've like, been bad, you have to watch it. I can imagine some lad behind the counter going, no, no, you want to watch a bit of, <laughs> bit of old Japan instead? Have one of these. <laughs> <laughs> it's all VHS name is God. Limbiscuit Rollin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Linkin Park crawling. <laughs> These wounds they cannot heal. Yeah. Uh, Muse plugin baby. Could you call that period new metal? No, no but it's no, no. it's a good song. I believe it begins with a C. That's the genre of music that Muse do. C and metal. It, and it rhymes with blunt. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fan. I don't like Muse. They're a bit wanky. I yeah. hate them. <laughs> oh, you don't like Muse? Any oh, reason? They're, well, they're just one. I just, it's just the Matt Bell in me. I put, nah. He knows. Right, Matt Bell end me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is going horribly because it's actually a mix and showing that there was actually more than one. But my, my point is, new metal. I can't believe there was no corn. I wasn't even corn. Right, it's a rubbish CD. I didn't listen to it very much. <laughs> well, but yeah, the fact was, new metal at one point ruled the earth. There was mm. nothing but new metal uh, existing as a concept. Bands that are probably shopping, sorry, as uh, putting the shelves up at Tesco's that were probably a headline act a few mm. years ago. Uh, didn't matter. 2002, they were the kings. Still is in my world. My most played artist last year was Limp Bizkit. Because their new album. So oh, yeah, right. hi. Oh, okay, cool. Dad style, no. all that kind of stuff. Oh, when he's dressing as yeah. a dad. Mm. Still got it to the biscuit. <laughs> the biscuit. <laughs> the biscuit. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that was... Uh, Joel, do you have a favourite new metal band or song? No, it's not. It's not my genre. I'm afraid. No, your genre. Like, that's fair nah. enough. I like so the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> what was that album you bought? Ringo oh. Starr. Oh, fair enough. Then, well, yeah, someone has to buy Ringo Starr. Some indie riffed question thing we haven't heard of before. So, we can't hear him, so we just overdub and just say any answer he gave you. To <laughs> your argument's great. I think it was Bell and Sebastian. If you're feeling sinister. Oh. Bell and Sebastian. Yeah, if you're it's not new, but uh, I remember they they, they were on, on this, cassette, the Soccer AM compilation album that came out in like 2005. Bell and Sebastian. That's more my speed, not yeah. new metal, more indie <laughs> yeah. landfill disco. Yeah. Wow, this has gone up the rails. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter because that guy, the boxhead's winning. So yeah, new yeah. metal. <laughs> the, to make it people think that's Jack's the concept of new metal. Oh, Ooh. it's not a winning strategy pretending it's mine. All right, partner. I've not won for a Keep while. Keep on rolling, Probably baby. Nice. <laughs> Uh, so the three picks this week are Chase U, the new NXT Tag Team Champions Chase U. The new NXT Tag Team Champions Chase U. Well, how are you going to word this? Newcastle boss? fan puts beer box on head to stave off rain. Stove up to, to save stave off from the, rain. To stave off rain, yeah. That to shield from rain. Yeah. Shield. And mine is the concept of new metal, which is dead. You might, you might have a chance. 
Wrestling fans love a bit of new metal, That's generally. It. Yeah. But like, a lot of them are young, and they're going to go, what is new metal? Don't this you mean the weekend? more like old, <laughs> old metal? Like, whatever. That's uh, a question nobody's asked yet. What weekend song will be the WrestleMania theme oh, for 40? Oh, man. It'd be the fifth in a row, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it, by the, the time... The only one that was anywhere near working was that Blinded by the Lights. Yeah. The rest of them have just not... Save Your Tears was a weird choice. You know, it's, a, it's a good toe-tapping tune, though. Yeah, but it's not for, not for <laughs> WrestleMania. I don't mind it. For a song that you're going to hear a hundred times a weekend, I thought they were, uh, they were okay, to be honest with you. Because it, it wasn't that distracting, it wasn't that loud and obnoxious. Oh... I was alone in my opinion there. I, I'm very biased because it's the it's the two that me and Ross were fortunate enough to go to. But my house was really good. I loved my house. I hate my house, but I came around to uh, Green Light. Green Light. Oh, oh that, yeah. That was a song I didn't really care for. But then after that weekend, loved. Yeah. Because I'm ready to go, 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 go to coldaholic.com <laughs> or patreon.com. Get the news uh, and patreon.com forward slash coldaholic. I was so close to making that great segue. <laughs> so close. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. Smackdown. Ooh. Paul Heyman opens the show and says that Roman Reigns will smash LA Knight at Crown Jewel. Ooh. Knight arrives and Heyman tries to leave, but Knight makes him stay in the ring. Knight says Roman hasn't seen anyone like him. He's going to take the title. He hypes up the contract signing next week with everybody saying, L.A. Knight, yeah. It was interesting because we learned that Jimmy Uso called the play to get involved in the tag team title match on Raw. Oh. Even though Roman was on the SmackDown previous to that. I thought you said he was running Roman's play. Oh, Roman's the manager, yeah, yeah. the coach, and Jimmy's just carrying out it's his been orders. a good podcast. Yeah. I'll see you <laughs> next week. There you go. <laughs> Roman's the guy with a big sheet of paper with all the different colours and symbols on that you see in the NFL games. Right, yeah. <laughs> the coach. <laughs> in so many words, yes, Jack. Uh, Bobby Lashley hypes up Montez Ford ahead of his match with Santos Escobar. Fight with pride. That's what he kept saying. Yeah, because in pride, you can kick them with one on the floor. <laughs> Ford wins with a roll-up and a handful of tights after interference from Andrew Dawkins on the outside. They beat Escobar down afterwards, but Carlito runs out with a chair to make the save. Dawkins' cell of this like jumping bicycle knee that he took on the outside was amazing. I was like, Dawkins is good, really good now. He's been good for a he while. He has been good for a while. Good old mm. Gary Gordon, mm-hmm. giving me a shoot name, one of my favorite shoot names in wrestling. It's a good one, isn't it? And I'm sure Tez is as Kenneth Crawford. That's wow. pretty good as well. Yeah. The alliteration in those two lads. Ken and Gary. I bet there was a 2002 Randy Orton dropkick from Tez, who oh. I thought really he suited the heel role in this match. He's good at being. He's obviously very good at being a babyface and being funny, but he's also good at being a dick and that wrong side of funny, which I know all too well. <laughs> I agree. Uh, the '99 hardcore Holly dropkick there. It's mm. my dropkick commentary. Screw Randy Orton. Who'd he ever be? Uh, I don't like the commentary saying that Holly was back in the E for the first time in a decade. You're like, I'm pretty sure he was there last year. The Rumble, we all saw it, yeah. that, right? But yeah. no, you didn't get the black pen out. Backstage, Rey Mysterio wants to confront Logan Paul. Why? Zena Vega offers to back him up. He says, I've seen him box. I'll be all right. Oh. It's interesting, though, because Santos's face was a picture when he says this. He's like, oh, you don't want us out there, do you, pal? F you. And then Carlito's like, whoa, whoa, lad, settle down. So I reckon Carlito might be trying to take over as the leader of the LWO. I hope it's Santos. Know, that might require effort, so I think we'll be all right. <laughs> I hope it's Santos turning heel. Yeah. That would be good. I hope it's Carlito turning heel as well. Yeah, he's one turn Yeah, I'm all right with that. Pretty deadly. Are enjoying a spa day, a spa. But the brawling brutes show up and beat them down. 
before going out for a bloody pint. Lads, 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 lads. I, I, I sympathise more with Pretty Deadly in this. They were just having a nice spa day and then yep. they got assaulted by some toxic men. Uh, yeah, you probably, probably think it's soft to go and get pampered. Yeah. 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 We don't go get pumped, we get lagged. They were <laughs> they were having so much fun as well. Lucky Travis. Lucky Tay. <laughs> I love it so much. It sounded like Yoke. I thought Yokozuna was coming back at the start of the segment. When we see <laughs> Felix Felix I Nails is where they were. Felix hyphen I Nails. I Nails. <laughs> um, what what be, what Bino writer wrote this? Uh. <laughs> oh, because of cats. No, it's like I Nails, because they're at a spa, which you'll work on with the Oh, right. Maybe I'm reading into it way too much. I think you might be. Um, but yeah, it sounds like Yokozuna's theme, like this actual Dari theme at the start of the segment. So I thought you might be coming back like he did at that Royal Rumble most famously in Saudi Arabia. Oh, yes. First time I've seen him in a decade. <laughs> huh? What wrestling theme would you have on to relax? To relax? Yeah, if you're in a spa, you have to pick a wrestling theme. Don Callis. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the first one that came to mind was um, Sexual Chocolate, which... I'm going to take oh. back now. No, I don't. Uh, I like that. Yeah, good pick, pal. Okay. Thank as long you. as you're getting relaxed in your sailor outfit. What would you choose? Uh, oh, put, like, you, don't, don't picture that. You, oh, too late. <laughs> oh, you look so good uh, to me. Yes. As I'm getting my back stroked by uh, a cat. Hmm? Uh, but whoever did the NXT promo is when 2.0 was at its peak is definitely now working on SmackDown. Yep. The way this was shot with the, the camera cuts and whatnot, and it just it was prime NXT. Yeah. You can tell it was NXT because they ended with a bloody pint at the uh, man's yeah. pub. Uh, Joe Coffey wasn't there this week, was he? They took his ideas. They don't need him. <laughs> Jimmy Uso brags about costing Jay and Cody the tag belts on Raw, but Heyman sees John Cena arrive on a nearby monitor. What, he appears he arrived via a monitor? No, Did no. Did that? That's crazy, uh... though. Cena hits the ring and says it's been 2002 days since he last won a TV singles match. It's true. He is defeated he, he, Triple H at the greatest Royal Rumble. I was about to say, yeah, ah. I had to note down. You know it was, but obviously you're a wrestling journalist, so you've written it down. Yes, That's I right. am a wrestling journalist. Uh, he also, since then, has lost to The Fiend, Reigns, and Theory in a singles match. Exactly. I had them all written down as oh, well. well. Look at that. Those two are wrestling uh, journalists. Sadly, Cena's saying it's been 2002 days didn't start with him singing uh, Nothing Compares to You. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, I think. Thank you. He teases retirement, but he's just kidding, and throws out an open challenge. Solo Sokoa turns up to attack Cena. He's joined by Jimmy Uso, but a masked man makes the save. It's main event, Jay Uso. He beats up Jimmy until security drag him away. Be great if it was Juan Cena, but I guess we'll do with Jimmy. <laughs> Turn around is fair play, James. Jimmy, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what. It's just getting a bit repetitive now, isn't it, with Jimmy and Jay? We're it going is. around in circles. Do you think, I mean, surely will lead to a singles match between the Usos? At WrestleMania. Ah, uh, yes, at WrestleMania. Yeah. By the way, me and Tom did a video predicting the WrestleMania 30, 40 card for some reason this week. It's on the channel now. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> just fancy doing it, so oh, did it. There's not a lot happening in the ring, to be honest with you. Someone's will talk about the good times. It'll yeah. be fun to look back on <laughs> when yeah. the real card comes around. Apart from when people take it way too serious in the comments, which I did see a fair few comments. Why are you doing this now? Oh. Just sit back and enjoy it if you clicked on the bloody video. Just don't care about Crown Jewel. We need money. Petini <laughs> <laughs> needs to pay his servants. <laughs> Stop calling us that. <laughs> <laughs> Colleagues, officially. We get another vignette of The Witches oh. by Roald Dahl, calling out Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. I think Chelsea and Piper should just hand over the titles now because you can't be called out by these two witches who are meddling with the tag team titles as a curse on them and they're just going to end up in tears for I, Chelsea and I Piper. I can't wait for that segment. 
<laughs> Hi, can I see you out of piss? Of course you can. Oh, sorry, I Nick Aldis, I mean. Uh, of course, what's up? Um, there's these witches who've cursed the tag belts. You get rid of them. And he's just looked at her. Um, <laughs> hello, Dixie Carter. So they are presumably going to win because you can't have them built up this much without winning. They would They would be crap witches, wouldn't they? If they didn't win. They'd be, uh, what's her face? Horsey Faces character from uh, uh, Hocus Pocus. Horsey Face. Sarah Jessica oh, Parker. Oh, yes. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> forgot her name. She's the, she's the bad witch of the three. They're not very good witch. Yes. Yeah. She'd be more of that ilk and not the main ginger lady. It's been a while since I've seen the <laughs> film. I can't like <laughs> Is it any good, Hocus Pocus? Because it's got a massive I, fandom. I saw it for the first time last Halloween. Right. And it, was, um, it wasn't for me, but I can see why people like it, especially if they first saw it when they were kids. Uh, yeah. Like Hook. Yeah. It's Hook not very it good. People has got a negative reputation and it got a bad one at the time, but then everyone grew up watching it. So I thought it's mint. Yeah, I thought like it was me. good. Yeah, Hook appears at the end. He's been in a grave for the entire time. Very similar to Hook, the character who gets brought back to life from the grave with his mm. mouth sewn up. I want to see Hook with Hook, Taz Hook. I want to see him playing Robin Williams' character. No, I'd be a good Rufio. There's already a wrestler just literally called Rufio, isn't there? Bollocks, there is. Yeah, that's weird. How's that. he doing? How's he doing that? How's he getting away with it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Has he got the red streak in his hair and everything? Absolutely. That's disgusting. He was a North one. So I was like, hang on. Yeah. Everyone's going, Rufio! Yeah, like, no, 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 boo! I hate these wrestlers who just rip off films and get nothing. Sting looked good this week. <laughs> uh, Nick Aldis finds Jey Uso $10,000 for interrupting the show. Adam Pierce tries to stand up for Jay, so Aldis has them both escorted from the building. Interesting. Oh, Interesting development. The two dads are fighting. Aye. At the time, I was thinking this is obviously just, you know, Survivor Series season. They're going to try and set up brand warfare where it's the one time of year when people care what brand they're on. But then after Raw, it doesn't look like it's going to be the case at all, so... Because they, they were quite cordial, weren't they, on Raw? No, I think they were still... <laughs> I... I I'm really excited for a 60-minute Broadway time limit draw, Adam Pearce versus Nick Aldis for the NWA <laughs> World Heavyweight Championship. A few years ago, that would have been a really good, like, old school oh, yeah. versus old school oh, Triple H thing, is yeah. getting a stiffy thing about yeah. that one, isn't he? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the, Aldis, Aldis's character is making me... He's doing what a heel should, I suppose, because this week I was a really big fan of Adam Pearce. I was like, he's doing a good job this week. He's really likable. I like his put-upon dad kind of thing. Was mm. like, oh... I think he said he needed a beer at one point. He said, I need a pint. He yeah. did, I. And he got no reaction. Oh. <laughs> Bless him. He's not English. Yeah. That's ours, Adam. <laughs> Leave it alone. But I it need a right touch. Yeah. <laughs> they do seem to be painting. I mean, Alders is the heel, like, authority figure. Oh, God, yeah. is the, the, the good guy now. He fined Jey Uso $10,000 for doing what he does every week. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you can tell it's Saudi season when Logan Paul follows John Cena. Uh, LP shows up and admits his boxing match it was a joke thank you for clarifying me and that if he wanted real competition he should have just had that. he should have just had another WWE match easy for me to say he says he wants Rey Mysterio's United States title Rey interrupts and says Logan actually reminds him a lot of Dominic ability and passion but a big mouth as well he grants Logan a title match at Crown Jewel Logan offers him a handshake and Ray cautiously accepts. Oh. Hmm. God, there was some sickening lines in this promo. Like we said, the last time I beat Ray Mysterio, Dom was still his son. Roman Reigns turned up to work. And LA Knight didn't even have a job at WrestleMania 38 season. I do dispute that claim, Logan Paul, yeah. you nonce. It's almost... <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in. Logan, Keep that in. I'll pay for the lawyers. Not, Logan Paul's not a nonce. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> But I WrestleMania 38 was what he was on about when he won a tag team match. Oh, no. 
Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm still fully on board with Logan Paul becoming the new United States champion. So oh, yeah. Yeah, up. That's the reaction you should be having, though. It's wrestling. It makes you feel all the emotions, not yeah, just joy. I, what's Ray done? <laughs> I don't want to feel this emotion. What's Ray really done with the belt? He, he, he forgot it what? one week. <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> I think if they can block book Logan for a little run with the belt and then lose it to a face that helps get the face over, it's probably going to be Ricochet, let's be honest. Oh, oh well, forget it then. My prediction was Chad Gable, but I don't know if that was my heart Ooh, over my head, like a yeah. WrestleMania win for Chad Gable mm. over Logan Paul. Well, the Ricochet one's my head and my heart because <laughs> I want him to get revenge on that no-good Logan Paul. <laughs> but do you care, though? <laughs> Jerry Gargano beat him because I, I, I can't believe you spent all that money on Pokemon cards. I've got to be my Pokemon <laughs> cards. Uh, Corey Graves saying, Logan Paul loves to prove the naysayers wrong. Apart from Coffeezilla. Whoa. Oh. How's that going? I've not watched since the first I, well, exactly. Yeah. I try and watch, uh, and then it's too, it gets too complicated. And I'm like, I don't understand enough about NFTs. Hmm. But, you know, I'm sure I, he's doing good work. Yeah, good for Coffeezilla. I can accept The Undertaker's dead. That Samoan's heads are harder than concrete. And even that Curtis Axel is still in the rumble. I draw the line at them going, wow, Logan Paul had a really fierce boxing match that he won triumphantly. <laughs> Did you say By the skin of, of his teeth. I'm like, nah. And I'll put down, that's how normal people look at wrestling. You know how normal people look at wrestling fans? This is how wrestling fans look at Logan Paul fans. Did you did you see any of clips of the fight? Yes, I did. Why is the other bloke not doing anything? Well, people are keen to point that out because you've spent months talking smack about this other guy. Oh, and yeah. Posting nothing but pictures of his uh, yeah. last exes, whatever. And this is how you're going to fight? Oh, no. Yeah. Because he's a jiu-jitsu man. I said, look, if we're ever going to have a fake boxer guy show up every week, at least be Boogie Boo or Wings of Redemption. Is that the two big lads? Yeah, the yeah. two big lads. Ah, right, right, right. <laughs> I think I was talking to myself. And it was, <laughs> and you know when he types me out and goes, this is going to go so well, and it's just like, no. There'll be people watching who've gone, yeah. Yeah, I don't care about them. I care oh, about you two. <laughs> and also Joe. Uh, it's more than Dan used to get, Joe, so count yourself lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Theory and Grayson Waller somehow with a tag team match against the fearsome team ooh, of Dragon Lee and Cameron Grimes. Mm-hmm. I felt Didn't really, go on very long, did it? I felt really sad for Cameron Grimes when his music hit and he was greeted with nothing. Cameron. Not even one person going, yeah, I remember NXT. It's, he's been given nothing. So nah. reap what you sow. It's not his fault. Mm. It was a good little match, though. Just it was always going to go one way and the crowd didn't care about half the match. So... Yep. It's weird. Dragon Lee's in a weird space at the minute as well, isn't he? I'm surprised. Grayson Moore, sorry, big, big one. Cameron Grimes, I can see this position fine. Dragon Lee, I'm like, what are you doing in this position? They want to push him, but they haven't done but, but, anything but, but, to build him up. Right. And also put him in stuff like this. You're like, well, don't do that. Dragon Lee's like, they're trying to they're trying to start a car in third, and they need it, if that makes sense. Hmm. The biting hmm. point's all over the place. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay. Unless you're on a hill. They've got to put more. <laughs> Pressure Sorry. on the accelerator to get the yeah. yeah. It's like when you have to start in the snow, put it in the second. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> That's why Zoe's music shit. Wow, that noise can mean only one thing. I feel like Ross loves driving. You can just yeah, yeah. love driving. Oh, fair enough. Fantastic. <laughs> you know, he's happy when it snows, just so his car can make that noise. Oh, no. <laughs> Go on, hey car. What does Dragon Lee say when he's on SmackDown? Hey car, is this Inspector Gadget? I've never told me mom this, right? But I passed my test on December the 9th. And that December, 2009, it was very snowy here. Yeah. And a couple of weeks later, there was a big, it's the council building where my mom actually works. It was like nine o'clock at night in Morpeth. It's a massive open space yeah. and it was snowing. 
So I was like, here we go. It's the boyhood dream coming true now. So I went in the car park and just hit this bit of ice and was with the hand, popping the handy B and doing some handbrake turns. Oh, 2009, right. remember. And it got to this point where the ice had melted just a dry bit of tarmac and the car went up on two <gasps> wheels oh. and crashed back down. I was like, I've broken my car. I've broken oh my car. God. It's been two weeks. I've got you away with it. broken though. your neck. I could have died. <laughs> But got away with it, and we're mm. still here today. And I mean, mom, mom never knew. Know. Mom never knew. Right. So you melted so, the ice or did all the skinnies on it? No, no, just uh, was that all there? Then all of it because it was nighttime as well, so I could, it wasn't great visibility. Um, oh. And just all of a sudden, I hit this dry patch. And just oh right, two yeah. wheels up in the air, like half the carpet. And in my the head is oh, doing right. donuts so much that there's no more ice. Yeah, the kids can play football now thanks to Ross's lovely efforts. <laughs> <laughs> So, I like, kids, don't do it. If you've just passed your test, it's not worth or, it. Or ever. Or don't do it, you know. Well, if you want to get any bit more experience, you know. No, let's do what you want. <laughs> Life's too short. Uh. In a sit-down interview, Kevin Owens admits it feels weird to be separated from Sami Zayn after working so hard to find success together. But SmackDown represents a clean slate. He mentions numerous members of the blue brand he'd like to punch in the face, lingering specifically on Theory and Waller. Who can blame him? Yeah, but, I mean, I want to see him in a feud with big boys. I'm going to need a heel turn from KO soon. Mm-hmm. I felt sad watching this promo. Ooh, Kathy Kelly. Who do you want to punch in the face? I'll punch them for you. Yeah, what was that Get about? away, man. You simpy boy. Married man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it, the way he spoke at the start where he's like, oh, I don't feel great about having to go away from Sammy. It feels like it wasn't his choice, mm. which goes against my narrative I've been trying to create, which is a shame that it was Owens' choice to get away from Sammy. Yeah, yours and, yeah. Uh, makes more sense. Because it's like, all right, what, what am I going to do? I've another 10 matches with the Judgment Day, the tag titles. Yeah. Nah, I didn't go to SmackDown and do something else for a bit. Mm. But yeah, you're right. It's a right change for him, though. Why is that pumpkin white? <laughs> I don't know, but it was a quid. All right, fair enough. So I assume yeah. it's because the it's it's one of the... Oh God, don't fall Does that mean the innards are white as well? Is it a pumpkin or is it like a... It is a pumpkin. I did something, something squash. Is that a y- so I yam. thought it was a drink. I was going to take the lid off it and drink. You're terrible this week. But hey, that looks a bit vulgar. Stuff. There we go. That's all right. There we go. Your pens all the way. For audio listeners, Matthew's bought a pumpkin, which is as small as a giant mushroom. Because it's white as well. Achieve here. It was just supposed to be like, oh, look at the pumpkin that Matthew spent an entire quid on. When, when you crack it open, and record it, and bring it in next week. No. I'm intrigued to see the inside. Spread open like the end of a Steve Austin know. segment. I don't know if I've pumpkin ever, juice all over Have I ever eaten? Have I ever tried pumpkin? I haven't. You know? No. Really? I remember going to a Halloween party when I was like eight years old, and the parents had created like a you know blindfold the kid and then have to put their hands and stuff one of them was a pumpkin with all the innards still in but also like can of beans other messy things all the kids oh. were sick yeah that sounds like yeah. awful because when you take the blindfold off you're like oh and you pick your hands up and it's all dripping down what kind of horrible prank sick on this? the floor yeah this was a party for the, the parents <laughs> what's happened there <laughs> I think it's quite common, is it not? You know, blindfold the <laughs> king, you have to go and try and guess what you're feeling. Yeah, but not, no. in, a, not in a cruel oh. way. It'll be like a nice thing. Oh, it's some sweeties. Yeah, right. I've never had another end with the kids being sick. I can't remember, but I imagine if, if I was a parent, I'd be like, oh, you've got your hands inside the torso oh. of a decapitated oh. man. Oh, right. I see, I see. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. man. laughs> oh, thanks. And the next kid can just feel that. Yeah. What's that? So the kid's sick. <laughs> the main event sees Charlotte Flair. The pumpkin. <laughs> The main event sees EO Sky take on Charlotte Flair. <laughs> <laughs> the WWE Women's Championship. 
Bailey saves Io by putting her leg on the rope during a pinfall. Charlotte beats up Bailey on the outside, but Io blocks a spear with the title belt to retain. Damage Katal beats Charlotte down afterwards, but Bianca Belair, what are you doing here? Runs out to help. Bailey saves Io from the KOD, but gets hit with it herself. Belair helps Charlotte to her feet to end the show. That was odd. Uh, well, it's... Bianca helping stand tall with Charlotte. Yeah, but it's probably leading to finishing off that storyline where Bianca's like, hang on, why are why is they getting the title shot? And mm. That thing happened months ago. Oh, everything that Bianca warned Pierce that was going to happen to her has happened. She was like, I'm going to get skipped over. You can't do this to me. Yeah. And now she's pals with Charlotte. It's disgusting. It's like they had the story and then they dropped the notes and went, oh, bollocks. Like, yeah. <laughs> Matt Hancock. Like a Matt did, Hancock. Did we speak yes. about on the podcast or before the that podcast? Before the that was before podcast. the podcast. We've got SAS Who Wins on Channel 4. The, the answer is no he one. Did. You're because... a weak leader, Matt. He's like, yes, yes, I know I am. I'm terrible. Oh, dear. That's like Bianca Belair. Yep. She's a weak character now. She's like Matt Hancock. <laughs> and Charlotte's Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah, two, two blonde people I'm sick of seeing. <laughs> now, to be fair to Charlotte, because we've been having a go recently saying she's been getting too much and feels like she's like, oh, we're getting introduced to Charlotte Flair rather than seeing largely the same stuff we've seen for going on 10 years now. But I thought she gave you a fair, oh, a fair yeah. crack of the L whip in this match. That's exactly what I put. Yeah. I put crowd really into it near the end, especially after the raised knees counter. Mm. Uh, I'm into it in favour of who? Charlotte or you? Oh, I can't think. I'm over. Charlotte is just appearing, going, "It's me, Charlotte." Uh, Like, all right. uh. I swear there was a storyline happening, and then you came along, and then it stopped. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's just been treading water since. Well, she's lost her rematch now. That's no more title shots. That's it. That's what that means. Yes. In fact, this wasn't even a rematch. Aldis just gave her it last week. Right. Because he's like, he's a good class. Yeah. Class. Uh, but I thought after the little standout off with Jade Cargill that Charlotte was going to win here and that would be like, that would be the champion heading into WrestleMania against Jade. I'd read too much into that, obviously, because she lost mm. here. Jade's got to be winning the Rumble. Mm. No, I was just happy to see Bianca Belair back. It was a good match leading up to that. Bianca Belair back. Fine. We can have some proper storytelling now yeah. in the SmackDown Women's Division, which has been deed. I agree. Right. Right. The finish of the match was good as well. Bailey's like the unsung hero because I know she wasn't in the match, but everything she did was hilarious. Oh, she's so good. I loved her once she realized that Eos won, but she's still in pain because she's just been thrown into the commentary table. She's crawling back over it to celebrate. It's really good. Yeah. What a pro. And Eo is Bret Hart now with that title deflection, Bret Hart esque spear thingy. Uh, Yes. Just wasn't tied to her, which doesn't make her like Bret Hart at all. A little, I can see what you're saying. Just a bit like Brett, mm. <laughs> which is good enough for most of us. Is that the best thing Brett ever did in WCW? El Dandy. Oh, yeah. yeah, thank, yeah thank you. Who are you? Yeah. The Dota El Dandy. <laughs> AW Collision, which is not like El Dandy or Brett Hart. Brand Anderson wins the opening dream match against Andrade. They show each other respect afterwards. It's nice for Andrade to put over Lloyd Boner like that. <laughs> As Donaldson celebrates, however, the lights go down. And when they come back on, Malachi Black is in the ring. And it's Brian with the black mass. The BCC run out to make the save, but the lights go out again. And Malachi disappears. Let's have a count on how many times the lights go out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Four in it in this I event. Think it was, I think it was three, but I'll, I'll be... It was three for Malachi-related things. Then it was one for something else. Which I'd... Oh, you mean, yeah, you're counting it going off here in this segment as well as that's two. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it Who, was... Who's road agenting this show? Well, clearly no one, which has <laughs> been the <thinking laughs> of for a while. But before we get to the silly bollocks there, oh, it's another Brian Dennison lovely little match. Uh, speaking of cars, this is one that moved up through the gears as it went on. Hey. Wartish, quite slow. There was lots of Lloyd Bonerish chops because they were hard. Um, but yeah, that when he started doing like the, the Shawn Michaels flying... Uh, uh, forearm. This is Andrade I'm on about now. It just mm-hmm. went up through there and split-legged moonsault. And wow, wow, wow. 
Wow, wow, wowie, wow, wow. Oh, it was a lovely match. Hi, <laughs> for a vegan, he sure loves those chops. Hey. Hey. But it, again, if and I, I know he's interested in getting viewers on viewers to his show, especially when it's struggling like Collision is in the rating. But it would have surely just the match quality itself would have been served a lot better if he just hadn't hyped it at all, rather than Tony Khan this is, rather than going on Twitter and going, "This is a dream match." Because everyone went, "Dream match? Oh, it's good. Mate. I mean, it's a good match, but." You shouldn't have called it a dream match. I think Meltzer started comparing him to the boy who cried wolf on um, Wrestling Observer. No, he hasn't. Yeah. Dave Meltzer. Mm-hmm. Even Dog Meltzer mm. is being negative about AEW sometimes. To be fair, now. Brian is the canary. Is that oh, the right really? phrase? Because Brian was yeah, like on last week going like, yeah. oh, these Twitter meltdowns are on purpose by Tony Khan because he immediately tweets out a match that's coming up straight after. He so didn't all, say that, did All he? he did, all the impressions that's on Tony Khan's Twitter account then see the match that's coming up and it's a wonderful way to advertise the matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. Fantastic couldn't stretch to make that one work. Uh, yes, that was this. And then we get a Darby Allen video package where he calls out Nick Wayne. He says he's already taken Wayne's tooth. We see a little photo of it. He did. And when he's cleared to wrestle, wh- who? Wayne or when Darby? Darby when Darby's all oh, right, okay, right. He'll take a lot more. He hypes Tony Khan's gift for Sting on Dynamite. Now I didn't quite understand what Darby was saying here. Because he was talking about, Nick, you always used to tell me that you always used to complain to me, oh, the fans don't like me, the fans don't like me. And I said, don't listen to them. Because when you're when you're in the ground, when you're dead, it doesn't matter what anyone says. It's all irrelevant anyway. So why care about anyone else's opinion? I was thinking, all right, I, I follow it. Then he said, but then you listen to the fans instead. And it shows him turning on Derby. And I'm like, I don't I didn't I don't know if I'm just missing something, but it felt like the opposite. No, you said that you listened to the fans, so that's why you turned on But the fans but wouldn't weren't... but he's a heel now. The fans wouldn't want him to turn on Derby. That was a heel move. That that's the sort of thing that someone would do and then say, I don't care what you people think about me. You know what I hadn't actually looked at that much because he says so much like, you know, oh bleak, I'm really deep because mm. I've got tattoos in my face. Eh, that when you sit down and looks like, yeah, that's that's bollocks that. He's actually been good in his promos recently, so that's a rare misstep for Derby. He's definitely improved. I know this one was pre recorded, but I just think Maybe I've missed something. I don't know. What did you think? Maybe it's because the crowd made no noise. <laughs> oh, we're like, supposed oh, to think. I'm right. going to have to do something here to make them make noise. I'll turn heel on Derby. Right, maybe <laughs> maybe that, that was it. He's know. like, well, the crowd were bored to tears, so you did something. Nadanian, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> maybe it was. Says the man who bumps when he wakes up in the morning, I guess. Mm. Uh, emo Sky Blue in the short match against Hollywood. Sorry, Hollywood Haley. Mm-hmm. Off the old VW thing. I've right. only I thought seen, I remembered her, yeah. I've only seen three episodes of it, but she's like the main thread through all the all the, all the the articles, all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Tony uh, Schiavone mentioned it's, it's a historic ever. gift that Tony Khan is going to give Sting, which is wonderfully aged since we now know what the gift is. It's even funnier. Um, it is his story. But I watched a, it was a little clip someone shared on X.com again. I feel weird saying that, but that's what it's called. You're doing a good job of saying it. Um, someone shared it. It was like the, you know, the, the the control room, I think they call it on YouTube, where Tony Schiavone sort of hypes up what's going to oh, come yeah, up yeah. this week in AEW. And he, Tony Schiavone's like, it's a historic gift for uh, Sting from Tony Khan. This sort of thing has never happened to a professional wrestler before. Oh. And I'm like, well, it's going to be a Hall of Fame named in his honor or something like that, and or maybe a, a pay-per-view named in his honor. And then it turned out to be Ric Flair. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> uh, I've got Nigel saying, it's not Robocop again, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but I, all the match was was just a kick and a running powerbomb and a shoot code yeah. blue, yeah. which didn't quite land, but you got enough of it. Good enough. For the winner's purse. <sighs> 
But she's going to join the House of Black soon. Of course she is, yes. Yes. House of Blue. Or is oh, it? Oh, Black and Blue, because that's what you get. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. All makes sense, doesn't it? Very nice. <laughs> Can't be rude and go to the toilet. Oh, yeah, 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 piss yourself there. <laughs> Unfortunately, the guns beat the Outrunners in a tag team match. Yeah, because <laughs> they're my new... Last week, I discovered the Outrunners. Apparently, they've been on Dark and stuff, but I love Turbo Floyd. Such thing as Dark. I love Turbo and Truth. And they lost to the, the guns, and I'm just sad about it. Oh, The guns battered them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They battered them. They absolutely did. I was surprised because the Outrunners are, as we know, the youngest men in the world. So That's right. It's just weird that they've not picked They're up the They're the oldest man in the world after this match. This, yeah. this was the fourth thing, by the way, where the, the devil appeared the same way as Malachi did with the lights going out. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm like, come on, you can only have that gimmick if it's the same person or they're in the same family. Right. Like The Undertaker and Kane. Unless <laughs> this is to imply it's a buddy or... Oh, oh, which wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. It's Adam, it's Adam Cole or CM Punk, a isn't it? Buddy, you say? Oh, if it's CM Punk, <laughs> Sean, no, 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 best in the world. It's clobbering. I saw a thing on was it on Reddit maybe where someone you know it sort of like the ones were getting shown last night on Dynamite where it sort of like goes with the oh. static and it's like this. It looks like the, uh, the the city skyline that's in CM Punk's entrance, Tron. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going. It's got to yeah. be him. Well, I reckon it's a square head, so it's it's Adam Cole. <laughs> uh, it would be, <laughs> weird, the match. It'd be weirdly sort of anticlimactic if it was Adam Cole, I think. He's helping out MJF, isn't he? Just make, yeah, just, make, just make what sense. he would do anyway, yeah. Mm. It, w- w- it would redeem some of these segments we're seeing with him, with bloody Roddy's, but... They've ended mm. now. He's escaped. Yeah. He went and got surgery. He did. Yeah. But he did cancel his Twitch stream, I saw, before Dynamite. Mm. <laughs> Is that because he was busy? He's oh. guilty of charge, Your Honour. Mm. Uh, Orange Cassidy is interviewed backstage. Chris Statlander comes along and does some squats with the interviewer to prepare for her match later on with Battle of the Belts coming up, to which everyone goes, oh, Battle of the Belts. I didn't recap it. Uh, You're telling me I sat there and watched that for (laughs) no reason. (laughs) You can still mention it at the end of of Collision if you want. Everyone just retained. That was a whole hour of my life, that. Yeah. A whole hour. There's been how many Battle of the Belts? Six? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. there's been one title change. (laughs) Really? Yep. Uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett wins a Memphis Street fight against Eddie Kingston after interference from Jay Lethal and Satnam Singh. Eddie has no friends. Yeah, what's up with that? Well, he's angry with everyone all the time. Yeah. Oh, he was friends with the ex LAX, Proud and Powerful, but now they hate each other. They're so fighting on Rampage this week, you know. Ooh. Are they? Nice. That should be a real feat, a main thing. Should have been built up more. It should be in a cage, a, yeah. sh- a fight pit. He was friends with Moxley, but he couldn't let go of the Claudio That's thing. That's right. Penta. Penta. Partner. They're still friends, I guess. Maybe he said them when they came out to the commentary a while ago, and he went, "Yo, those are my best friends." Like Penta wrestled last week, so he needs a bit of time yeah. off now. After Wembley, that's the way I look at him now. Yeah. Weirdly, was friends <laughs> with Ruby Soho when she was a face. Like if he was getting in a backstage right, fight, yeah. she'd always be on the scene. Like Eddie, calm down. Oh, she was one half of the best flirting I've ever seen in wrestling this week. By the way, it was go on. Oh, it was steamy, Matthew. We'll get to it. Oh, please. All right. Um, but uh, the hot dogs that were wasted in this matchup made me a little bit ill at the start. <laughs> All those good hot dogs just oh. got wasted in the midst of a shoot fight between Jeff Jarrett and it Eddie They could have paid Kingston. for so many of the wrestlers backstage. And then Jeff... Got... <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for the wrestlers. Mm. Um, but yeah, Jeff Jarrett then got mustard in his hair, which is one I don't know. I never like it when the mustard gets in the hair. Just imagine in the shower afterwards. Yeah, that's true. Nah, I'm not a fan of it. dripping down. Oh, no. Look themselves in the mirror. If it was mayonnaise, then bring it on. But not mustard. Made me feel really. I don't even. Wow, mind. I don't not even... male maze, Jack. I haven't been seeing <laughs> Lloyd Boner. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't even mind mayonnaise, but if I had to do one of these matches and get one of those two things in the hair, I think I'd go for the mustard. You know. 
it's thinner. The consistency. If it's yeah. French mustard, yeah. If it's like, not if it's English mustard, we we'll spread it. Yeah, hang, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God, he's got the spoon, JR. Yeah. The tangy smell. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. I'd rather have that luxurious, what if, soft aroma of the mayonnaise. Oh, God. <laughs> what if you like go out afterwards and some last goes, oh, you smell proper lush, ye. Yeah. <laughs> What? No. <laughs> you tell them, leave me alone, you psycho. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's a must have put me here. Wait, come back. It'll work if you're a cockney, because isn't that a thing where if you're a cockney? Oh, it's the mustard. Hark. Oh, it's the hoover upstairs. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know. He said hark twice. <laughs> I did. What's that yonder? <laughs> what else happened at <laughs> this match? Oh, Dave Brown was commentating. Memphis legend. Right, yes. I know Dave Brown because of that one Doug Gilbert interview he did. About Jerry Lawler, we said some things <gasps> that we definitely can't say. That was say. him. He's like, <laughs> sorry, you know, like, what would I say? You know, you no. Jerry Lawler and all this stuff like that. And I went, oh, that's him. He that's looks him. like the same. Wow. What was wow. the vibe of what you said? Because I'm not oh, aware of what you're you talking not seen about. It? No. Oh, I was just, I'm trying to be vague. Doug Gilbert oh, no. did a work shoot where, oh, that's allegedly the thing, where he's feuding with Brian Christopher. And to get some heat, he said, you'll have seen this, surely. Uh, he said some things about Jerry Lawler and he accused one of the, the guys who works for Memphis of <laughs> smoking crack oh, and all this. Uh, he said Jerry Lawler brought up a court thing that Lawler had in 93. That, I, and uh, uh, said that and then the match was cancelled as a result. <laughs> he was let go because he, he worked that shoot a bit too hard. He <laughs> accuses uh, him of the word that I believe you've said your mum thinks just means idiot. Oh, my grandma. My grandma, yeah, right, fair enough. Oh, I know that story. Yeah. Yes. Yield, no fumbling speak. Ross, put that down, you nonce. <laughs> e language is funny, isn't it? <coughs> uh, it certainly is. Jay Young Doug Gilbert, who had nothing to do with this match. <laughs> Jay Lethal hurts himself more than Eddie did when Jay Lethal did the shoot cutter through the table off the yeah. stage. A weird thing. Yeah. I really enjoyed the table spot, as I'm sure you did, for your video series, Matthew, <laughs> with Jeff Jarrett, where the table didn't break, so he had to do the elbow drop. Well, somehow to enjoy this match. <laughs> Damn it, Jamar, as we'll get on to. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I was not a fan of this. I like Eddie Kingston. I love his style, his substance, everyone else like that. Jeff Jarrett's silly Memphis bollocks. I also like, I don't think the two should be meeting. Uh, I think oh. this just didn't make any. I think it was Wade Keller posted something that was brutal. He said, it was like comparing, I'll just abbreviate what he said, public enemy where they're in ECW to them public enemy in WCW when they were a joke. Oh. And I went, wow, and that's so good. I thought I'd just steal it for the podcast. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to see Eddie doing this malarkey. Yeah, fair enough. To be fair, the, the entire goal of the match was just to set up a ring of on a title match, wasn't it? With mm. Jamar yeah. and Kingston. Damn it, Jamar. That's what he said. Several times. He did, yes. And it was sad to see Eddie being so silly, except in a match where the friends could get involved, but he mm. had no friends, apparently. Friends. <laughs> yeah. He had no friends, mate. <laughs> in the backstage interview, the acclaimed hype up their Battle of the Belts title defense against the former JAS. He just said they're going to retain, because why would you watch Battle of the Yeah, have, I've always just referred to them in these notes whenever they crop up as the former JAS, but have they got a name yet? No. Okay, cool. So we know who you mean. Yeah. It's a bit sad that they haven't moved on to anything else, but yeah. Uh, Caster was like, how about you use that belt on me, if you get what I'm saying, which confused me slightly. Yeah, they're working through them. They're going, all right, can you not be a creep? Mm. That's the gimmick right now, because that's all he's been doing with MDF. <laughs> so how about you don't say this? Instead, he's just being even more creepy than usual. So. Yeah. I did enjoy Bowen's calling Daddy Magic a baked potato. I never made that comparison before in my head. Is he scrummy? I don't get it. He's got a big head like a baked potato, I think. Oh. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, it's uh, good, yeah. It feels quite cruel when a very handsome, classically handsome man like Bowen says it. It feels like bullying. Mm. Yeah. You would, though, if you looked like that, I think. Yeah. 
I would have followed like be, that. Be nasty to everyone. Yeah. Would you put yeah. mayo or like grated cheese on your head if you had a big potato looking hair? <laughs> Does it change if you look like food? I'm just waiting until the song gets brought up as well because it's been in my head since. Should we all just sing it again? No. Big potato saved my life. Big potato showed me the way. If you <laughs> don't be evil, don't. <laughs> If you want to know what's wrong from right, then listen to what potatoes say. Listen to what the big <laughs> potatoes say. Oh, dear. Right. Oh, this was better than Battle of the Belts, by the way. <laughs> and then we get into... Oh, someone else was excited. Wait, was that at the end of that segment where the flirting happened, or was that later Yes, on? it was. That was it. Miro beats... No, no, it wasn't. It was later. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Because I wrote down, oh. it was odd. No, it was organic. <laughs> That's like big potatoes. <laughs> Thank you, baked potato. Uh, and then Miro beats Action Andretti via submission with CJ Perry watching on from ringside. Uh, I don't know what this was about. So Miro's feuding with his wife. Yes. Aren't we bloody all lads? <laughs> <laughs> He's not, though. He's saving his wife. But is he? Or is he, an, is he just being a jealous boy? He likes the CJ who is not in the spotlight, who doesn't seek the attention. But she wants the attention. So he's saving her from the things that he believes. So he's been a heel. Makes her a bit of an ass. So he's a, he's a heel. Or a bit of a baby face. We don't know. Yeah? I was going to say, like, right now, that's all very eloquent. But the crowd are like, we like Miro. Yeah. And actually, Andretti, you're crap. Oh. Uh, and see, see, this was way too long for a match yeah, like it was this. long. Especially when we saw him beat up Action Andretti just last week, so it was a bit of a damp script before yeah, right. he even started. He already killed him. Yeah, yeah. He brought but, him back to life just to kill him again. Yeah. But I think CJ's getting a bit confused as well because she's feuding with Miro to, oh, what's her reason again? It's all, I've forgotten what it is I now. thought that she just wanted to be a, be a manager and be herself, but he's like, well, you're not managing me. So she's like, right, well, I'll find someone else and I'll make stars out to, of them. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing it like this. It's too convoluted or it abstract. It just yeah, needs... like, what do we do? Do we cheer or boo? Because then we just well, feel there's nothing like Bob Andretti, as we found out. I was going to say this: CJ Perry's a bit confused as well because she was against Miro for a large portion of the match, but then he does this double hammer thingy where Action Andretti goes flying. She was a bit like, "Oh, yeah, it's Miro." Woof. Then there was a little look between them where he like a kiss around the ringside area. Yeah, so they're either working together in the weirdest way possible, or. They're, they're saving each other in the most disastrous way possible, oh, where there'll be lots of wow. casualties. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, that was poetic, though. This I, is like if you just listen to Kevin Kelly explain things. Do you know what? Why can't we just have Miro? Just batter people and just yeah. be, be Miro? Why has it got to be so difficult? I don't know. It's such an easy gimmick. You've got her being hot and flexible. You've got him being handsome. Yeah. The handsome, hot and flexible. Yeah, yeah. Right. I like that's good. That rolls off the tongue. It does, yeah. Like maybe will. they need a third member. Mm. I think it'll be. <laughs> He's moved on quickly. I like that. <laughs> that took a few seconds. But the, I think it will work if the idea is she's just trying to get him back to the old Miro by just chatting up lads. Yeah, I want to manage him. So Miro kills them. He's just yeah. That's just what suddenly they do. he's the champion. Like, what? What happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair enough. So eventually I'll get the point where CJ's walking through the locker room and everyone's just like, no, 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 to run away from her. No, I've seen what happens. That would be great, but it doesn't quite feel like they're doing that yet. Mm. AEW. The former JAS are interviewed backstage and sister on the same page and they've been absolutely no dancing. Garcia doesn't look happy and Anna J suggests they have this discussion off camera. Ooh. We had croissants for breakfast. That was my daddy yeah. magic there. That no, was fantastic. No dancing good. at breakfast. Yeah, he, him and Garcia aren't getting along because he doesn't like the dancing. There was no dancing at this breakfast where they had the croissants, so it's a fantastic breakfast. 
And this is where the weird flirting happens. Angelo Parker has a little <laughs> bit of flirty flirt. Oh, this flirty flirt. I got confused. There's so much flirting in these wrestling shows. <laughs> um, with a passing Ruby, Ruby Soho. He leaves and Ruby says she's down to wrestle whoever because she wants to become a champion. I, it, she didn't really explain what, I don't think what she meant, but it was, she's got a title shot. Yeah. Against Angelo Parker? No, against Karashi. Sorry, it was the way it started. Why she just—I think it's Ruby who says it to Andrew. He's like, "Oh, family problems. Huh? I know them." Oh yeah. As it was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the outcasts have split up, haven't they?" <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, <laughs> they have. Oh, she knows all about them. And then it, when they were doing that, just going, "Oh yeah, family problems." They were looking each other up and down like they were, you know, about to whizzle wazzle each other. Yeah. Um, and then it just sort of petered out into no, a bit. Oh, of... she went, "Get out my shot!" But it was like. I I still read it as she's trying to play hard to you should get out of here. So some of the script and acting these things, they're not quite Emmerdale, are they? Oh, I like this one. Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, sorry. No. But it wasn't followed up on, though, was it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right. Right. I'll give them time. <laughs> this is going to be the yeah, hottest romance of the Give boredom. them time. There's two bloody shows on one after the other. We'll see what happens next week. There you go. I was going to say, yeah, I should just say, yeah, they concluded. They started just necking on and battling the belt. <laughs> no, one saw no one would know. No, no. They conceived a child live on air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the babies looked at me. <laughs> that was a Simpsons. Reference. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was funny when she said, oh, I just want a title. I was like, well, there's about 70 of these on A-Dub, so you should get one. Yeah, there are a lot. Uh, to, get the, to get the trios Ring of Honor ones, because the young books forget they got it. Oh, uh, I get the feeling you don't like AEW at the minute, Matthew. Um, look, I'm, there's, I like the good bits. I don't like the bad Matthew's bits. I'm a very simple human being. He's bloody fed-pilled, isn't he? God. It, yeah, there's, other, there's other wrestling out there, you know. <laughs> it's all right to watch both. <laughs> get that coexist tattoo. Just watch what you like. Just enjoy it. <laughs> Roosh holds a meeting with his lads in Mexico. He's sick of not being seen as a star. And claims that AW thinks he's too dangerous. This meeting was <laughs> pointless. Could have just told him this down the pub. This could have yeah. been an email, this meeting. <laughs> it really could have been. We learned that he's learned English and the style of wrestling that's used in AW, and he's just sick of not being used and others taking his spot. Fair play to him for learning English. Like, fair enough. It was such a promising start with the vignette we saw last week in the car that looked cool, yeah. and now he's like, oh, I'm not being you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Screw you guys, I'm going home. Wow, these guys look like <laughs> alpha males. They don't take no poo this week. Wow. Yeah. Why am I not booked? Cars pull it oh. up, and it's like, everything has to be perfect. The leader's about to arrive. And then I don't know what they did. They just had a meeting. Yeah. I thought they were about to, like, rob a bank. Yeah. Oh. That's how they just run over Tony my, Khan. My, yeah. yeah. Redo that Jer uh, Jerry, Jerry, uh, Jer Jerry Lawler thing from back in the... Yeah. That, it, can, it can be done without dying. And my God, Preston Vance <laughs> looks like Harry Kane. He does. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. He's got great composure in front of him. That's got to be Kane. Imagine Harry Kane saying El Perro Peregrosso. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Kingston cuts a promo on Jay Lethal while being tended to in the, 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 the medical room. He says he used to respect Lethal before he became Jeff Jarrett's lapdog. He warns Lethal not to bring his parents their title match because he doesn't want to beat him down in front of his mother. It's classic Eddie Kingston. Yeah, Jamal. Yeah, yeah Jamal. He hates yeah, him because he calls a man who isn't his blood his uncle. Yeah. Uncle Jeff. How do you think your parents feel about that? No one can... In the wrong hand, this sort of promo would be unbelievably cringy, but Eddie Kingston's the best in the world at doing them. So. Yeah. I well. wish this had happened in any of a match other than... Memphis. It's also the little things because you wouldn't often see a wrestler. This would often just be delivered in a backstage area, but he—it's even more authentic because he's in the middle of getting treated 
for the previous match. And then he's like, no, wait, wait, wait. It makes it feel more real. Mm. But even that, he whaps out a Scorsese line. I don't know if it's a Scorsese, but he's <laughs> like, whoa, it's the wrestling. It's the mysteries we all love, but never give us love back. Yes. <laughs> no, I know Jack's about to say, but that's actually a Kurosawa. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Still love him. And I also love this person just trying not to laugh in the background while he's doing this. Oh, the woman, <laughs> yeah. the medical lady, the woman, the doctor. The woman. <laughs> A woman doctor. No, wow. no, no, no. Whoa, Jack can't get his head around that. Stop. <laughs> Let's not really put, in, put a whole book in my mouth there. Not just words. FDR take on Bad Thad Brown and Darian Bengston. Go on, but, Darian. Go Bengston. on, Darian. <laughs> Darian Bengston needs locked up. <laughs> Darian Bengston had oh, a, a bleach-blonde bleach Hulk Hogan mustache. Hi. He needs locked up. You don't see Turbo Floyd and Truth Magnum before. It works with them. Oh, right. No, I didn't see him because I blinked. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The lights go down in the, the match and the House of Black beat FTR down for the fourth time. Crowd got excited this time and the lights went down. Well, it can't be them again. Oh, no, it is. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that was the and pop. Then... It, was the, it was the anticipation. It was the House of Black. Second House of Black pop. Yeah, the oh. House of Black also defeated the main event between BCC and Ricky Starks and Big Bill. The championship table was like, what the hell is this? Why did they do that? All the bad guys beat Euron and Claudio afterwards. FDR tried to save the day before the return of John Moxie finally turns the tide. Stark is isolated and gets hit with all the big moves to end the show where the lights stay on because it's Battle of the Belt afterwards. At least the lights didn't go out. They just did a run-in in that main event. I was oh, trying yeah. to find oh, the, yeah, the common thread of like who the, did the light on gimmick for. It was like FTR... Starks, Bill, Yuda, and Claudio. And then who was it at the start of the show? Um, uh, it was Daniel Bryan. Bryan Danielson. Bryan Danielson and Andrade. Like Bono, yeah. BCC okay. and FTR, I guess, is the common thread. Mm. Yeah. So that maybe they're going after the, the BCC who hold no titles. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> Someone's I feel got like... this thing typed up here. So Big Bill and Ricky Starks are fuming with FTR for the tag titles, but also still have a beef with Danielson and the BCC. Brian and FDR were just attacked by House of Black, so they're now in a rivalry too. Mox still has unfinished business with Orange Cassidy and Best Friends. Plus, Christian Cage beat Danielson last week with the help of Ricky Stark to a little argument with Adam Copeland earlier. And of course, Adam has his own problems with Christian and Cage. Nick Wayne and Luchasaurus have a heated rivalry with Sting and Darby Allen. It's easy to figure out. Come on, lads. It's almost like Tony Khan needs to delegate more. No, no, this is Thinking Man's Pro Wrestling. Uh. Sorry, Thinking <laughs> Wrestling Fans Pro Wrestling. We are the issue for not understanding it. That's what the this is a man's say. promotion. <laughs> the thinking wrestling, the great minds of professional wrestling really understand what's going on here. It just felt a bit random watching That's the show weird. by itself. The main event was okay. It was weird because it was two sets of heels, so the BCC were forced yeah. to be the baby faces with the great Yuta involved, who has just... What's that about? Why are they doing the, the crab, crab dance? Yeah, They started doing it. I, yeah. I assume it was a thing to warm up the body, but I, I can't tell. Now. Big, fans silly of, buggers. big fans of Melby off Bo Selector. <laughs> Oof. It's one thing that sets wrestlers apart, like when Cody was in AW, even though it wasn't all good stuff, at least you knew who he was feuding with at any given time, and each one of his storylines had its own yeah. distinct themes. MJF, right. racism. When he solved it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he beat both of them. Mm. Yeah. He actually lost to MJF, but he defeated racism. That's right, he came back for racism. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. Yeah, but uh, I was, it was fine apart. I really enjoyed Ricky Starks taking the microphone and going like, let's go, Big Bill, which distracted Claudio, which allowed him to get a cheap shot in. Yeah, that's a unique That's a right kind of poo-housery to have in the mm. wrestling. That was good, yeah. But apart from it, it was skippable. It was 
I'll tell you what episode. wasn't skippable. Go on. Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts. What happened to Battle of the Belts? I watched this show in its entirety. Well. John Silver took on Orange. He did as well. Yeah. So John Silver versus Orange Cassidy. That's a good match. Surely. That, used to, yeah. that was a pay-per-view match. It was. It was good. Long ago. Was it this good one? It wasn't as good as previously. And Orange Cassidy bumped into Mox on the way to the ring. Because, mm. ooh, ructions. But still, yeah, they've got good chemistry. I like Silver. Silver's too likable to be a heel. He's yeah. two foot tall. He's 10 foot wide. He's <laughs> doing delayed suplexes off Brett ro- Brett's rope. He's doing a one-armed gorilla press onto the apron. Yeah. Yet you still you expect it to boo the guy, even though it's impossible. He's a poor um, focus, come to life. <laughs> but again, the, the main thing that I was catching up on here was the, the crowd. I can't wait when these advanced bookings that they've got, which they can't get out of, uh, over, because it's really hampering the show. Mm. I agree completely with everyone we said. It's Boston because, was... remember when we went to Five Star that time in the... In the how could I forget? The utility. There was... How full do you reckon it was, percentage-wise? You could have had it in the utility. They could have had it in the utility closet. <laughs> Five or 10% full, if that. Yeah. Which is what they're doing now, I think, with Collision. Maybe it's a little bit more for Collision. But a great... like a Von Eric family get-together. We had a great time, though. Even when you're sloshed, though, you're a bit trepidatious about making noise, aren't you? Because everyone will just look at you. Yeah. But I think that's what's happening. Oh, dude, happening I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. Everyone turns around like, oh, God, Christ. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. But she didn't care. Yeah. He was from well, he was six points Ray. in his Ray Mysterio mask that was yes. too small for his, <laughs> for his adult head. <laughs> he was like, Edge, you clash the castle. He had that Shoving bloody jumper on, didn't he? Ray. <laughs> his Nana's finest. Oh, what You're a like a face jacket character, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> and Ray swerved him because he definitely couldn't miss him. He's six foot four. He's doing there's all children around. Yeah. And he definitely saw him and went, Nope. <laughs> I'll go to one of the kids. Yeah. But I, if I, I was can't in, So I wasn't gonna talk about that. So what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I can't believe the crowd didn't turn out for the main event of John Morrison versus Jack Swag. <laughs> Is that a main event? My favorite wrestler. What's the main event? Exactly. <laughs> Wamburger. Anyway, so about the belts, what else happened? Uh then we had CJ Perry who want who wants Andrade now. There was <laughs> he was very good. He, he went from being the, like the baddest guy on the planet to like nervous Nelly in like five seconds. Nervous Nelly. Yeah. Was, like, oh, does she want me? I don't. It was an odd one because I don't need Miro heat right now. I think this, the line was said with some guidance. He could become the most handsome wrestler. I think was what you said. <laughs> with some guidance. And we all know that she's married. He's married. I think still there was some stuff on Twitter. Oh there, yeah. So yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I always did think that. Andrade looked a bit like a, a little Miro. I mean that in oh, relativity. Oh, he's oh. still a massive one of us. But she's he's got a, a type. A little Miro. Who's <laughs> oh, she got a type? Incredibly handsome men. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then we Buff had... as hell. Yeah. And can fight backstage. <laughs> <laughs> then we had Tony Nice versus Samoa Joe. Uh, then hey. we had Samoa Joe just battering Tony Nice with a lariat. Okay. Then a muscle buster, and that was it. Um, Lots Tony, of muscles to bust on fairness yeah. and Tony Nese. Yeah, he was going to try and do a workout at the start and then he got interrupted. It's classic stuff. That's oh. why he lost, if he'd be able to do the proper workout. Aye. It must be so weird being him, though, because he's got everything but charisma. That's why CJ's not seen him yet. Yeah, That's there's sorry. time, though, there's time. With some guidance, he could become one of the more handsome wrestlers. <laughs> but then, he, yeah, Samoa Joe is still calling out MGF, uh, which, again, was followed up on, on Dynamite. So that's mm. going to happen, you would assume. I reckon Samoa Joe could have won this match against Tony Nese wearing the suit and with a whiskey. In one hand, he could have wore it wearing. The oh, cl- down at the top rope, just drinking the whiskey. That clown mask he was wearing, that that film thing he did, twisted metal. Aye, he could have worn it with that one, and his eyes could closed. Sweet tooth, and had someone a voice over the PA to all his lines. <laughs> and then we had Willow versus Chris Statlander. Oh, what a banger! Yeah, Willow is infected by the House of Black's mist, but it's not taking as much control as it has of Sky Blue. Yep. She's, she's still fighting it, but there's not as much pep in the step during the intro. I'd yeah. like to see her fight it off and remain a babyface. See, that's a story. To, uh, that's easier for me to understand 
that the House of Black virus is slowly taking her away, so she dances less in her entrance. Then CJ Perry and Miro's like cook fetish. Cook fetish. Um, <laughs> like, how weird is that? Oh, the House of Black, I completely understand the evil cult taking people. Yeah, that's easy. That's, that's Who doesn't understand that? Uh, yeah, but what a great man. This this made it worthwhile watching the three hours of A-Dub. Right. Straight from the 80s, they were trading just trading standing suplexes. They were posing. They were grunting. There was a shoot <laughs> DVD from Willow off Brett's Rope, which was gnarly. Uh, Willow was even doing Brody King's barks and then the cannonball combo, which was very interesting. Yep. Very interesting. Yeah. These two get it. Yeah. And oh. then there was a lovely 450 from Chris Statlander for the win. Yeah. Because yeah. she couldn't hit a normal finisher. 450 was all the stars I gave this match. <laughs> Uh, then we saw an interview with Orange Cassidy uh, where he says he doesn't care about the great Yuda. Then all of a sudden he just goes, how about you meet me and Okada on Wednesday on Dynamite? Uh, That's how they announced the Okada was a few on Dynamite. <laughs> well, well, they're stable mates because Orange Cassidy's in chaos. Vicariously, yes. Because yeah. he's in the best friends. Rocky's there. Yeah, Rocky Romero got the best friends in. So Yeah, so Cassidy's mm, in as well. By the slightest of margins he's in. The think... same way that I'm part... Orange Cassidy's in chaos the same way I'm in Colorholic. <laughs> You're way more in Colorholic than Orange Cassidy's in chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. But yeah, so that's like he doesn't get invited to the parties. Oh, are you are you coming to the Christmas party? Yeah? It's a Christmas party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> and then the main event of Battle of the Belts, we had da uh, Daniel Garcia, Daddy Magic, and Cool Hand Andrew versus the Acclaimed, <sighs> which was a proper house show match. Mm -hmm. It might have been able even described as a Butlins affair. Yeah, uh, which is all the lads getting their gimmicks in and whatnot. There wasn't much to say about it. Uh, I thought the build I've written down here, the build of Garcia's dancing was like the build of Kofi Mania. When he eventually got there, <laughs> everyone went wild. Um, and I thought there was a nice assisted flippy thing. I've called it from the acclaimed for their finish. I don't know what to call it. Assisted flippy assist, that's what they call it on commentary. This is a flippy thing. <laughs> assisted flippy thing Jones over here. Yeah, yeah. Right in the arm bag. Mm. And that was Battle of the Belts. Thank you. Ended it with a house was, show, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Don't know why it exists. Sorry, I didn't watch it, lads. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay, fair enough. I might watch that start under Willow match. Yeah, well, if you have to watch one thing, watch that and just okay. skip the rest. So. And the CJ promo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. With a bit of guidance. It's just because he was like, <laughs> oh, am I handsome? I'm, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't care. Do you remember when Andrade lost his mask in Mexico? And everyone went, right, you'll be fine. Dude, every time that someone unmasks now, like Dr. Wagner Jr. unmasked, everyone was just like, oh. Yeah. Oh, he's a silver king. And he went, no, that's you for wrestling. Uh, Monday Night Roll. Finn Balor and Damien Priest open the show, interrupted by Cody Rhodes. He wants a singles match against Priest, who suggests Crown Jewel. Cody accepts. The rest of JD come out to surround Cody, but Jay Uso runs out to brawl with them on the ramp. Cody beats up Priest at ringside, but JD mucked on Google Me, sneaks up to turn the tide. Priest pilmanizes Cody's ankle. No! How will he finish the story now? His ankle's shattered. Well, Ross, we can't use the actual audio of Cody screaming. We'll get, we'll get I the got, take I got a little fright there. <laughs> Afterwards, we see Jane and Pierce help Cody limp along backstage. Oh, it was a pronounced limp. <laughs> he couldn't even do the angry thing, could he? The... No, no, no. He did that. Late, he did that later on, though. Big style. Ow, ow, Yeah. Ow. It was proper latter-day AEW Cody, this role. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic oh, to see Oh, when he sold back. in the entrance oh, tunnel no. for the whole match, the yeah. ladder match, yeah. But he wasn't on the stage for the entire show. He was backstage. But we knew he was there, and he came out at the end of the show with yeah. his leg in bits, but he still walked because America. Um, <laughs> Adam Cole did it. Shoot. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Or oh, bit... did he? Is the I think he did. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's the another... 
there's a lot of stuff that happened in the show that I wondered, could this have happened like four months ago and we wouldn't have noticed there's been no change? Yep, the JD did a promo. Yep, Cody. Yep. I'm still gutted that they lost the tag titles on Raw last week because I'm like, oh no, I was happy for this change. Mm. Now we're just going to do JD bleep stuff until so, Mania, I guess. So it eased a bit when Reigns was gone, but now he's back. The the Judgment Day and the Bloodline, hap- all that happening and infighting, and, but still dominating and helping them, each other win their matches, it's just too much. <laughs> it just feels like too much. And I get confused over who's feuding with who now and stuff. Maybe I'm just getting old. Does anybody know oh. who's feuding <laughs> with who? who? Yeah. But we learned the Judgment Day have got a clubhouse. The crew in the clubhouse yeah, doing their course, business, said uh, Damien Priest, which was really cool. Mm. Cody mentioned the meme, the meme. Ooh, how does it feel to be interrupted? <laughs> that's all they do at the start of Raw every single week apart from this one. And I did enjoy Jay Uso thwacking Dom upside the head, but then going, how are you doing, pet, to uh, Rhea in one fell swoop. Rhea was... <laughs> oh, no, she was in the opening segment. Didn't she come out to help yeah, with distract Dom. Cody? Yeah. yeah, I was about to say they said that Rhea wasn't there, but she was. She was all over the... Excuse me, she was in multiple segments tonight. Tonight? On yes, because they want night. ratings. So yes. it, was a, it was a classic Texas wrestling angle for a Georgian to get done. Oh, a Texas hell. come Georgian. I've seen that film. <laughs> <laughs> the New Day win a tag match against Gable and Otis. Ooh. Maxine Dupree, a new Alpha Academy member. Akira Tozawa. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you weren't here there last week, Matthew. Yeah, it was you, oh, Did you see Raw last week? Yes. When you weren't here. I didn't see that guy, but go on. When Akira's doing his warm-ups dressed in a certain way and doing certain yeah. mannerisms, who did you think of? I did not think of that guy. <laughs> I thought of no. for, I thought of former Open the Triangle Gate champion Akira Tozawa. <laughs> I don't know if you held that one or not. I love you always bring up his Dragon Gate accomplishments. Apparently he was like a legend. Everyone loved him there. Yeah. Right? Huh. Then they love him here as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's also in multiple storylines. It's really in vogue these days Is to he be in multiple what? feuds. Yeah, he's feuding with the metaphor as well. Yeah. He's Nick Akira. The, Nick the yeah. trophy, didn't he? And this week's NXT. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's a hard-working lad. Though. Everyone's got... It's it's not cool anymore to just be feuding with one person. Yeah. yeah. Weirdo. Uh, where we at? Yeah, that was what uh, happened to start us off. Uh, it did, yeah. There was a, uh, The highlight of the match was that spinning power slam thingy from Xavier Woods, which I don't think he's ever done before. And it was very impressive. Mm. Mm. Such talk, like a Ford Fiesta yeah. doing handy B turns and an icy car. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we wouldn't know about that, would we, Ross? <laughs> and then New Day getting put over strong by pinning Otis clean. Yeah. And Maxine was beside herself on the outside of the ring. This result worried me a little bit. That Chad's it's the, lost. It's the end of the yeah. Alpha Academy push, yeah. They're going to be comedy mm. relief now. Yeah. Back to the back to the comedy mind. You think? Nothing. Akira is involved now. Mm. Yeah, he spent the last several years. It feels like just walking into a shot and going nope and walking yeah. off again. I think he could be the the guy to team up with Otis when Chad does more single stuff. Hopefully, like he could be the the fridge, Ridge the fridge. That's his name, right? Ridge the fridge. I almost forgot his name. The Giovanni then. Vinci. There we go. Of uh, yeah, of the the academy. I I that just was well said sentence. <laughs> and the fact that Otis got pinned clean as well, which doesn't tend to happen. Mm. Which Damn it. You are right. I just don't want to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> Circles must lo- no longer be big in Paris. Well, later on, when Bronson's a big boy, mm. and when he beats his hour, I couldn't work out if Maxine was horrified or intrigued. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> well, as if CJ had said, You're really handsome, you. Yeah, yeah it was like yeah. that, yeah. Uh, also, Wade Barrett says, Gable's actions remind him of Richard Simmons, to which Michael Cole says, How old are ye? <laughs> 
Exactly. The fact that, that Richard Simmons is not a famous comedian. Richard Simmons. Who am I thinking of? No. I thought Richard Simmons was um He was an old like eight I think even seventies like like the you do see going, Yeah, come on, work out in America. I thought he was a comedian ah. as well. Am I thinking of Russell Simmons? Yeah. I'm Russell thinking Simmons. of an African American comedian. Yeah, same, yeah. Maybe that's Russell Simmons. Is it, I already know no, it's much. Richard Simmons. There's a bit not Richard Simmons. There's a bit in D twelve's My Band where it's like I know how to rap, it's simple, but all I did was read a Simmons book, but I don't know oh. who he said, yeah. So R- Richard Simmons looks like this, yeah. The oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, not who I'm yeah, thinking of. Who's Russell Simmons? I don't know if I am thinking of... Could you type in comedian Richard Pryor? Oh, right, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Oh. Who's Russell, <laughs> who's Russell Richard Simmons? Richard Pryor. <laughs> Richard Simmons, very similar. Oh, no idea who I'm thinking of there. No, no way. The guy of Family Feud. Nah, no clue. Nah, that's that's not him or Family Feud. That's, that's uh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. Richard, Russell Simmons' Family Feud. It's a, oh, I beg your pardon. Oh, a it's real, a spin-off yeah. show. <laughs> That's the Battle of the Belts, the uh-huh. Family Feud. The extra wow, bit. his spouse was called Kimora. Who's this guy? <laughs> anyway. This is know. absolutely <laughs> killing the podcast. But don't worry, bring it back. But Michael Cole though. shows that he is not an old man because he says to Wade Barrett, can you survive Five Nights at Freddy's? It killed me hearing Michael Cole saying that because wow. it's the film out. I don't, know, Five what, Nights I don't of know what it is, and I've never played it. It's a scary abandoned. It's just a jump thing. jump scare game, yeah, isn't it? Like, yeah. I remember oh. massive. Remember Joe Hendry back in the day. I think could you play it with a thing on your head? A Kieran trivia box <laughs> <laughs> with a VR headset on your head. I believe so at this point. Yes. I remember him playing it back at the old place when he would yeah. come in. It's one of those things where I was like, "Oh, watch people react to a spooky game." That was like the Citizen Kane mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, okay. So. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Here we are. It's Jackie and Becky, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch is interviewed backstage ahead of her title defense against Indy Hartwell. She mentions her other defense on NXT against Lara Valkyria, but says she can't <laughs> look past Indy tonight. Mm. You make her sound like a disease. Lara Valkyria. <laughs> hey, I've got a bit of the Lara Valkyria. That's why I missed the podcast last week. You know, you know what that might be? That might be Malaria Valkyria. <laughs> <laughs> Malaria Valkyria. <laughs> Uh, right, good segment. Triple H's subtle. No, are you joking? Triple H's subtle booking was coming to the fore once again. Did you see Zia Lee? If you blinked, you would have seen her because you'd have to oh, think about fifty times to have missed her. It, where was she? No, just, I don't know. just yeah, just walking through the back of the shot. On she's, a, oh, she appears later on though. She, she batters kind of later. Yeah. Right? Yeah. she's targeting Becky as well. They had a little standoff. Yeah. I've had people message so me many going, feuds, "So many things. these happened." Somebody messaged me saying, hey, "Did you see that bit backstage? I don't think it was supposed to air." He goes, "What do you mean?" It was Drew McIntyre talking with Rhea Ripley. And I, said, I don't think I was supposed to be on TV. Uh, I'm like, no, no, Triple H loves this Where's Wally Easter egg stuff. And they even showed it on Raw like last week and I had a message from the guy saying, yeah, I don't think it was supposed to happen. So, no, they, they showed it on this next <laughs> Raw. I love you, mate. I wish I was I had that love of wrestling like you do now. And very patronizing. We get a bike. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. Oh, that was very patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you still think it's real? <laughs> I kind of like that in a way. Like, yeah, aww. the magic's still there. You know? Look at you, 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 you. We have to do that. It was just, I think I kicked this little wire here. Oh, right, sorry. Don't we still have that. to do that for this, though, don't we? Pretend it's real. I thought you were going to pretend to like it. I thought you were going to say it as well. No, just, yeah, for storyline plot holes and stuff. Oh, like definitely, that. Yeah. yes. We have to explain the difference. Yes, because we love wrestling. Uh, we got a Viking Raiders vignette. No, we bloody well don't, Matthew. That's right. It says Viking Raiders. That's not. <laughs> that's a plural. Just S means two of them. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, Ivar. Just Ivar. Just Ivar. Ivar gets a singles video package with his other racist mates. Oh my god. He's not racist, is he? 
He just hangs out with them. Oh my god. What's happened? No, don't. Have you not noticed that Matthew's been throwing shade on Valhalla for about three years? Valhalla's just. I know that she. Posting stuff. (laughs) I didn't realize it stretched to Ivar as well. I'm just saying. He's not married to her though. What do they talk about? Hey, you see that Richard Simmons workout DVD? (sighs) Feel these glutes. R wording and pillaging, I imagine. Because oh, they're Vikings. Goodness me. He's um, a Viking. Yes. No. Oh, he's not taking Brian Pillman's name. He's Viking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You know what? I'd love that. No. I'm Viking. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, comes up like Viking. I think one of the hairy bikers is called Psy King. Psy King, yeah. Yeah. And Dave. Oh. <laughs> 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 I think the Geordie one is Cy King Cy King is the Geordie one yeah. Simon no it's not the, it's not Cy King and Dave that's, that's Dave. forget what Dave's surname is Dave yes, had cancer yeah. I think yeah Dave's all right, definitely yeah. some sad news about. I hope, yeah, I hope he's doing fine hmm. Rhea Ripley but talk. yeah sorry there were stories about uh, Ivar turning heads in his singles roles this oh, fed yeah. into that getting a proper singles vignette as well yeah I think he's looked more serious and proper now Doing moonsault stuff, and the crowd go, "Whoa!" Then he wasn't bloody tag. Yeah, Eric's boring promos are getting, you know, yeah, bite them on the ass now. He just sounded bored when he was talking. It's just not good. Talk, I didn't yeah. understand. I, I like Eric in the ring. Yeah, he's like his knees and stuff that yeah. he does. But yeah, at least Ivar's taking advantage of this momentary time to shine, like Kyle Fletcher over in AW. Mm. Mm. Good, good comparison. Mm. Uh, Rhea Ripley talks with Seth Rollins backstage. She offers Seth the JD's help in case Drew McIntyre proves to be too strong. Seth says if Rhea is trying to cut a deal with a champ, he must have lost his faith in Priest successfully cashing in in his briefcase. What? She was full of bollocks here, this Rhea Ripley, you know. <laughs> saying that Rollins' feud with the JD was built on the JD's respect for Seth Rollins. No, you are spell. full of lies and deceit, young lady. You're all right. <laughs> Ripley points out that Seth might be a champ right now. But he isn't the champ. My theory still lives yeah. on. Come on. Maybe he could have a title reign to rival Romans if he accepts her offer. Roland tells her he doesn't want to be anything like Roman. Rhea points out he hasn't explicitly Why, by the way? said no. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I'd point. love to be Roman Reigns me. Who even knows, if I was Seth Rollins. Who knows Roman better than Seth, you know? Mrs. Reigns. Right, yeah. Mrs. Big Dog, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Chief. <laughs> Mrs. The Chief. <laughs> Mrs. The Chief. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so she actually offered Rollins the insurance, which I assume she offered to Drew as well, because she's trying to whizzle wazzle many people at the same time. <laughs> Do you yep. Paul Heyman implied that he slept with Brandy Rhodes, and yes. then and then Cody lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lost it. What the hell? <laughs> and he lost it on the night, didn't he? Thinking it was a possibility. Do you remember how irate Cody was? Oh yeah. If that was me, if I was Cody, I'd be like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Staying of you. See you There's not a hope in hell, is there, Paul? Paul says. <laughs> then Paul goes, there is a chance. He goes, yeah, why? Pulls down his thing to reveal big boy, American <laughs> tattoo. And Paul goes, no. He pulled down his trousers. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Lloyd Boner on the scene, you know. <laughs> They call oh, me Fred Flintstone because I make their bed rock. Oh. <laughs> All right, Little Wayne and whoever else he did that song with back Your in the day. Your money. Yeah, remember who, that? Who, Paul Heyman? <laughs> Honestly, that song had pre-fame Drake and pre-fame Nicki Minaj in it. It's mad. Anyway, right. not a very good song. Though. What song are you talking about? Bedrock. It, oh. it just made a chorus out of that old joke. Oh, baby! Wait, there's a real song with that? Oh, my, that's room, oh, okay. my room is the G-spot. Call me Mr. Flintstone. I can make it Oh, yeah. I just got that from a, a, a Joel Gertner promo. Oh, it's an old... Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so this is the Judgment Day being like... Um, 
Kurt Henning and Ric Flair, 92, with Macho Man and Warrior. Mm. Trying to get both men to be, you know, come on. I think, I think that the setting is ripe for a cash-in in Saudi Arabia. Because both are going to be looking over their shoulder, thinking, which one of us are, is the Judgment yeah. Day going to be with? And neither will be the answer. You said answer really I did, I said answer. <laughs> Not answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's spelled. English. Uh, Natalia approaches Indy Hartwell. That's all she needs. And Kenneth Larray in the locker room and wishes Indy good luck in her title match. <laughs> Stop <laughs> doing this, Natalia. She reveals that Tegan Knox is her. It will be back soon. Before telling Indy she'll be around all night if she wants any advice. It's a weird thing to say because Indy's match is next. Yeah, I was yeah, like, like, hang on, what? Hang on, have you got a spare minute? Like now? Yeah. What would Natalia know about beating Becky Lynch anyway? Ooh. Aye. Oh. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But I hope that this is like a storyline thing and not a real life thing because it would be terribly sad for Tegan to be hurt again if it is real. Natalia's like, have you seen the UK office's Christmas special hmm. where Brent comes back? He's not working there anymore, but he keeps coming back and they're all like, oh, David's here again. I know Natalia. That's a perfect comparison. I know she does still work there, but it's the way she's hanging around all these younger talent going like, good luck if you need any advice. And she's like, yeah, it's me. And they're like, mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, good for her and everything, and she's what, had the most SmackDown matches of anyone in history, apparently. Oh, I, would, I wouldn't Not doubt that, it, yeah. yeah. I heard her sister are weird on social media. <laughs> it cropped up on my uh, Discover page on Instagram. Oh, again. is that <laughs> how it works? Uh, <laughs> I honestly, I don't, I don't know how it's going on my PC. I tell you, Matthew, it's bizarre. It's really bizarre. <laughs> these and these several bookmarks I've got here. I'd, honestly. honestly. The Halloween costumes this year are inappropriate. What are they dressed as? I don't even want to describe it. It sounds so disgusting that I'm going to need the link so I can avoid yeah, it. Hang on, yeah. <laughs> Just so I know what to look out for. It's We've... so tight. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the costume, right? Oh, the costume. Oh, my God. ambiguous. We have Lyra Don't Oscar. smell the pumpkin at this One thing from the crowd. <laughs> Becky, Lee, Becky Lynch somehow beats Indy Hartwell to retain the NXT Women's title. Title? Championship title. Backstage, we see Candice LeRae being ambushed by Zia Lee. Mm. Going, not even Natalia can save you now. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> also, it was a message for Indy, apparently, the, the shoot attack from Zia Lee. Um, but what was the point in doing this match with the amount of promos they were doing for Lyra Valkyria? Yeah. Just felt like it was pointless. Um, but Becky did give Indy a fair bit in this match, even though she was never going to win. Uh, she did a, dev a deadlift powerbomb to Indy, so good for her. I was good luck. I was about to suggest that maybe it was to tie up that loose end of Indy never getting a rematch because mm. she never lost the belt. But... They wouldn't. They could have just ignored that, and they, no one would have been surprised. Yeah. Well, so. coming reports, Becky is doing her best to improve the Raw Women's Division, which we'll right. see later on is missing people at the level of Maybe Becky. So the indie match was like the last bit of toothpaste. Like we know she's dropping the belt tomorrow night. We'll get one more NX, former NXT yeah. star, a bit of a rub from being in the ring with her. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. What yeah, do you mean there's, there's not people on Becky's level? What kind of level? Uh, that bit later. But the promos were great. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Don't don't whimper. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> With, uh, oh, sorry. Backstage, Nick Aldis apologizes to Adam Pierce for throwing him out of SmackDown, admitting it was an attempt to stamp his authority early. Pierce accepts the apology, but throws some shade at Aldis, reminding him that Raw is the flagship brand. Aldis leaves, and Pierce tells the referee to, What security have you got for tonight? What have you got for it? Double it. We'll see how 
doubled it was because they had about two security guards. Because the guy was going to say, what security? Yeah. It was good to see this happen, though, because you're always wondering what they tell the security before they go out there because they're always useless. Mm, so at least we know they tell them what to do and they just can hire you, bad people. Yeah, can you have security be secure? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Pierce hosts the contract signing for the five-way title match at Crown Jewel but says he'll get Rhea's signature later because she's the source of all the chaos recently. It was Nia Jack. She was the source of all the chaos. Mm. Ripley interrupts anyway and says Pierce has set her up but it doesn't matter because none of the women in the ring can beat her. Nijax gets on the mic, but Double R attacks her, starting a brawl. Rhea watches... Double R is Raquel Rodriguez, by the way, not Rhea Ripley. Oh, God, yeah, it's two of them, right? Mm. R squared. Uh, Rhea watches from the outsiders, Nia and Raquel are the last two women standing. Security try to break it up, but Nia gets the last word of the Samoan drop. And it was a shoot one because, you know, obviously security... Oh, I, re- yeah. I really enjoyed how Pierce was in this segment because we've, we've seen a million contract signings. They largely go the same way, but he was trying to do it different because he's the general manager. He didn't want it to kick off, getting them to do it one by one and leaving Rhea backstage. I liked how different it was and, until it wasn't. And, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best plans of Mice and Menna. Mm. But So we had Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Raquel and Zoe Stark, all of whom signed. And they said, Rhea Ripley will be coming later on. And the crowd were like, all right, well, we'll save our pops for then uh-huh. because none of them are anywhere near the Becky or real real level. No, I put those two at the very top, and then after that, it's just everyone's at the same level. It's their own fault though, because the way they, well, I wanted what's the opposite of capitalized? Squandered the uh, Shayna beating Ronda and Zoe splitting off from Trish, yeah, yep. and just immediately putting them in a tag team which went nowhere. Well, it was a tag team that was fed to Nia Jax immediately when she re-debuted, wasn't it? Uh-huh. So yeah. the fact they've squandered that, it's their own bloody fault. They're and, crap. And I was that, about to say, when rubbish. you say, what's the opposite to capitalise? I'm say lowercase. And, <laughs> and the only possible positive of this whole, them all getting fed to Nia when she initially came in, was that I was like, legitimately worried that Rhea would lose the belt to her. So when they had that inevitable match, I was like, going to be fully behind Rhea, and it would have been at least an entertaining match to watch for that reason. But now, this segment made me realise, I don't think Nia's even got a chance. I think it's just going to be clearly Rhea retaining and there's not even any peril. Right. And yeah. I agree with what you said about Zoe Stark. It's like, afterwards, yeah. they've, had, they've had Nia Jax come back and that's just derailed so many other people's pushes. Because yep. it's like, oh, wait, Shayna had that thing after Ronda. Okay, Raquel was obviously going to do something but then didn't. And then it's like, oh, we're having all these people at the same time. There's just not enough room on TV. So they're all at the exact same level. And the highlight of this was Nia saying, I'm going to talk slowly because Raquel is from Texas. Ooh. She wants me. And Raquel just hit her. Yeah. You talk <laughs> like too much. You can use that, Matthew. Yeah. Or oh, that, the new Blink-182 version. Do they have to say you talk too much? What's the Blink one? Like, you talk too much. You talk too much. Oh, I need to watch. Oh, it's okay. a new one. Oh, uh, I have to be up on the Blink. It's the one that when they're dressed as the Ramones or a different one. I'm not... I I'm not in that into Blink's new stuff, and I know it's all nice and that they're friends again and they've overcome so much, and that's lovely, but mm. I'm just not. It doesn't it. sound very Blink. I mean, Green Day are my favourite band ever, and I've not liked anything they've done since about 2004, mm. so, like, you know, it's nothing personal, Blink. I don't know. <laughs> nothing personal. I'm happy shit. that they're touring and they're having a great time. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, so that was a nice bit of wrestling discussion on the wrestling podcast. Let's move on. Ludwig Kaiser reminds Giovanni Vinci that he has to take out Johnny Gargano tonight. Bronson Reed interrupts, allow, 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 and tells them that whatever Gunther is ready for a rematch, he'll be there. Tazawa shows up and wants a match with Bronson, who says, nah. Tazawa chops him and he accepts. Maxine Dupree thinks Tazawa is crazy for doing it. What's he doing? He's mad. He's mad him. Silly little sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Silly little Billy. I know, what's he playing at? I like it, though. I like it as a gimme. Just mm. taking on far bigger men. I guess this is what they yeah. all talk about. You, you, you got to step on a few eggs, haven't you, backstage mm. in the WWE to make things happen for you. Sounds weird. That's like, that like something that Tali would be doing on a, a channel. <laughs> <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa returns to stop Ludwig Kaiser interfering on Gargano's match with Vinci. Gargano wins and DIY celebrate together. 
I'm glad we got this happy ending because as soon as Johnny Gargano came out, they went, let's look at Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. The, it felt strangely low-key, but I guess it's because Chamba had already... Chamba and Gargano had both already made their returns and it just kept getting derailed by injuries. So mm. maybe they just want to get it back on track. Right. Really enjoy Chamba's new gimmick of bringing back the misfits in action. What's he, he's dressed exactly like Corporal Cajun. Oh, All he's right. missing is the curly blonde hair. And obviously taking I'm off his sorry. beard as well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but are those pants? Straight out of the Misfits in action. That was my main thing to take away from this match. Of all the... <laughs> you know, it's a good match, you know. That's the thing to take away from it. Of all the legendary tag teams throughout wrestling history, the Misfits in action really don't get mentioned that often. And it's a shame. Or stable. In tag teams? Say. I was going to say. Stables. What, did they win the tag belts? I don't know. I can't picture I think, them. Nah. I think and which variation would it? Because it had huge... Huge erection. Yeah, massive, general massive penis. I think uh, major guns. US title. Major guns. Yeah. Major, there. Last yeah. Of, Corporal Cajun. Cajun. The wall? The general loco. A wall. A wall. That was the one good one of the group. A wall. Um, GI bro. Was he in it? Very, very briefly. Right, yes. okay, right. And they went, what the hell are we doing with Booker May- T? And took him out. Yeah, yeah. General loco. That was Charlo. No, Lieutenant, Lieutenant loco. loco. Lieutenant loco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get the alliteration. Oh, Sorry. Corporal Cajun. And of course... Is it General Stash? Because it's supposed to be oh, Private yeah. Stash. Oh, yeah. But, but he didn't want to be a private. Van Hammer went, I don't want to be a private. <laughs> so he's, <laughs> Fictional so his military so his group. His name just didn't make sense. General Stash? That's what the hell is general. that? Is that a convenience store? I think Rection won the US title at one point. He did. Yeah. That which, was you with Scott which, Steiner. I can't believe that Logan Paul's going to hold the same belt as General Hugh J. Rection. I used to be a proper wrestler <laughs> back in the day. That was good time, though. Yeah. They also had the, <laughs> they also had the crazy <laughs> grandpa. For a bit. Oh, who, yeah. Who, in one match I watched for my weirdest episodes, oh, no. he got hit by Conan and was just flattened. It was a classic matchup, the Misfits in Action versus the Filthy Animals. Yeah. And Dr- then... Dream. <laughs> then they're like, after the match, they're like, Major Guns, Grandpa's like unconscious, do, revive him, give him mouth to mouth. And she goes down all like, ew, no, obviously. And then she goes to give him mouth to mouth and he grabs her in like what I described on the video as an alligator death grip. Like he's like, ah, and she's like, no. And they all drag them apart. And the misfits are all like, grandpa, you're so wacky. I'm like, that was a terrifying situation Aye. for Major Gun. General carry on grandpa. Yeah, I remember him. Scary. A good character. Yeah. He's probably dead now. Oh, almost uh, certainly. Oh, he will be, yeah. Yeah, 20 years ago. Imagine if he's alive. Oh, fair play. Like, oh, wow. Uh, what the hell are we talking about? Nakamura now. Hey, Nakamura says Ricochet was a worthy opponent. Ha <laughs> ha, he's so funny, that lad. <laughs> um, but now he wants to face someone who will set him free. Mm. What does it mean? <gasps> Is it a newish gimmick? I don't know. I think it means someone who will set his violent spirit free. Oh. Someone he can have a hardcore match with. Who will play his violent spirit? Maybe it'll be Hugh Morris. <laughs> <laughs> just same words now, aren't we? <laughs> No, it was just a bit of an ambiguous promo, wasn't it? Like, what's, what's that song? On? Set me free. In the 90s, yeah. It's a good one, though. Oh, yeah. They always play on Metro Radio, don't they? Yes, they do. Oh, oh yeah. 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 When you're That's it. That comes up singing that next week. Can't remember where it was, but I recently heard, uh, like, a shooting star by Flip and Phil. Oh, like, that's what a song. Yeah, yeah. Where were I? I don't even know. God. Maybe it was just on shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> Logan Paul is here. Oh. And talks about how he's going to beat Ray at Crown Jewel. Dom arrives and says he can't wait to see Logan beat up his dad. He could barely be heard over the booze. Ow, I was Which was reportedly token. piped in. They were. No, this week. no, no. Sean Rossap was going on a tirade on X, which I don't like to see. So I don't like going on X that much now. Um, just see my mentions. Don't look at the main page. He's saying like, no, they were piped in. I don't think they were, but they definitely lowered the mic again, which I'm all right with. But now I, thought I don't think more, the piping. In I thought it was more obvious than normal this week that they were piped in and the mic really? was lowered. Yeah. 
go off throwing discussion, eh? This is what wrestling's about. Did they pipe in fake noises or not? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Logan invites Samantha Irvin in the ring and wants her to announce him as the next United States champion. She refuses, and Ricochet runs out to attack the bad guys. Logan pulls Dom to safety. It was a segment that happened in Raw this week. That's uh, all I've got to say about it. I like the fact he tried to get Samantha to say he was the new US champion. That's a good bit of poo-housery there from Logan Paul. Yeah. Is that supposed to be some sort of ironic joke? Because he had that boxing match, the guy who wouldn't stop talking about his missus. Oh, no, it's and he... now he's doing it to her. To no, because it started evil. before that. He thing beat, he Logan, he beat, Logan, he beat uh, Ricochet at SummerSlam, didn't he? Yeah, he and, and, and that was, Samantha oh. was a factor in that feud. And that, I think, was before all this stuff with the boxer. Yeah. With the boxer. Dylan Dunn is the non-boxer. Yeah. Aye. But yeah, when he was cutting his promo about the boxing stuff, I know there is an audience for that, but I was just like, why is he why is he airing all this laundry in our wrestling yeah, ring? He went on for ages, didn't he? <laughs> ah, and you know, I then I did. Toss. No, and this I guy did know. this, and this guy's like, like well, I don't care. Unless it's Butterbean. Uh, I... Yeah. That's more like it. Oh, it's, come on. Look, sorry, so don't ask for much. He's All getting right. fit again, but I've been a soldier the other day. He's really? trading with somebody. Is it Anthony Agogo? It was. Oh. Mm. Friend of the channel. Aye. <laughs> no, no, Anthony Agogo, friend yeah. of the channel. I, know, I was laughing because it's true. Oh, right. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's a real thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I believe nice friend of the channel and specifically friend of Ross Tweddle. Aye. Aye. He went to a Dury Press event when we worked at the other place where my, one of my T-shirts, which what was a brave move, I thought, at the time. <laughs> Who's going to mess with him? That's it. Cody Rhodes. Oh, that's right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm he's training Butterbean and well, having a hand in mm. getting Butterbean he's back. He's seen a state of boxing now and was like, oh yeah, I can make a comeback. Yeah. Mm. So I have an exhibition, it's fine. Absolutely. <laughs> Chelsea Green and Piper Niven face Natalia and her mystery partner, Nikki Cross, who's on the Eckies. <laughs> uh, she spends the whole match staring nah, at the hard camera. Ketterman, Ketterman, isn't it? Yeah. Not an upper. Ketterman can't keep you. Nikki eventually leaves, allowing the champions to pick up the win. Worst oh. tag partner ever. <laughs> yeah. There was a line on commentary where I think it might have been Wade said, Captain Lou Albano did the same as Nikki here in 1998, but it was a bit <laughs> different. What did that mean? <laughs> yeah, that could mean anything. I know. <laughs> I know it's just a bit of an in-joke, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Lou Albano in 98. Yeah, walking away and wandering around looking distant. Oh, yeah, there was a... Really weird thing. Mick Foley's DVD has the match between Terry Funk and Cactus Jack, I think, is he? Captain? Whatever. Mick Foley on a Raw 97 where it's a big old brawl. It's really cool. Apparently, on the commentary, Cactus Jack says Lou Albano just came out and started wandering around. And he, uh, he was, he's not shown on the cameras. <laughs> he started wandering around the crowd and I'm not even sure if he was booked or not. <laughs> Maybe that's what And I don't know. I, I, yeah. Someone was up with him. About it that sounds period. like it might have been yeah. the reference to that. It was a weird thing to hear about. When you just said there that Funk and Foley had a brawl on Raw in 97, just in the middle of a Raw. It just made me really sad about wrestling these days. Like, why can't it just be like that again? Why can't it be electrifying? <laughs> we had Ricochet Nakamura last week. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sanitised brawl. Yes, he jumped off the thing, and that was cool, but... Ugh. He said the really cool line, though. Did you see it when he walked past the hurricane last week? And he was just like, stand back. When Ricochet walked yeah, past yeah, the hurricane yeah, backstage, yeah, yeah. in the midst of the brawl, he was like, stand back. Because that's his line. <laughs> But, <laughs> <laughs> when Terry Funk went over to Lou Albano backstage, you're wrong. Go away, you asshole! <laughs> <laughs> His famous catchphrase. Uh-huh. Do you reckon, that, yeah, when you're, you're a handsome chap, does that sort No, because Roman bucks that trend, doesn't he? The, the Kavorka, the, the, you know, bit of, bit of bants about you, that leaves your person. No, I think, it, I think it's quite random. Because, yeah. I mean. That's all we have in this room, isn't it? <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I think. Smoldering. Um, <laughs> LA Knight. Quite handsome. He is, yeah. Loads of co-worker. 
the inventor of it. The rock, ugly bastard. Who'd he ever beat? Yeah, I've just disproved myself there. Right. <laughs> Backstage, Drew McIntyre, who is full of a cavorker, mockingly sympathises with Jay Uso for losing his tag title last week. He warns Jay that whatever he does to Sammy tonight is his fault. Elsewhere, The Miz complains to Pierce that he hasn't had anything good to do for weeks. Uh, Pierce doesn't go, you haven't had anything good to do for years, mate. Oh! He says that Nicole disrespects him. <laughs> There's a bit of a vibrato on that. Oh! But Rhea Ripley interrupts to sign Pierce's con. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On track for the crown jewel title defense. She wanders off and sympathizes with Dom, whose gorgeous face was hurt by Ricochet. Good bitch. Rhea's words, not mine. Yeah, he says gorgeous. That's what says her. Gorgeous I, face. Jack, think it is a handsome face. I think Dom's got, like, a pretty face. But I don't know gorgeous implies, like, ravishing. And I don't think he's like that. He's not ravishing. His face, he could be ravished. His face is plate-like, in my opinion. Plate-like. Plate-like. A big, Jesus. big old circular plate. <laughs> is that a good thing, a bad thing? I don't know. It's better than my face. I'm not here to cast Shut up. You've got a lovely face. No, I've not got a lovely anything. How are we? We've Shut up, you. Faces, lads. Come on. <laughs> this um, legitimately happened once. Where between was, sitting on your face was, and Dom's, I'm sitting on you. It was me, Joel. Because ah, it's more cushion, isn't it? It was me, Joel, <laughs> Dan, James, and Owen. A few of the lads from the office, and we've been to Sunderland to watch the playoff final on the Oh, big well, we're in, we've got nice faces for <laughs> Sunderland standards. <laughs> I was going to say, that maybe joke was like the biggest goal you've ever maybe, seen. Maybe that's, what it, maybe that's what inspired it. But we all found ourselves <laughs> sat outside a pub. Obviously, Sunderland had just won and been promoted. So everyone's, it's the nicest mood I've ever seen on a night out in Sunderland. Like, everyone was in a lovely mood. And for some reason, I think Dan started it. Yeah. Yeah. She starts going, like, we're all handsome lads, aren't we? Oh. I hey, as long as you can just feel handsome. <laughs> I don't know what had happened, but I think we just had one too many and it just became all telling each other we're handsome. Oh, that's nice. They were sat outside of Weatherspoons looking at someone with a rag tail and no teeth at the same time. <laughs> we're all handsome, aren't we? <laughs> let's, let's move to some. 
That's the one thing I learned, well, of many things I learned when I was at uni, but the rat tail lives in Sunderland like nowhere else in the world. This is only yeah. 10 years ago. So many people have got the old rat tail going at the back Before of their Before it came back into fashion in cool places like Newcastle, Bishop Auckland oh, lads love the mullet. Like cool like, no, we're not going off the rat tail, but the mullet was like a non-ironic in bit of expression cool there. Places like Newcastle. No, I just feel bad because sorry, we can't all be Sunderland. I just the only thing that I prefer about Sunderland is the football. I've got to support the football team, but Newcastle is a better city. Yeah, it's, oh. well, Ross is a fan of the city. So. I like Sunderland. Yeah, it's it's uh, MJF says it, I'm your scumbag. That's my poo hole. Right. <laughs> I think. Probably helps that that's where you went to uni. Good, yeah. good memories. Oh, yes. Mm. Few and far between. You went to UCLan? Yeah. Was that Preston? Yeah. Like Preston? No. <laughs> okay. Why? That's why I like Newcastle. <laughs> North, right. There's there's good Northwest people and there's bad Northwest people. Right. And most of them live in Preston. <laughs> <laughs> Miserable, near crack having. I thought Preston was one of those towns where they, all the old men have loads of crack. I just oh, imagine. Right, I, oh, everyone's right. Everyone's too busy smoking it. Huh. Everyone's either got 17 greyhounds or 47 pigeons in their back mm. garden. I wish. I'd rather talk to them. Mm. <laughs> uh, Drew McIntyre is still very much uh, validating everything he's saying at the moment. He's not from the northwest or northeast. He's from proud Scotland, and so he's miserable. <laughs> but yeah, you you're right. He's vindicated. Yeah, I know how it feels to have the bloodline cost me a championship. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, like, if it wasn't for laugh like that. If it wasn't for you, Sammy wouldn't be here on Raw. So anything that happens to Sammy is your fault. Another good point. I All thought right. I, I disagree. I thought this one was Drew leaning a bit more heelish than usual. He felt like he was sticking the knife into Jay when things looked like they'd been smoothed over a That'd little bit. That'd be a good angle on That's because Jay wronged him in the past. Yeah, that is yeah. true. That is true. Oh, you lost your title. Oh. Oh, good, Jay. Yeah, he's right though. Everything he should, he's saying is right. He should Yeah, they've done the right thing by not just having him be alright with Jay. He should hate him forever mm. and ever. So should Cody. He should. Well, yeah. Mm, he yeah. Should. Maybe. He's just, he's just got a different view. If yeah. Cody ever welcomes Solo Secure yeah, yeah. back in, that's when we know it's all gone <laughs> wrong. Say more Jordy if you try. Ah, sounds like time. he's from the North East. Solo Secure. Oh, beautiful. I'm from Gateshead. <laughs> I went to school in Pruder. I don't know why. <laughs> the bloodline. Uh, Drew McIntyre beats Sami Zayn after distraction from Rhea, who is very distracting. Later backstage. Why is that, Matthew? I got grief last week. Why is that, Matt? For... You got grief? What for? I wasn't uh, here. Like, going, oh, my job. sky blue, so hot. So <gasps> Did you, you little yeah. pervert? <laughs> <laughs> right, but Shocking. You, but then when you do about Rhea Ripley... Well, oh, I do it, it's all right. Why? Just is. Uh, fair enough, yeah. Get away with it. Says the end of the notes, because Matthew... What an arse! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not rubbing my, my knees under the table like Vic Reeves on Shooting Stars, that's why. <laughs> Drew looked the dog's bollocks in this oh, match. Oh, yeah, yeah. Things back on track, slowing things down yes. and being really much more healy in his offense than he was, uh, not just last week, but just not last, in the most got recent mm. past yeah, times. You got, yeah, you got it. Got it. Get out, Ross. Because you know what? Because Drew is also distracting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Great ass. Mm. Oh, true. I love, I love what you complain. Um, <laughs> he might have lost this match, though, were it not for the distraction of Rhea Ripley. Mm. As mm. she showed the benefits she could have if he aligned right. with them. Mm. I, I like this stuff. It's good. Mm. Doing yeah. well. Look, look what I could do for you. Mm. The sunset bomb out of oh. the white noise attempt on the middle rope by Sammy to Drew is my move of the week, Joel. Oh. It has not uh, been topped. Uh, uh, yeah. 
I don't know I'm doing that because it's already been a bit. I watched it back for the first time recently and it, it goes on for an uncomfortably long time, oh, that, that sting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing you do every week. Yeah. How long is it? <laughs> Must be over 10 seconds. Ooh. It's like it's a full on tune. Like, I want to know. I want to know when you filmed it and how much preparation. No, it was made by someone watching. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. How did they get you doing all the? Oh, oh my! Don't ask that question, Josh. What's, what's okay. the podcast in it? Yeah, fair enough. The Kavorka, the sexual <laughs> Kavorka <laughs> yeah. in this room. Ellie Knight and NXT could have given him enough footage for. You've got. But it, on that segment, you can see you like saying the words. Yeah, you you recorded yourself doing it. Yeah, sure. did I? Oh, did Richard make it? I think so. It was that long ago. I've got no idea. I thought uh, someone sent it in. I'm pretty sure you, you, I must have you did it, it yourself. Really. I can't remember. Joel, <laughs> Joel's rude correction <laughs> of the week. He's like flashing up on the screen, isn't he? And fading yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe it was then. I honestly thought it was someone sent it in. That's what all yeah. the segment starters are. Right, I was going to say, I didn't realize we've got a new one. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, well, thank oh. you, Ross. And, oh, and that, Ross. Thanks to me for some awkward... Yeah, well, crap. Yeah. Well, then Ross made the thing so he could complain about it. I think people like the little peek behind the curtain. I appreciate that. I hope so. I can't remember when it became a thing. It's been a couple of years. You look very different now. Did I have a beard? No. Well, no. it's pre-autumn so. 2021 then. Wow. That's when I started growing. How was the change? There you go. No, yeah. so when they make you in the 2K games, and they'll put the year next to you. <laughs> beard, next Ross. to the 17 different John Cena's. <laughs> um, Nick, all this is chatting with the Cowie girls. Oh, all, the, all that's on drugs tonight. Pierce shows up and admonishes him for trying to poach his superstars. I'm trying to they purchase drugs on the premise. <laughs> <laughs> Aldis says he was about to leave, and Pierce thinks that's a good idea. Nick Aldis, no relation to Nick Liddles, walks past in her oh, trance God. when Pierce needs a drink. Any um, relation to Nick Morrison's? <laughs> um, contract tampering, tapping up. Yeah. It's like Ashley Cole and whatever Tony Khan referenced on Twitter recently. Yeah. I love a contrast storyline. Yeah. <laughs> what was he referenced? Yeah. Who was it? It was Swerve and oh, oh uh, Regal. Oh yes, Billy Regs. Mm. Um, but I but I do like again Pierce's performance here. I think he's very good. I don't know what to think of it generally because I do still think. What made you think it's not going to build a Survivor Series? Because I do think the friendliness this yeah. week on Raw. All oh, this time, this time for it. There's still a little bit of needle. I think it'll be happening after Crown Jewel. Right. They're, just, they're, they're getting the stove ready. Yeah. They're getting the ingredients, looking at the back of the packet, putting it in the bin, getting about a few minutes later because they've already forgotten it. That's what they're at now. And after Crown Jewel, they'll start cooking. Fair enough. Sounds good to me. Mm, I'm glad. Bronson Reed beats Akira Dezawa. Uh, oh, you bastards. Maxine Dupree is horrified on the outside. Backstage, Alpha Academy hang out with the New Day and DIY. Dezawa is sore after his match, but they give him a custom WWE... Dallas Cowboys title to cheer him up. He does his weird little moves in a paid bit of I don't know. That's a Longhorns, is it? Sorry. Boom. The wrong thing. Oh, right. That's just Texas generally, isn't it? Throw up them yeah, Hanson, horns. Hanson used to do all the time. Stan Hanson, not the boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dallas Cowboys is that one. Is blue uh, that one. What, you point your head? The blue star. Uh, oh, is um, that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought you liked Texaco. All right. Yeah, <laughs> But this was a weird segment. It felt like they were all meant to be having like jolly babyface chat. But I found it just a bit strange. Because it was half an advert. And uh, yeah, New Day show up. It's either going to be a really good match or it's going to be an advert nowadays. Yeah. Hey, hey there's lost, but here's some Pizza Hut. Nobody Dallas is the Cowboys. Does that mean like shoot? <laughs> I guess so. Oh, no. To be Dallas. Oh, we know oh. something about Sean and Dallas. 
Do we? Back well, you went to see the, the place where he got shot. Oh, Big JFK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big JFK. I was referencing his the, wrestling uh, name. I was referencing the, uh, the the TV show. That ended with a big shooting. Oh. Yeah. What, who shot JR? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That could have gone either way. Well done. We did both. <laughs> <laughs> you know who did both? Richard Simmons. <laughs> Prior, I think you'll find yeah, out. Richard Pryor, sorry. sorry. But we did they both show him. One of them showed the president, you wouldn't show the guy of Dallas. <laughs> this is where we learned that they were. What's his face? Chad Gable said to Tazawa, I'll turn you into a great tag team wrestler. Feed into what you said earlier that maybe Chad will go off and That's do. It. He'll be the Gunter of. Right. He'll be the uh, Sheamus, uh, the Brutes. Uh, whatever. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully it is like that at, at the very yeah. least. Oh, yeah. it's going to get a Mulan tribute. He's going to make a man. How do you? I'd take, I'd that, take that as well. Not see Mulan. No, it's one of the ones oh. I've not seen. There's a bit that really popped me. Uh, I've only seen it once as an adult as well. I think I was probably about like twenty. But it's the bit where the giant bloke just pulls the bad guys towards him on the rope, and I thought that was a, an excellent visual gag. Mm. Works better if you've seen it. Mm. A yeah. visual gag. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> who'd have thought? On a podcast. Uh, I'm just wondering what it was about. The bad guys are over there. <laughs> they're on like islands or something. The bad guys are over there. There. They're over there. And one of the good guys is massive. So they're all taunting, going like, wait, you can't get us. And he just drags the island over somehow with a rope. Oh. Slowly and calmly. It was played by big JFK. Yeah, his yeah. final role. That's right. <laughs> In the main event, Damien Priest beats Jey Uso after interference from Finn Balor. They prepare to pillman eyes. No, king eyes. Jay's leg King too. King eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's beautifully done. Lexus eyes. Lexus. the plural of Lexus. But Cody hobbles out to make the save. Angry stomp. He beats Priest up with the chair and tries to kingonize his leg. But Bala puts a stalemate to safety. I'm, I'm not sure if you followed that because I've tried to update it. But... Everyone's try- So we're going to get a, like a leg for a leg match or something? Don't tell oh them. Oh, God. It is Halloween season. Yeah, oh, yeah. the fake leg that they pay all the money for. <laughs> Kevin Nash is there as a special friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, we, we need a raw main event without a running. Just one. Uh, Don't be yeah, silly, yeah. Rob. What? It, it is what just, are you talking about? You're just waiting for it to happen. And I'm convinced now Cody's got the pencil. Oh. Because that was straight from the AEW Cody verse. He's been, had his leg shattered early in the night. Out he comes and fighting for America and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't an AEW segment because the crowd cheered. Unlike <laughs> that one time they had that bloody grab the brass ring match. When Cody was there on the ramp, yeah. was that the ramp? Yeah, the oh, everyone could see me on the hard cam shot, my leg. Ah, and then he came back. Oh, Cody for America, he's coming. The crowd like, boo! We want Pentagon to win. Shut up. I think that was accidental. He didn't know the crowd could see him. He's <laughs> blonde hair. Or did he have the dark yeah, hair at the time? Red and yellow bright <laughs> giant ten foot cape. I tell you what, though. Priest getting the fall over Jay was powerful. That's yeah, what I've written down. Yeah, that's big. That Jay is taking a pinfall. They've been protecting him quite a lot. Clearly been moved by that pinfall I have on Raw this week. Mm. I'm glad. Uh, missed a segment off just before with Drew and Ron's, by the way, where oh, they're both we... being paranoid, yeah? And they both yeah, have, yeah, yeah. They both agreed. I've, I've mentioned that, yeah. yeah. He just not read out, Matthew. Oh, Drew McIntyre beat Sami Zayn. Oh, they back said, Seth and Drew insult each other for needing the Judgment Day's help. They both insist they're fine on their own. Aye. So that's a crucial that's plot point. Mm. A crucial plot point. Cash in. The Crown Jewel. Mm. Do you think? I hope, I'll be old until July. <laughs> <laughs> exactly one year after he won the thing. No. I think that we, I agree. That would make a lot of sense for people to watch Crown Jewel because right now it's like, eh. Seth needs to drop it in time to beat Roman at WrestleMania. 
Oh, he's still up. Oh. He needs to drop it in time for Drew to have a good heel run, so then Sammy can beat Drew at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think Which I need. I'm... I think I need to drop the Seth theory. <laughs> no, because imagine how good you'll feel when you're right. But I am less conf- yeah, I'm true. less confident in Sammy now after this week's roll as mm. I was last week's roll. The pecking order has been quite competitive, and he's slipped just below yeah. it. Yeah, mm. Mm. his mate's gone, isn't he? So yeah, it's not helped either of them really. Oh. Mm. Now we're sad. You know what? Cheer us up. NXT Halloween Havoc Night One. Oh, <clears throat> after a lovely sing song, Shotzi and Scarlett. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was well. going to say. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was Shotzi at first. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever it was. Vam- uh, sorry, New Year's Day plays Vampire with a Y. Mm. Uh, bring back- oh, Yampire. <laughs> no. Vampire. <laughs> 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 like an old Yampire Jones. <laughs> bring back Poppy is all I'm saying, because that, yeah. that lip sync was awful. Poppy was did it live. Poppy rather than this. <laughs> Poppy did, Jesus. Poppy did it live, didn't she? I think she was live, but a band was not. Okay. <laughs> so at least we got that. Well, they, they're playing vampires, they're live and dead. Charlotte <laughs> and Shotzi as Pinhead from Hellraiser. Oh, Very right. Nice. I didn't include that because I didn't know. She looked the Do you not know Hellraiser? Pinhead? I, mean, I no? recognised that she was all the things. Yeah, she I... said she, did the, she even did the line. We have such sides to show you. I thought she was like... That's how we said in the film, was it? We got such sides to show you. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> it's me, Pinhead. And it was Scarlett being... Uh, I haven't written down. Oh, right. She had like oh, a slit on her throat, and okay. I think she was just a spooky lady. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. They changed costumes multiple times. Yeah, they did. They did. It's like watching uh, the darkness. Uh, anyway, so Roxanne Perez uses Kana James's own loaded bag against her to win the Devil's Playground match. She reveals a smashed brick inside. It was yeah. a shoot brick this <laughs> week. <laughs> it really it was, was definitely rubber last week, but this week, how it shattered into several pieces like Cody Rhodes' leg. <laughs> it was definitely a real brick this week. Yeah, it was. So it wasn't like Cody Rhodes' how leg. How could it not be a shoot brick? It was. A, there was a pop rocks <laughs> after, the, after, after the shot, <laughs> which broke the brick. I... One of those ones that they like that broke over... Oh, Scott Hall broke on Steve Austin's leg in 02. And it was like it was like a bath bomb. It's like crumbly. Oh, yeah. my leg. Was it who did it? Was it Ambrose and Rollins? I seem to remember had the breeze blocks. Oh, and there yeah. was the stomp into it, and I think they sort of smashed before impact. Maybe yeah, I might yeah. be misremembering that completely. Which you'd hope, to be honest, rather than no, we're using the real <laughs> breeze. No, <laughs> these wrestlers are too soft these days. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Captain Lou Albano would have done that in '97. <laughs> that's why he was wandering <laughs> around, not knowing where he was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> weird that Roxanne was Freddy Krueger. And Keanu James was Keanu James. She didn't dress her. As far as I, I could she tell. it was Halloween. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. I don't know why they went with Devil's Playground match. Because the wheel said so. Yeah. yeah but they had no choice, uh, yeah, Matthew. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Devil's Playground. Like, is this because we had a bunch of stuff from that, the Fiend storyline from years ago? Or just it's here? Just... Oh, okay. I guess so. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know, but the action was scintillating in this. <laughs> hey, did you think Booker was like at least in the opening few stages? He was kind of cheering for Kiana over his own daughter. Oh, I never heard that. He was just trying to say something and keep coherent because Booker just spent the most of the night going, "Well, this is really good." Ma- yeah, he did a lot of that this week in particular. I don't think he had any idea what was happening. <laughs> I think he forgot it was Halloween, showed up and someone dressed up and goes, oh no. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have had that cookie. <laughs> uh, but either was the shoot laptop shot to the back of Roxanne by Kiana, which you knew it was real because she then had to snap the laptop with her hands after doing the shot yeah. to the back. Uh, Roxanne was using the monkey bar 
to swing a nail shoot drop kick, which I thought was inspired usage of the uh, the apparatus at play. That's not what I'm doing now. The, re- the Russian leg sweep onto the toddler's slide, which was covered in blood. Of course, yeah. Which means a toddler with a bloody ass went down that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Those bloody ass toddlers. <laughs> and then we had the Up to no good as usual. We had the power of Kiana James being able to shoot rip off the seesaw from the yep. seesaw frame. And that's all I've got. How did here. Kiana get that massive like welt on her head? Didn't she have one towards the end? I don't know. Like a mark and she on did her have that. Forehead. It was brutal, didn't it? Although where she got it from. It wasn't the brick. It was pre-brick shot. But pre-brick. But the brick was real, as we all know. That, that Could be the shoot, the shoot drop kick, yeah. yeah. No, the yeah. laptop oh. was at the back. Oh, yeah, you're right. And sorry. that was on Roxanne as well. Yes. Kiana had to pick it up and snap it with her hands to show it was real. <laughs> she could arrest them, reveal. <laughs> I don't know why I had to write that down about the toddlers with their asses. <laughs> oh, that oh. was a pre-planned. That was in your notes. There it is there. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's worse. There it is there. Toddler <laughs> with a bloody arse used <laughs> that thing. <laughs> There's one bugger just tapped down and goes, yeah, wait, why is it? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Hello, Deliveroo. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy match to begin with. Lots of Jackie, Dan, Jackie Chan stunts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the main man would have done them back in the he day. He would have definitely done this. If you, you've gone to fight with him in a playground <laughs> when he's playing a police detective and there's a crazy <laughs> drug deal taking place at the devil's playground, he would have done exactly the same spot. Oh, oh, there's no improvisational weapons around. Oh, get him away from that swing <laughs> yeah. ball. He battered them. Yeah, you'd fight him in the desert at this point. <laughs> in a sit-down interview, Kamala Hayes denies attacking Trick Williams. Liar! <laughs> yeah, the entire night was that, wasn't it? He says he would have won the match even if Trick was in it and dedicates his victory to him before cutting the interview short. He's like, nah, I don't need to be talking about this. He is the Triple H to tricks Shawn Michaels from the SummerSlam 2002 uh, build. It's exactly what they're doing. Mm. It's been a while since Shawn Michaels shoehorned himself into a storyline. This is what he's going to do. Like a week. Um, but yeah, because he ends the promo by saying, when push comes to shove, i got to do what i got to do. And he did what he did, I think, personally. I thought that as well until later, and I thought, are they laying it on too thick? Are they making it too obvious that it was Mellon? Well, I don't because they threw a red herring out there at the end of the segment as well because he, he, he does a shout out a trick, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which you know would you know the, the idiots watching it would throw them off the scent. Would Not it? Like those smart guys. <laughs> also, oh no, it was in the Ilya one later on. Sorry, he said I didn't do that. I was too busy putting a devil mask on an AEW and attacking <laughs> people, so it couldn't have possibly been me. Scarlet reads tarot cards to an unimpressed metaphor. Unimpressed, they were very. Dar was, was Dar very was, scared. Dar was unimpressed. No, he was the skeptic. He says, ah, "We pay money. Good. What was it? We pay the money to hear the good news, not the bad news." Yes. That's a good line, though. Yeah. Dar tries real. to calm the others down, telling them not to believe any of it. And as they argue, Akira Tozawa sneaks in and steals the cup. You're right. I was too busy being distracted by the cards. Is <laughs> it? He's a master thief. He yeah. was. Um, he told Dar a few weeks ago. Oh no, sorry. He told two other members of the metaphor. Let Dar know that I'm looking for him, and they like waved him away. But he, he's he's here now. So he is. He's, he's not a liar. The second person to steal the Heritage Cup. It's not as fresh a storyline as they want it to be. It's very stealable. Yeah, but is that the first time these cards have been right in the history of humankind? <laughs> Other than being like, tell us a few things about yourself before we sit down. Right, right. Oh, I can picture a dad you just told me about two minutes ago. No? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mary like Jonathan Edwards, what I get. Jonathan Edwards. That was the guy, right? He used to do the... That's uh, the Olympic uh, long jump. No, no, no. That's how I remember the guy's name. Cause it's also the name of the Olympic long jump. I went jumper. to school with Jonathan Edwards' son. Oh. Yeah. El Gio. El Gio del Jonathan Edwards, yeah, yeah. Had to take his place in a rugby match once because he didn't bring his gum shield. I think on purpose. Ooh. Damage his running legs? 
Well, that's absolutely true. His running legs, jumping legs. Whatever. I think he came second in the triple jump in the year. And I think that was... God, mm. that must have been painful for Jonathan. Yeah, David yeah. Samaranty. My son. Kids. Second A letdown. <laughs> I think the tallest lad in the year won, and he was tall. But anyway. He just walked. Oh, he just took a three step. strides. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Done. Uh, yeah. What we talk about. Oh, here we go. That don't get silly. Uh, Lexus King wins his debut match against... Hey, Dante Chen, the real one. One of the real ones of NXT, yeah. yes. Good lad. Fraser was unimpressed. With Lex King's so presentation, I, I oh, felt really? yeah, yeah uh, it was weird because I actually really liked that you promo. The yeah. videos were really good. I was like, yeah. oh, he's watching Saturday Night, whatever, a dark. All right, and then he did that one promo. Goes, I'm sick of being compared to me dad, and he got his own shows, become my own guy. I was like, wow, it's actually a good promo by this idiot. This is great, and he comes out and goes, uh, <laughs> this idiot, <laughs> he's dumb. Uh, and he had this just weak thing and uh, gave him some weird spots to do. I don't think... No, 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 Matthew. Go on. As we all know in the wrestling, the best finishers are the ones that take upwards of four steps to put on. (laughs) So you've got to get them up and then walk them over to the ropes and then hang them on the ropes while still hooking the head and then swing one way and swing the other way. We'll never see it coming. And it'll be a great finish to a match. Uh-huh. It was just like one of those old biddies you see, like cleaning stuff in one of the little tubs. <laughs> rather, yeah, it was like, okay, here's your move, and it's this is what you have to do. Rather than him going, oh, can I do that move? I can do really well. No, you're doing this move. Oh, okay. Orton's really good. That's what it made me realize. Like, right. oh, Randy is good. Um, he also had that like clubbing, running blow to the back like of the head, tribute Osprey or whatever. The... It was kind of like that, but I think it just was a meant to be like a mean. Back of the head, I'm merciless. Yeah, Booker, oh. Booker went, oh, hit him with the modified something. <laughs> I hope he calls it the flashing blade so it can be a tribute to Alan Robson. Flashing the flashing blade. This but I, Halloween. I thought that was the finish. And then <laughs> Just it was Alan Robson for Halloween. <laughs> says Brian Pillman Jr. But then his finisher was that convoluted neckbreaker, yeah. Yeah, it, it just didn't make him look good at all. Uh, the bit where it stopped being good from the vignette starting to the entrance was when the, he got off the throne. I thought that entrance of the throne coming in from the side looked good, but then he just walked. Yeah. And he looked at the camera and said, Brian Pillman is dead. Long live Lexus King. Yeah. And then got Oh, the that's why he's got the king. That la- oh, no, it's because so he grew up with someone or something who his raised him. His stepdad's surname was King, but he's using that with the My real dad was motif. Stephen King, famous he's, horror author. He drove a Lexus, so... yeah. My name is Shining King. <laughs> but yeah, it was just it's such a shame. As soon as he stood up from that throne, I was just like, oh God, it's all gone. Well, <laughs> as soon as he stood, what's that for thing? Bruce Pritchard? And then the bell rang. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, maybe it'll get better, but Dante Chen is a good lad, so I'm blaming him. Okay. He is a good lad. he's a real one. He is a real one. Because right. he follows you back. That's right. He's <laughs> got nothing else to be doing. In the locker room, Tony D and Stax imply that they may have met with Andre Chase beforehand or seen him up to no good. I wasn't sure which one it was. He tells Delightful not to worry about it. Yeah, I was a bit confused by what was going on in this segment. It was definitely something. Because there's no way Mr. Chase would do that. Mr. Chase. Yeah. Thea Hill, I enjoyed her sass. She was like, oh, don't worry, Mr. Chase. I won't throw in any towels. Mm. Oh, that was good. Like, which, you know, he was only looking out for her best interests. No, he ruined and it. She hasn't been to those heights since, has she? Since no. she's become a well, bad she's girl. Um, <laughs> the other bad girl. Um... What what have they seen Andre doing? 
Because while Tony and Starks were like, ah, good to see you, Mr. J- I can't really do it. Good to see you, Mr. Chase. And- <laughs> was that your Italian? Yeah. Good to see you, Mr. Chase. Well, I've never set foot in one, so I don't know what it's like. Hey. hey. <laughs> um, they're like, oh, good to see you, Mr. Chase, in slightly more normal circumstances or something like that. And he, he goes like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then Duke goes, what was that about, Mr. Chase? And he says, don't worry about it. He's been sending them students <laughs> in exchange for school equipment. <laughs> That's what happened to Bodie Hayward. Yeah, for a small donation into the uh, Chase U, we'll give you a printer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bodie okay. Hayward was used for a new climbing frame for the playground. <laughs> <laughs> Chase U. The other one had blood all over it after a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey don't, don't, don't bring that up. Kalani Jordan beats Ariana Grace. <laughs> Jesus, one more Ariana. time. Kalani Jordan beats Ariana Grace to advance to the finals of the breakout tournament. I really enjoy how much of a dick Ariana Grace is already. Mm-hmm. She had a promo last week, and this week she's she's a prime dick. Um, <laughs> really good character. No, that's the guy on Raw who does a fake boxing. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was textbook stuff from Kalani from start to finish, although she was very impressive in the match. She did a split-leg moonsault. Yeah. Where Vic Joseph was like, proving she's one of a kind. <laughs> <laughs> Textbook from Vic one as well. And Buck is just like, yes, that was a good move. <laughs> Hang on, I've just remembered. Rob Van Dam used to do that. <laughs> ah, wait, wait, let me look at my notes. <laughs> yeah! This has got it written down in case you forget. Um, I think they both have bright futures. Not Booker and Vic. Uh, Kalani Jordan and Ariana Grace. Yeah, they have dimly lit futures. I think they're both, I think Kalani could be like, really naturally gifted at wrestling and uh, Ariana Grace could be a really good heel so I'm excited for both of them mm. and Carmelo revealed this week that he's in a relationship with one of them oh with one of them it's like blind date we have to no it's, it's Kalani Jordan oh, okay. right okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're to guess or if he's not in a relationship he posted a, a thing that was very much like he was so maybe he's just hoping Ooh. he is I think he is I don't know why you even mentioned it on the podcast. Steamy. I'm not a stalker, honestly. I'm going to find the picture. <laughs> <laughs> that's what stalkers tend to say. It's I'm a, not a stalker. I'm not a stalker, you know. But it's a series of pictures posted Ooh. by NXT former champion Carmelo Hayes. <gasps> Ooh. Shocking. That. Saucy. Can't believe it. Uh, in the physical therapy session. Oh, no. Saucy. <laughs> Von Wagner asked what Robert Stone was thinking taking a match against Bron Breaker, which is happening next week. I've found the picture. They are together because the caption makes it very clear. It's happiest birthday to the best part of me. Unless it's his birthday and he means himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> takes a picture of his foot. Stone says he has no regrets. And if and if he even lands one blow on Bron, it'll be worth it as revenge for what he did to his friend. Vaughn is touched and goes, so we're friends? The look that come gives Stone when come. he says friends. <laughs> Stone. It's been a week and I forgot to call him his real name. I'm it sorry. had me reaching for the tissue box because I was crying. Come tends to do that. No, the first time comes at a friend. <laughs> it's the first time in his life he didn't know what it, the word meant. Oh. He, know, he, he know. legitimately didn't know. He's been in the head no. that hard. What's a, what's a well, friend? he has forgotten how to walk, Matthew. <laughs> this is the second week in a row where he's still learning to walk again. Who are you? <laughs> but he knew, yeah, that's a weird one. I wonder what part of the head he got like, hit in. He says he still knows all everything. of it. It's massive. He says that he's that's really nasty. That. That's a nasty. Yeah, that's nasty. Is it? It's oh. too far. Real life issues he had on there. Yeah. Um, they were. Well, oh, they um, they also hinted that. Well, von Wagner said he wasn't going to be ready for. Uh, he's like, I can't be there. Where? You can't be there at Halloween Havoc. But I thought he was going to run in during the match when his music. He hits. should walk in. On his little crawlies. 
No. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I was saying you should Willy Wonka it down the aisle. Oh. Mm. Yeah, Bron's like, oh, we can do, oh, we can't even walk. And he throws the crawler on side and Bron's just, oh. Yeah, that'd be and good. just poos himself. Or Willy Wonka, as you would be called. Yeah. Someone in their mailbag. Come. And Terry Spunk. Ah. Uh, yeah. we, we got it, thank yeah, you. Cheers. A lot they can team up with who? Surname Mac? Willie Mac, a penis Mac. Yay! The very mature called like Rusty Park. There was a lot of Willy Wonka references on last week's podcast, actually. Everybody week there is. The Reese's great. Pieces. Was that was from ages ago. It was from the vault, yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. This week's is a shoot, fresh new one. Okay. Oh, lovely, shoot. fresh Egyptian cotton of a Reese's Pieces. Oh. The best type of Reese's Pieces. Uh, mm. But yeah, it's going to be an unbelievable pop one. Terry Spunk, I assume it'll be the hardcore version. Comes back next week to Whizzle Wazzle Brombray. Big pop for come. Mm-hmm. Yes, there will be. Shotzi and Scarlet plug their Chamber of Horrors series on the YouTube channel, and it's Americans. They say Chamber of Horrors. They end up to buy the Creeds who you want to match. You your favorite. It's thing. so funny. Is it? I mean, it's not. I don't know. That yes, is to me. They end up by the Creeds who want to match against Angel Gaza, Humberto Carrillo, because they're both whores. Uh, the hosts agree and spin the wheel. Yeah, it yeah. lands on tables, ladders, and scares. Oh, oh I thought it scares. I thought it was stairs. I thought it was legit stairs. Is no, it? no, scares, yeah. Stairs. Is it? Oh, yeah. Halloween, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, not that again. So I, TLCC 2014 or whatever it was. I'm glad I've been proven right. Because I remember I remember back in Brutus over Julius. I said Brutus is the better on the mic. Because when Julius cuts them off, I thought he sounded way too... He's meant to be sincere and say, like, sorry, one second there, guys, but I've got something to say. But he sounded like a heel cutting them off. I don't know. It was weird. It sounded like a heel being fake nice. They're not great on the mic. Brutus is all right. Yeah, but... It's like BJ and JB. It's JB's when they have to right. do this, this silly baby face stuff. It, it doesn't that also, sound that great. Yeah, how big a pop Ivy got for being able to spin the wheel. Ivy! Ivy! <laughs> Everyone just keep cheering. She's of course, nothing. plants... Love Ivy. Oh, oh yeah, one of their own. I slowed it yeah. down. So nah, Joel's nodding along with that one as well. Ah, there's no plants anymore. This isn't 2020. Joel's just thought of a really good bit for his novel. <laughs> <laughs> what was Brute Eye dressed as though? It was like John Wayne Gacy to me. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was like, why would you be dressed like that? You're way too cool. Forgot to do his face. Should he have to have a bit of clown face paint yeah. on? Yeah, something. Yeah, I, I didn't get that one. He got told, his, oh yeah, you know it's Halloween. He's what, like, was, oh, balls. what was Doink in there, ECW again? Born Again. Born Again. Matt Bourne. That's mm-hmm. what he was. A yes. tribute to Matt Bourne <laughs> yeah. on NXT. There we go, good save. JC Jane tries to pass Andre Chase a crowbar during Chase used title shot against Tony D and Stax, but he refuses to use it. He de- declines the uh, the dark side. Obviously. The crowbar, obviously, obviously, yeah. He's a man of great moral. Yeah. JC gets accidentally knocked off the apron. In the commotion, Andre grabs a roll up for the bloody win and the bloody titles. I really enjoyed the finish, not just yeah. because Chasey won, but also because the naughty girl tried to make the nice teacher do naughty things. That's yeah. me. That's <laughs> wrong. Mm. But, <laughs> but then... No. But then... No. Carry on. No. Yeah, power no. through it, Ross. Power the, through it. The naughty girl was then in the wrong place at the wrong time, which allowed the nice teacher inadvertently to get the win. Mm. Yeah. Thus proven her... Loyal, no, her value to the university. Yeah. A bad wrestler getting caught up in her own thing, hoist by their own leotard. Mm. Duke Hudson, when he's celebrating. Like, Who? Delightful Hudson, Thank you. when he's Thank the you, MVP. Kevin. When he's celebrating, the camera like cuts to a close up of him. And it's the most genuine smile I've ever seen in wrestling. Aww. He's genuinely like, I've literally done it. Yeah. And it's a lovely moment. Um, I also like the moment at the end when the ref's going to raise their arms, but JC shoves him out of the way <laughs> just to get in the lineup. Little, it's the little thing. Yeah. yeah. And they're Dull, like, yeah, we'll let her. Dull, even though he's six foot five, as we all know, 
He does this sell on the apron off a DDT, which a man of a six foot five height should not be able to do, mm. but he does. And then he does the gab. There was the spot when it was the uh, the power and the glory spot, but I've called it the gabber and the ghoul because I don't know what the name was. <laughs> the gabber and the ghoul. That's actually really good. <laughs> and I thought yeah. it was over. So when it wasn't, I was oh. Fantastic. That is, I guess you could call it something else because it's a, a top of headbutt rather than a splash. Mm. So mm. you could make the arguments, not the powerplex. Mm. Does he always do when he's about to do his Dusty Rhodes like punches and then he goes oh you and then the elbow? Does he? Did he always do the fishing rod? Have I just never? The, that was the first time I can remember seeing. That's yeah. what helped them win. It blew my mind, Nothing to do with the crowbar. Yeah. It's just like that fella off Mulan. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yes. Look at you, able reference it. I've even seen it. What a lad! It just threw me. It gave me so a bit good. of a crisis of confidence because I was like. Oh, that's a new thing Duke's doing, or it, or is it? But I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that it is. Yeah, I can't remember him doing it. No, okay. He saves it for the big title matches. Mm. He does, yeah. He would like, like Kabashi's burning hammer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still don't get JC Jane's motivations though. What's she there for? Because remember when the, she initially turned Thea Hale into a naughty lady, and they did that hug in the ring, and Chase, Mr. Chase and uh, Delightful Hudson were looking on, and she was like, "Meh, I've got her now." Yeah. Maybe we haven't seen her full plan come to fruition yet. Or maybe good just triumphed over evil. Ever <laughs> <laughs> think about that? Bless you, Matthew. Yeah. Mm. Maybe just these guys are way too pure. If they needed to do someone to do an exorcism right now when they hadn't got a priest available, they could get bloody Andre Chase. Unless he's been dealing with the mob. Yeah, that's a bit. Giving them dead I, university students. No, and they're legitimate businessmen. Stop this. Uh, yeah, they're in waste management. This is Italian American discrimination. All right. Mm. Uh, it's time for some hard-hitting... Oh! Speed round it's edition, like, but it was the same length as any yeah, hard-hitting... It's like cleaning up the, the party that you just had, which is the title <laughs> win, wasn't it? I've got a hard-hitting home, too, for Nathan. Go Stop on. tying your hair back so tight. It's literally pulling it out, isn't he not? Yeah. It's amazing how quick it's going. Man looks like the, the vicar from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Every time I see him, I just get sadder. That's so nasty. <laughs> is it really? Not? No, look poils. Yeah, he should be. The, he should look the prime of his life. And every week, I'm like, do you, do you, are you all right? Cricket, you yes. Cricket? Yeah, you. sorry. Do you need some money for the bus? That's so nasty. <laughs> Nathan doesn't think Dom is not wrong with <laughs> without the judgment date, backing him up. He's confident of taking the North American title next week. He just said a bunch of stuff that everyone's already said about Dom, who's feuding with like nine people already. He's about as useful as a chocolate teapot. He's got one of the most slap over faces I've ever seen. Why is this Nathan Fraser said that? He's as popular as a wasp at a picnic. Why are these. Why have they forgotten to put jokes in? That was the joke. What was the joke? The wasp at the picnic thing? No, this, it was Mummy bailed him out there like an unruly toddler at a party. Because <laughs> he blurred all over the slime. It's like Dickens. <laughs> it's like Dickens. It's like Charlie Dickens. No, yes, big, Dickens like Tom Dickens, just a lad around the corner. Oh, now, right. imagine being alive when Charlie Dickens was around and reading those words and thinking, ooh, how can he put them down on paper and I can't? Because <laughs> I can't get my hands on paper. I haven't even got Heaton. I have gin rather than water. It's much you, cheaper. Are you criticising Charles Dickens as a writer? Is that what's happening? No, no, I'm criticising... Or Nathan Fraser. Nathan Fraser. Go, you, go, you, go, you go. Nathan oh, no, Fraser, Charles good. Dickens, are often thought of the I'm same picking terms. up Nathan Fraser as having the same impact on the world as Charles Dickens did yeah, back in his day, yeah. yeah. With the words as, he is useful as a chocolate teapot. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Flabel, the, Flabel dartboard, they're all there. The least likable man in the world. <laughs> the least likable man in yeah. the world. And the way he signed off, he was like, that was hard hitting. Oh. Yeah. yeah, no. You don't do arm movements like that, like you think it's badass that you've got your own show there, Nathan. Mm. It's not even a very good one. Yeah. yeah. I hope you get hit hard while you're in your home. 
truths. <laughs> By our truth. <laughs> or just a train. Come on, when you're crossing the street. What, you knock, knock, someone at the door. <laughs> We're all getting a bit hardcore. Flying Scotsman, what are We're you doing here? We're getting a bit hardcore Holly here when he's like, I'll take him to the woods. <laughs> and I'll tie him up. Who was that about? Was that Mr. Anderson? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe, went on for ages maybe and like, ages. Maybe and like ages. Mr. Anderson more. It was really cringy. Yeah. And then eventually he they made up. Oh, right. Of okay. course they did. Right. It's all fake wrestling. Uh, apart from NXT, which is real. And I can't believe they brought back this gimmick, though. Like, it was dead. <laughs> no, I'm still talking about this. Sorry. It was yeah. dead for weeks, and he mentioned it once in that promo with Dom where he turned around to action and was like, watch this, it's going to be a massacre. <laughs> and then they brought it back. And actually turned around and goes, is he talking to me? <laughs> oh, oh, hi. Oh, Dom slaps him. Yeah. yeah. Slaps him about. It'll Dom has never been this popular in his life. <laughs> It'll be a lucky escape for Dom, unfortunately. He'll, he'll survive by the skin of his teeth. Oh, I'm looking forward to the match because he's a fantastic wrestler. Oh, he's brilliant. But he should never talk again. <laughs> Put a mask yeah. on him. Put a ball gag in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. God. <laughs> we went on a Gimp's website last week. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> it turned out not to be what we thought it was. It was just about art and that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Not that sort of art. Have you seen a clip of Iceland during Eurovision? Uh, where the guy's got three gimp masks on, he has to take three of them off slowly, and they're like, "Can you hurry up, please?" He's one alive. of the performers. No, no, he's like, we, "Now we go to the voting to see who they vote for." <laughs> oh. do, 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 do. And it's just because I think it's Iceland, and he's just like, he's got a big bane looking thing, and like, "All right, take zip, takes one off." There's another one underneath. And like, That's all quite right, good. Uh. Zip, takes off. There's another one underneath. Like, all right, hurry up, hurry up, and he just goes Australia and puts it back on. That's good though. <laughs> Some fans on social media give their predictions for Becky versus Lyra. Uh, where was our call? Right. Yeah. Uh, we're the biggest fans. We're the literal only podcast in the world that reviews NXT. Yeah. Do you think these were real NXT fans or do you think some of them no, were paid actors? Oh, they're all paid actors. Oh. Especially in the Tap pub in the United Kingdom, as they kept calling the it. The Tap. The Tap Pub. <laughs> the tap, tap where's pub. that? Uh, during the main event, we'll talk about The Tap Pub. Oh, the in... TP. I must have that. In the back says, interview, Baron Corbin complains about not winning the triple threat match last week. He denies attacking Trick Willie. Oh, he also threw out some names, sorry. He said, like, maybe it's Axiom. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's, it's Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> 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 yeah, why don't we think of that? Yeah. It's, it's just be, it's because Mackenzie's a bit of a poo stirrer. He heard Corbin, yeah. she heard Corbin say sorry that he did everything in his power to win the match, and she's like, "Oh, does that mean you took out Trick and not just wrestled a great match like the stand-up guy that he is?" Yeah. Whoop that Trick! <laughs> sorry, that's what they say. Yeah. I'm glad to hear a wrestler just say, "I hate triple threat matches." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have won that. How many have got to lose to lose the match? It's bollocks. It <laughs> is poo-housery from Corbin to say that though, because I, I suspect he's the sort of wrestler who would fully take advantage of the triple threat. Loophole. God, the dramatic irony on show. Yes. The older one. It's like Dickens. Yes, him again. Chaucer. Mm. Uh, mm. We're going re- way back in time now. <laughs> or Homer. Plato. He's just naming people there now. There we go. Aristotle. All of these names are going to be making their debut in NXT soon when the new signs get sort of... That well-known basketball player come writer called Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Oh, you've been... On. Tom Campbell's been rubbing off on you. So to speak. He's got uh, a strong grip, he has. <laughs> Blair Devonport <laughs> wins the lights out match against Gigi Dolan because they went, that's right, that was time to turn the lights out. And they went off a little bit, but you could still see <laughs> it. It ruined 
the hot, well, one of the high spots of the match is the big old meaty, 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 meaty aura, mm. uh, which you couldn't really see because the lights were turned off. Yeah. <laughs> but it was on a stack of chairs, and I reckon it really hurt both lasses involved. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be fuming if I was both of them. Yeah. You could kind of see Gigi's hair. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it's just big hair. It's yeah. the one letdown of NXT, the fact that they take it too literally, the, the lights are. The one letdown. The one letdown. Right. Mm. Them and Nathan Fraser. <laughs> But the gimmick Nathan... is Nathan Fraser's gonna be at ringside and doing his show, and you have to have the match about just ignoring him. <laughs> oh, that'd be horrible, wouldn't it? I know. Imagine a lights out match involving Nathan Fraser on commentary. Nathan Fraser, I talk about things that are on his mind. <laughs> I like peanut uh, butter. God, I kind, of, <laughs> chin, just like, I kind of felt like that about Jay White. I think I'm starting to come around <laughs> to you. No, closer, <laughs> closer to ringside. He's like, no, no. <laughs> we'll talk about it on Dynamite, but I had, I had thoughts about the Jay White. Oh. I'm starting to come around to the dark side, unfortunately. He's a bit of a boring side. talker, isn't he, old Jay White? Listen to my boring. exotic accent. Yeah, we've heard it. I'm home and away. Uh, so, yeah, this, this happened. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's, he's from New Zealand, isn't he? Kiwi, mate. Oh, whatever. World uh, Cup final. <laughs> it sounds offensive when you do it, but that's how he sounds. Um, <laughs> Davenport knees from the face for the pin. 12 minutes, 33. Um, Blair Davenport beats Gigi Dolan. Uh, Gigi's just rubbish now. Yeah. In storyline, yeah. yeah. Well, she was the Janetti in that storyline. Yeah, and she, yeah, she kept them pointing out, and she grew up in a house, so we have to a feel small sorry for house. her. But when all said and done, though, at least Booker got to have a little, hopefully not literal Thomas Tug, because when oh. Gigi was whipping Blair with the whatever was it a belt or whatever it was, I can't remember what it was now. She was whipping her with something. Booker just kept going, "That's hot. That's hot. That's hot, Vic." Oh, that's so hot. <laughs> did he not mean so that's it? not the tone of the match, Booker. Did he not mean hot in the sense of it's intense, not it's... it's yeah, there you go. We'll go with that. It's Booker T. Okay. It was a biscotti short of confirming I, what I we all... I think Booker's loyal to Queen Charmel, though. He, always, he often name drops her. Hey, he is. Everyone in that breakout tournament he fancied. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> who was it who debuted a few weeks ago? It might have been last week and he was enamoured with her. Well, Petrovic. The, no, the athlete. Oh, yeah, yeah. He went oh, against, oh, oh, Bryn. Yeah. Brinley. No, not Brinley. Oh. Um, oh, God. The other no, one. I mean, but I can't remember her name. When she you... was in the match against <laughs> Petrovic, I think, and like, Petrovic's like, oh, I've got this, you know, Oh, stick. the one who's as smooth as, yeah. so smooth as she glides and so swift she slides. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but yeah. But he was enamored with her. Mm. More so than the rest. Mm. <laughs> More so lost. than a meal deal. Yeah. A certain <laughs> website. In a sit-down interview with Ilya Dragunov, he talks about how emotional it feels to fulfill his destiny. He's asked about the upcoming rematch against Carmelo Hayes and doesn't think Carmelo is as focused on the title as he could be. We see Carmelo watching on a monitor elsewhere. He's interrupted by Shotzi and Scarlett, who says all signs point to Hayes. That was Shotzi and Scarlett, was it? Yeah, so they were just kind of changing. Yeah, they were yeah. doing the shinning. The sh- you got that shin. Because like, Shining King was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he storms off. Yeah, they were doing the, yeah, you clearly did it. Woo. And he just went, shut up. <laughs> and left. Who would have thought they were casting that film when they were so young and then grew up to be wrestlers? Yes, right. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Still friends after all these years. I know, nice, yeah. isn't it? Um, did you just think there were two random women? No, no, I was just doing a bit. Oh, right. Uh, God. <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. you got, you're so uh, good. It's like Chaucer sat here with this. Joe, Joe Pasquale. Uh, I like this line where he's like, I can do every pain as long as it has a reason. I was like, oh, yeah, you can, Dijak's. Broom. Uh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I found, I didn't mean to laugh because it was a very sentimental moment, but it's when he goes, I went, I went home to see my son and he held this title and he cuts to Vic going, wow. 
like, he's nearly in tears. It's yeah. like, right, okay. Man. I also like the bit, it's like, wow, they've been really brave with Ilya Dragunov putting this proud Russian on TV. And it's just like, oh, so Ilya, how are you doing? Well, I went home. Obviously, my family are from Russia. I'm from Germany. I'm from Germany. I'm from Germany. I'm from Germany. <laughs> I thought it was always made clear that he's German. You know, it's just because. I always picture, I think accent. of VXV and the giant Soviet iconography yeah. they'd use and the theme from Red Alert 3, which but is very he, Russian. So now I was just like, I'm German, I'm German, shut up. Yeah, and he's got a German accent, I think. His finisher moves a bit Russian, though, Torpedo isn't Torpedo Moscow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apart from that. Have they changed the name of that? No, I think so. Torpedo okay. Dortmund. That's <laughs> what all the Geordies wanted to do. Hey. There we go. And there's the joke. But yeah, now this was nice. Uh, yeah, he's going to make the pain it took to get the title even make him even more intense, mm. which made me think about his vein on his forehead. Because if he does get more intense, that thing will literally pop. That thing is so big, it should be DLC. I know. But yet, I think, do you remember when we had the handsome bracket? And I said, there was some wrestler that Matthew kept trying to push through to the later rounds and we didn't understand it. I feel like it might have been Dragunov now, actually. I, that sounds like the same type of thing I would do Fair on enough. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you guys don't see it. So the, I don't think he's a bad looking. It's bloke, not because he's got a giant forehead vein, by the way. I'm no, no, there, <laughs> it's despite the giant. Oh, forehead let me vein. kiss you on your giant forehead vein. <laughs> I I don't see it, but I I have no issues with people seeing it. Mm. I don't think he's a bad looking man by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. Just a bit intense. There's more handsome men around. More handsome men. Yes, <sighs> many of them are in this room. Oh, Fallon Henry inter- Oh, stop it, you. <laughs> Fallon Henry interrupts the Tiffany Stratton interview dressed as her. She mocks Tiffany as was, a bro. I think it was Fallon Henry. I watched it twice just to make sure, and it was. And you see a lot of people online go, like, wait, like, that was that not just the mock up thing with the thing? Because it was very well why, done. Why did she become 20 times more charismatic when she's pretending <laughs> to be? It was insane. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, that's it. She's now Ms. Dow forever. I also thought she was um, shorter than that. Or maybe Tiffany's deceptively short. Well, they filmed it from like up No, there, but so. Fallon's taller than Tiffany in this bit. And I always would have thought that Fallon was quite small. It was big shoes. Aye. My pair of heels, aren't they? And then Booker did go, which one was which? At the end. He Chad, that was his best moment. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was in playing it on. I was like, wait, what happened there, Vic? <coughs> Accompanied by Electra Lopez, Lola Vice beats Carmen Petrovic. There we go. To advance to the finals of the breakout tournament, she has a stare down with Kalani Jordan afterwards. Over the folder with the contract in on the plinth. That was too too yeah. well timed to be taken seriously for me. Yeah. It was like, three, what? Yeah. Quickly, it was like that go home show for one of the takeovers oh, of the God. Do you remember when they were all that was doing just... a character select screen around the arena? Was that the start of like Bruce's prices right or something? <laughs> <laughs> and then the next competitors, that was so, after yeah. the that was in the weird dark age between peak NXT and 2.0. Yeah, that's why they had to kill it because it was rubbish like that. Oh. Mm. Uh, but uh, Joel, I need to revise what I said earlier. Don't play the graphic earlier, play it now. Oh, oh my. Oh. Because Petrovic oh. in this matchup goes for a Natalia Discus Lariat. Yep. So she spins round, but she then uses the wrong arm to do the to do the clothesline. Oh. She just create the central fugal farce with the spin, but then just use the wrong arm making the spin pointless and it was fantastic <laughs> I was good was it <laughs> fantastic in a bad way um, Joel I don't know you're now going to get stick because yeah. Ross will tell you to do the thing earlier and you won't have done and people are going to be like Joel didn't bloody do, do it, it again that's true 
maybe flash up like a Ross changed his mind. It'll be later. No, Joe, you take the slack. You experience <laughs> be, what it's like to live an hour shoot. Be a Cold Heart Wrestling podcast. I watched a podcast this week and you forgot to put the bloody thing on. You know what that's happens every be time. the worst two hours of his life. His Twitter feed's going to be... I stopped watching the podcast after this. Uh, loyal listeners will... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're no, right. everyone just goes like that. Hits the air. Uh, I stopped plowing me wife to write this email. <laughs> As I usually do when... Uh, there has been podcast. a baby potentially conceived to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, yeah. There has been. Yeah. Devil Morocco. Yes. It's going to be so good we're doing this podcast like in 10 years' time and we, the kid comes in for a guest appearance. <laughs> Hi, thanks for existing. All if right. you guys were doing this, All I right, wouldn't be swerve here. Swerve Strickland May. <laughs> oh, that's oh, one for later. Hey. Yeah. Uh, great, great black mask for the win, though, from, from uh, Vice. Yeah. Well, oh, well yeah. done, boys. JSU celebrate their win backstage, but interrupted by Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Best costumes of the night. Yeah, Hale and JSU Jane challenge them to a title match. Uh, there was some Triple H-esque subtlety in the background here because <laughs> Boa appears for the first time ever and takes away Dante Chen, who was sat down oh, in the background. Oh, where's the women's commander Chu? Exactly. Oh, exactly. man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Scotty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this is the start of the downfall of Chase U, which breaks me hard oh, to say. No. But power and gold corrupt minds, and especially the mind belonging to a certain delightful Hudson. Because the way he's like, we're all leaders now. Oh, he kept shouting, we won, or something like that. He kept shouting yeah. a new thing leader, as well. Leader. It's going gonna, it's gonna... <laughs> to... Oh, no, you're he's right. He's starting well. to get above his station as the MVP, the right-hand man. I can't, I can't believe this. We'll have a match at WrestleMania weekend. Winner gets the deanship of the university. Is oh, in the, do you mean oh. in the main event of night two of WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Go send him home happy after Cody fails again. Uh, and I've written down, Christ alive, they got themselves a title shot. They're going to do it at the university, so has all the gold. What? Who's that? Oh, it was the women, wasn't yeah, it? Women. Yeah, women. The cursed tag team title. Yeah. Oh, they're that? not going to win, surely. Well, there could be a spooky interference. It's Halloween Havoc. Yeah, that's true. The ghost of Bodie Haywood. The Yate. Oh, the bull. <laughs> what happened to him? Yeah, well, where'd he go? I was sold for a printer. <laughs> they killed <laughs> me. <laughs> but the printer's really good, and it can scan as well. Uh, it doesn't even have to be plugged into a laptop. It's got Wi-Fi. <laughs> And Bluetooth. Oh, I think this is. <laughs> I think Ross is fantasizing because in that in this office, our printers, both of them have been arseholes recently. Have they really? Even the good one. Oh no! I passed the book today. How was it, Joel? How was your printing experience? Get your microphone on. Oh, fantastic! Has it been alright down be here? It yeah, was yeah. really good. The, the, the problem last time was I was on the wrong Wi-Fi, so it won't connect. It wasn't the printer. I'd like what to apologise to the what, printer down here. How many Wi-Fi's are there? Two down here. It's complicated. Why are there two down here? It's complicated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joel refuses to elaborate further. They're a mysterious Just speak to my lawyer. That's all I'll be saying at this press. They're, mysterious, they're a mysterious bunch down here with their Premier Pro and their tea breaks. <laughs> Editors, man. It's weird. Editors, man. <laughs> Tozawa sends the metaphor a photo of himself at the Heritage Cup. He says, dark and come and get it in a haunted house. And any other time I'd see something like this, I'd be like, oh, I hate this. Wait, no, I'm Dar's going to the haunted house. Yes, yeah, lads. Possibly. NXT's back. His fear was palpable. When he was getting realised he had to go to Horton House Gaze trophy back. I hope I said that in English. It sounded like I did. Ah, oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Chaucer. Yeah, we got it. Uh, also, the big breaking news in this segment was Miss Jackson has still got both, one, two, both of her arms. Yeah. After last week's show. They thought she was going to have to get one amputated. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's going to have to come off, Miss Jackson. That's a haunted house. Oh. 
Carmelo Hayes is watching something on his phone backstage. What was that? Now, what do we think that was before we get any further? Because that, that's quite <sighs> crucial. It was... What was his expression? Because I can't remember what was he was on. He was on TikTok, clearly. I think he's watching... Roll your sandwich. Footage of people finding tricks, mangled body. <laughs> <laughs> and he was thinking, watching security cam footage, Did I leave any saw... clues behind? Dreck and Trick will find the phone while he was watching it, and then he'll have it digitalized, and it'll get revealed to be Carmelo. Maybe. Just like Triple H. And gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're all back to O2, aren't we? We just asked Trick who it was, unless he got attacked from behind. It revealed to be Trickle H. Trickle H. But we'll know, yeah. If you yeah. got if you got hit on the arse, you'll know it's Mellow, because that's as far as he can reach. He's a little small man. That's a harsh <laughs> thing to say. I don't mean it. He's yes, you do. <laughs> He's a very attractive man. To be fair to him, Carmelo. Can you say? He's only five foot eight. He's so small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wear so much taller. I know, I'm five ten. I'm five ten as well. Bunch of bastards. <laughs> Jade Cargill arrives to watch the main event. Becky versus Lyra. I hope she was watching Becky and not Malaria Valkyria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, could have been either, actually. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Don't, don't, don't put her in NXT. Who, Lyra? No, Jade. Oh, right, I got confused. Miss oh, yeah, yeah, Cargill. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. She's just there to be seen. Big moment when she arrived. Yeah. Like Shang Tsung. No, who's the leader? Who's the evil baddie in Mortal Kombat? Shang Tsung, you all right? I thought he... Yes. No, it's Mark up one is Shang Tsung, then Shao Kahn's the Shao Kahn's who I was thinking of. Uh, not Robert Mugabe. Yeah, both them could have... yeah, and the third one is Robert <laughs> Mugabe, which is interesting <laughs> take. <laughs> Robert Mugabe. People like it's a bit weird that to be honest with you. But, Gobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I popped Matthew with a computer game. With a computer game Gobby joke. Gobby What's the date? It's uh, the twenty sixth uh, of October, twenty twenty three. I don't need to be on this podcast Mug anymore. At it's sixteen thirty one hours. However many Mugabe episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pick Idi Amin. He's too big. That's not fair. He's like Goro. Chico for Idi Amin. Lara versus Man and Slamido. Or become the new this is my sort. It was a really good match. This is my sort of band of this. Mortal Kombat with African dictators. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, anyway. The podcast has been missing. What happened to the match? I can't breathe. It was a big old dick swinging contest. So it was Lyra was keeping up with all the sort of you know posturing and kip ups and all that yep. sort of stuff. Um, and then we get to the Taps Bar and to give it its full title, the Taps Bar in the United Kingdom. Bar or pub? The Taps Bar. Taps Bar in the United Kingdom, which was still open. In the early hours of Wednesday morning mm. at half two going on 3 a.m., which I think is suspect. Yeah, are, they had a lock-in. There's a couple in Newcastle that are open that late, yeah. but not many. You wouldn't walk This wasn't Newcastle. This was the United Kingdom. Yes. You wouldn't walk in with a camera, then walk out with the same camera. Shouldn't they have cameras? chosen a pub in Ireland, for example? That might have made more sense, since they're both Do you Irish. think they, they don't, don't realise it's not the same? I was going to say, yeah. but I bottled it. <laughs> <laughs> but Ireland is in the... Oh. <laughs> Talk about Mugabe instead. Don't bring that up. I'm only joking. Um, but yeah, what kind of a pub was open that late where they were all watching the show live? The best pub in the United Kingdom, clearly. <laughs> the Taps Bar in the United Kingdom. The Taps Bar. Uh, I really uh, enjoyed Becky's, like, it was, I compared it to a sliced bread stunner. She did, like, a sliced bread over the top of Lyra and then did a stunner at the end of it. The Diamond Dust. Oh, God, I. That was good. She's been booked for Deadlock Pro. Ah. Bastards. And the Grizzly Young Veterans are there as well. Versus the Grizzles. And you can just tell that you're they're... from the FMW. You can yeah. just tell that they're so relieved to be themselves again. Yeah, yeah, really happy. I would be if I was there. Yeah, Tanaka being... speaks perfectly. He's like, oh, I'm a big fan of your work. <laughs> Trapped in the schism. Oh yeah. Imagine that life. The finish was cool. <laughs> I like the finish. 
Yeah, all the lasses yeah. used uh, all their offense and then had Oh, to... sorry, I thought you went towards the finish. All oh, right. Bye. What were you on about? Yeah, the manhandle slam reversed into the yeah. corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Yeah, it's sweet. Synergy. Good yeah. match. Yeah. 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 yeah, we had the synergy of these two competitors. This is what Becky's been trying to do publicly and yeah. uh, on characterically. There we go, good English. By saying, yeah, I want to put over more people, get more people up to the level. Because right now, it's on its arse. Yeah. So here, here is Becky presenting a case for putting over people. And it's Lara Valkyria. Yeah, First Irish doing... versus Irish match in WWE history, they said. No way. That's what they said in the wow. thing. Those people at the, the Wacky Tap in the United Kingdom. The Wacky Tap. Whatever the bloody call, <laughs> they can't be wrong. We went to, a, um, I went on holiday with my mates once to Barcelona. And we went to a pub that my mate insisted that we go to because it was on a list that he'd found online of like the best pubs in the world. But it was just a really normal pub. And we made him so angry by just always being like, this is the best, <laughs> the best pub in the world. <laughs> it's just a normal pub. Not like, the best pub in the world now. Not after the leaky. The best pub in the tab is now the, the, tap. the Taps Bar in the United Kingdom. Oh, I can't want to go there, the Taps Bar in the United Kingdom. Because it's not far from where we live, <laughs> is it? United no. Kingdom. In the England. Uh, yeah. Wow. I saw some people saying this is one of the best shows of the year in any wrestling. It's NXT. I saw a lot of people. A lot of people are getting on board with the idea of NXT not being a complete joke, as we have been saying for years. Well, I say we more Ross. I want it to be a joke. I want the joke crap NXT. People, no, I like the hybrid nature now. Oh, hybrid, yeah. really? Because then when you say I'm a fan of NXT, people then don't immediately go, huh? <laughs> Their matches aren't as good as the matches I watch because the gimmicks are secondary to the action. It's really going through me that impression. Inside the squint circle. I hate this voice you're doing. You would never oh. see. <laughs> <laughs> but Dave, don't you realize? That was horrible. That was really You horrible. really enjoy <laughs> Wendy Chu, but I really enjoy a certain Kenneth Omega. Have you heard of him before? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I like uh, how it's becoming more hybrid now. Yeah. All oh. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I don't like the idea. It's not like the idea of Dave Meltzer um. eating a Snickers bar and becoming Simon Miller. <laughs> what? I feel like I missed a, <laughs> I missed a bit there. I just heard well, Snickers. He, he and said Simon you, you thought your impression was Simon. Oh, right. Miller. Even though Simon's more like hello, hello, Mike, Mike Simon Miller. Yeah. God, I miss him. I hope I see him at the weekend. We'll see him on Friday at the Impact. No, DNA. I don't want to see him in the ring like a mark. I want to see him <laughs> like a friend. Take him down, I dare you. Just when you you see have him. to pay to see him now, mate. Double leg on your real friend. Take down Simon <laughs> With belief. Okay. Yeah. And just a sprinkle of, pe- of fairy dust. And yeah. tranquilizer. Say, hey, <laughs> hey, Simon, I'm at the gym doing the press incorrectly. <laughs> Start filming you, then you can talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. NXT. Can I have a little break? If you want. Oh, so yeah, you'd, it'll be done right after this. We need to do it if you want. Yeah, it's good. Let's do it's good straight through. Oh, okay, quick, straight oh, through. This is no, the oh, here we go. wrestling you see. Put on your smart person hat. Here we go. <laughs> MGF- not, I need to ca- clarify because you can't joke about that sort of stuff anymore. You what can. I just did there was highly satirical and not serious at all. Satirical. <laughs> I found that though, as the years have gone on doing this job, you can yeah. joke less and less and less because everyone takes oh, every word you say no. as serious as serious. It's really annoying. No, no, it's it just annoying. the Americans. <laughs> the people in the, the United Kingdom at the Taps Bar all get it. I found that discourse has recently become people deliberately misinterpret what you've said, even though they know that you, it's not what yeah. you mean. People just to try and feel. Yeah. We're, we're talking about this the other day. Like, there's a toilet near us that's been absolutely wrecked and you can't use it anymore. Okay. And people are like, some people just go to public toilets and just 
annihilate the place, don't they? They right. take a steel chair at the bars, they poo on the floor. <laughs> and you go, you always go, why does someone do this in a public place? Some people are just like that. Yeah. In uh, the wrestling comments and in life, they're just one there. Of the, one of the things that I, you know when you've made like a very innocuous tweet about wrestling, about no AEW or WWE, and then there's just two lads having an argument and you mentioned yeah. like, hey, I don't know, I, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> mute, mute, you can mute the just that. It's, I love the yeah. fact that like, oh, good old mute. Uh, AEW Dynamite. MGF <laughs> opens the show. Wait, you're right. I was just getting. Oh no, me throat cleared. Oh good. Because yeah. we need you. <laughs> MGF opens the show, waiting for a call from Adam Cole. But the Kingdom and Roddy Strong interrupt. Strong offers to help MGF against Juice Robinson tonight for the sake of Cole. MGF brushes them off and cuts a promo on Juice ahead of their match. And we cut to the personal bell mask elsewhere. Ooh. So yeah, this is where we learn to see I'm Punk behind the mask because of the skyline <laughs> in the little bit <laughs> yeah. is the same as the skyline in Punk's uh, music uh, Tron video. Or is it just? The Chicago skyline, and we're going to learn who it is in Chicago. Might be that. Well, it could just be. <laughs> it could just be an accident. It probably is an accident. <laughs> it like the voice manager goes, "I'm not CM Punk." <laughs> if it's CM Punk, then all is forgiven, and I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> the biggest AEW fan in the world again. Again, like I was. That can't. It can't. It's not. It's Adam Cole. Yeah. <sighs> I think it's a. I don't think it's someone we've guessed yet. I think it could be like a totally Jungle random. Boy. Oh no! That would be a good way of saving. That is if gonna, he is that, coming back. It is going to be Jungle Boy. I don't mind that. You you never saw me coming. I'm Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like the real wrestling, not that fake stuff on NXT. Oh no, he's back and he's smarkier than ever. Crimea, Crimea River. My favorite river is in Crimea. Despite interference from the guns, a fired-up MGF beats Juice Robinson to keep the diamond, diamond bloody oh, Matthew, the diamond I, because <laughs> in my head was to say say Diamond Dallas Page it's like no the dynamite diamond ring there you go Bullet Club Gold beat him down afterwards as the kingdom try and fail to make the save the acclaimed and daddy ass run out so the heels back away Jay White tells MGF he'll never get his hands on the belt again while the guns challenge him to ring up on a tag title match at full gear MGF agrees and also accepts the earlier challenge of an eight man tag team match under the condition that if his team wins he'll get the belt back Roddy the Kingdom assume that MJF will pick him to be the partners, but he screams at them to go away. Max Caster's assured that he'll pick their claims, but MJF says that he's always hated them. Caster remains in denial and asks MJF to scissor him, but the champ refuses and walks away. I've split it in at the top of the okay, round, MJF is confronted by Kenny Omega, <laughs> who says he has a right to defend his record title reign, and they agree to title match on Saturday. There's like the end of the thing where you get like, hey, here's some tic tacs. Taking too many tic tacs, yeah. diarrhea, <laughs> headaches. So much stuff. No, it's fine. No, it's not fine. Right, the match, MJF and Juice will split it down. I like the change in Kavorka for MJF. I asked you over a break before you were like, it's only done. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, sorry, yeah. I like the change in Kavorka from MJF because of the story that's been told. He battered Juice in the early parts and then Juice fought back and then MJF battered him again. Blood? It was good. Blood was seen. Um, then we got uh, there was a lot of stuff wasn't there oh my god uh, <laughs> the finish with the ring I liked as well because it fit the story that's been told and the fact that MJF is still a wazzock yeah. but a nice wazzock um, I feel a bit bad for uh, M- Roddy after MJF called him a bland bitch we learned last week that Roddy is going to be friends now with MJF because yeah. he wants to be friends with Cole mm. as well he's like friends in name only still yeah. being a dick <laughs> he, wants, he wants you to feel bad for him though you're falling for his lies yeah so who's MGF going to pick then as his two tag team partners? The Acclaimed. Do you reckon? He's got three, I think. It's oh, yeah, three man, tag yeah. team partners. I think it will be The Acclaimed. Although Samoa Joe, later, we'll get to that later oh. on. It's sowing <laughs> seeds, I'll give it that. It was just a lot for lot one segment. And again, oh. like, when you watch Raw, you're like, all right, 
get this, something's happened, and you're either going to see some stuff on SmackDown to cover it all, or if it's you know that important, you see it on Raw. You're like, all right, and this week's like, you'll be seeing this match tonight, and then later on there'll be this, and on Collision there'll be this, and on Brian Bates there'll be this, and on Full Gear there'll be this, and then you're like, just getting your calendar out going, yeah. and Norton and Cross is going, all right, my head's blagged, and I don't care about all of these things at once. People it's used a lot to, to take in. People used to criticize AEW for this in the earlier days of the promotion, when I really didn't mind it, because it wasn't that much to me. I thought, oh, this is actually quite easy to follow but even I've got to admit now like there's a there's mm. way too much going on because MGF's doing everything and I, I think I, that's the point though because I like that everyone's like, gunning for MGF yeah, yeah that's alright but at the point you're like bloody hell this guy's stretched isn't he do you know everything apart from main event and any more pay-per-views for some reason that's <laughs> right, weird right. Yeah. Hey, if they ship the broom up his ass you can clean up the arena afterwards <laughs> so the, the, uh, the match juice I liked because it was like, all right, let's just end the storyline. I beat you up, which is, it made you bleed. And I was like, okay, that's just out the way. Okay, fine. Happy with that. It's a TV match and gets out the way that storyline that no, one, no one's going to ever mention again. Didn't work the way it wanted to. Let's just move on from that. Good. Then Jay White's like, I've got your title. When I'm going to talk and I'm not really interested. Like, oh. all right, great. He's, he's just a series of catchphrases at the minute, Jay White. And then when he tries to say anything of substance, he just doesn't say it very captivatingly. There yep. was a bit on commentary where there was a near fall where MJF nearly pinned Juice. And it was the first time, that's, this was the turning point, unfortunately, for me, for Jay White, where he does this fake worried noise, going, no, no, no. And I was like, I don't even believe you. I don't, it wasn't convincing to me. It felt very acted. For that. I know everything in wrestling is hammy, but it felt even a bit too hammy for like me. It, yeah. 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 Omega's bad at that, though, and I still like him as a wrestler. I still like Jay in the, in the ring. Oh, yeah. Jay White and Kenny on the mic. Oof. Well, Kenny and MJF, I was like, this is a weird energy in this promo. Yeah. Because Kenny's all like, ah, yeah, ah, hmm, ah, yeah. Why was he shirtless? <laughs> it's Kenny Omega. <laughs> but no, that, that bit made sense to me as well, because Kenny Omega has the longest reign at 346 days, MJF's at 341 days, mm. so Kenny needs to be MJF to keep his record. Three days, bitch. Yeah. Unless... Which at least is responding to MJF calling him a bitch earlier. So yeah, yeah. If MJF cool. signs for Bayern Munich, that's the only way that will be saved. How is MJF going to beat him? He can't beat Kenny clean in kayfabe. Kenny's too strong. <laughs> I think like Roddy will come out and help him, and you're just like, I don't want your help. That's a good, yeah. You've, Roddy will run over his yeah. foot or something. It'd be good. Adam. Uh, in a Wardlow vignette, he talks about wanting to take everything away from MJF. Get in the line, mate. It's like Argos. That's the point, though, Matthew. I think that's yeah. what they're going for. yeah. It's good everyone's gunning for the champion. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's like a, it's a good Batman storyline where it was like, was it Nightfall? I think so. It's been a while since I've What's seen it. Where like, the prison got, like oh, the Arkham Asylum know. got a big hole blown up by Bane. And so Batman spent like a week catching everybody with no sleep. And at the very end, there's Bane going, I'm tired, Batman. <laughs> and Batman's like, oh, come on, mate. Oh, yeah. And Bane just breaks him in half. That's good. And I think that was this, this is a good result in that. Even Justice could be completely shattered. Which what they're going for a bit with uh, OC, but then kind of dropped it near the end. It's like, wow, Orange Cassidy's had a hundred title defenses and he's knackered. Mm. Still wins every time though. Well, it was a roll up every time, wasn't it? Mm. Mm. It was a get out clause. Yeah, but I think we'll do that, but with less like roll ups and stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, Hook takes sorry, Hook teams with his dad's mate to beat the Dark Order. Just his dad's pal. Picked a hand. Right. Yeah. They caught him marking out after the bell. After the belt. After the bell. One of, I think it was Shivani or someone was like, Taz, is, is that a smile on Hook's face there? Is he doing a bit of a smile? He's just a big RVD fan. I reckon he'd be great to say, I have no idea who he is. <laughs> if For Hook, my time, mate, sorry. If Hook doesn't know who that is, apart from times he's come round his dad's house to hang out, that's fantastic. I reckon he went, Dad, Dad, who's this? And Taz looks at RVD and he goes, he's a bitch. 
Yeah, no one incident where like Taz is being like Tazish, and then you heard the story, wait, he goes, how many goes pick a hand? Oh, the pick a hand. Was that to Taz? Yeah. I always thought they got on. I think it was just that one moment. I think I've these and other people have said Taz has sometimes got like. And to this day, because well, Dave Chappelle brings up a commentary, we, when Taz is right next to him, goes, yeah, Taz sometimes mm-hmm. takes himself too seriously. I'm always surprised. <laughs> Punch the faces, all right? I'm always surprised that Taz is always so up for a laugh and so self-effacing on commentary because of his past and because of the way he was. Hey, yeah. when you're a hard lad, you can do that. Kurt Angle. Yeah. All right, all right, put that sheriff's hat on, knowing he's the hardest man in the world. Yeah, he can now, Taz, yeah. Mm. But would he be able to still go now? I don't want to. Nah. I don't want to. Well, I don't he's know. lost a lot of weight recently, Taz. Oh, I good for him. Batter folk. Oh, fair enough. I love him. Batman Jones over there. Batman Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this was just a match. It, wait, just a match. It was Rob Van Dam again. He comes out with his yeah. entrance. He's looking a bit stiff during the entrance pop. Then when he's wrestling all the moves, he does it like it's 2002 again. <laughs> no, wait, I'm doing the beautiful people. I was trying to do walk. Uh, I can... Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. It's more of a kind, you know. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you, Vic. Uh, we see Tony Storm's latest silent film, Hold That Butler. Oh my God. Also I starring RJ City and Dr. Luther. Yeah! Sure, why not? That's the original <laughs> death dealer who deals <laughs> death. Yeah. And now he's a butler. He's back. It's also implied that she'll have a title shot at full gear. What, what, what title has Dr. Luther got? No, against uh, Hikari. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> is that what's Swing happening on November the 18th in Hollywood? Is it full gear? I think so. Is it in Hollywood? Let's have a look. I assume it must I don't be. Know. Yeah, it's, it's, in Amer- it's in America. I'd hope so. Mm. It's in the United. It's in the Taps pub <laughs> in the United Kingdom. Uh, she ate a, Clement- a clementine in a very interesting way in this segment. Oh dear. There's some analysis for you. She just took took a bite out of it, like it's like it was like an, an apple. apple. Yeah, oh. it wasn't. It was a clementine. Shocking that. Yeah. Full gear is in Inglewood, California. Yeah. So not New York. Hollywood's Hollywood. in uh, Los Angeles, Matthew. What the hell did I say? And so, and so is Inglewood. <laughs> My brain just went, America. <laughs> Inglewood's where Snoop Dogg reps, isn't it? No, he's Long Beach. Long Beach, Compton, Inglewood. And to the west side, it's California love. It's Cal- yeah, I, don't I can't know. believe you also said that Ireland was part of the UK earlier. I mean, I was, <laughs> Snoop Dogg said that. No, you did. That was I know, no, 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 no. Snoop Dogg no. weighs in on the trouble. I was quoting the late, great Snoop Dogg. You said, Ireland's part of the United Kingdom. Snoop Dogg. Massive. No, I haven't said it like that. So I was going to clip it out. Massive loyalist, Bastards. Snoop Dogg. That's really good. <laughs> you, may, you, you play me like a fiddle. <laughs> how, Matthew, how long have you been doing this? Tony Schiavone brings out Darby Allen and Sting. Sting pays tribute to Schiavone, Darby, and Tony Khan before the arrival of the special gift, Ric Flair, who does not come out of a big box. And Doesn't go, even do a strip tease. <laughs> Disappointing for Matthew, Flair doesn't immediately turn on Sting. Well, what was the bloody point? <laughs> but instead puts him over on the mic. Mm-hmm. He wants to be part of Sting's retirement match at Revolution. They're inter- interrupted by Christian Cage and his lads. Christian pretends to think Flair is dead before saying if there was a god, Rick would have died 20 years ago. <laughs> Rick doesn't want to wait until Revolution to end Sting's career. At his note, he can't. Uh, so he challenges Sting because he can't wait. Yeah. Right. He challenges Sting and Darby to find a partner for a six-man at full gear. Sting accepts. You're not happy about this. Tony Khan made a big humdum of the whole AEW versus NXT. It's happening, and it was going on about oh Vince McMahon and his sexual exploits and things he's been accused of. Ah. And here we see Rick. Just because he looks like Savile doesn't mean you can flare. <laughs> Jesus wept. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a whole thing about him in a plane and it was a big to-do. Nah, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah but 
what a worker. <laughs> right, okay. Is that the rule? Like, if they're a good wrestler? Now, well, of course, if, you, yeah. if, if you're worth something, then whatever. But the other thing was to say the sight of Sting, Ric Flair, Edge, and Christian together. I call this, what a builder's dream. Builder's dream? Yeah, like, builders love seeing as old people know can become charge them more. Oh, <laughs> oh that's horrible. <laughs> oh, no. They've only got about 10 years on you, haven't they? <laughs> oh, you boy! Oh, my God. Uh, Christian Cage is oh in the bill. Oh. In my last statement, I'd like to say that Ireland is part of the United Kingdom. Uh, oh. um, Bastards. Christian also said at one point that Rick's one super kick away from turning into dust. His pacemaker blew out. Yeah. What else was there? That was it, really. I, I just After Tony, going back to it, that uh, road to dynamite thingy on you, well, what was it? Control Center on, on the YouTube channel. It's never happened to a wrestler before in history. A historic gift <laughs> that's never happened before. And it's a ma- it's a it's Ric Flair. Yeah. I thought we just thought, look, put it over. All right, yeah. wow, you'll never believe what happens. A to wrestler Ric Flair. has never unexpectedly been confronted by someone from their past. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens in wrestling. But I'm never gonna believe a word they say to hype up anything ever again. No. <laughs> it just wasn't what it was or Arsholes. what they claimed it was gonna be. <laughs> mm. I'll say this though, I did like Steve Coogan's performance as Ric Flair in the BBC drama. Oh, <laughs> oh my I've god. I've not watched it yet. It's really good. Yeah, you were saying yeah, it was. Coogan nails the role really well. Woo! Mm. No. <laughs> Jericho has a subdued sit-down interview with Renee. I'd need to sit down after watching all that. He talks about the loss to Powerhouse Hobbs, indicating it might be time to take a step back. Or time to get revenge. He says that Don Callis may have a whole family, but Jericho has a lot of friends too. And some of them are even bigger than Hobbs. Right, who bet, does he bet mean? you're really happy. I bet you're really happy, Matthew. Oh, I thought me like Jericho's really happy having a friend bigger than Hobbs. No, because oh, right. he was a friend. Who can it be? He's bigger than Hobbs. Big show. He's in AEW. Yeah, Jerry Show getting back together. Oh, the I theme. Know about that. They can do the no. theme. Where's the big, 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 <laughs> big Paul White? <laughs> but, well, it's the Paul, 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 Paul. I don't know. I thought you said he's got friends bigger than. I was in my mind for some reason couldn't get, even though he's got no history with them. I was like, it's the AOP. He's gonna bring in the AOP. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I found the first half of this interview far more captivating than the second half. When he was being insecure and he was all like, mm. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just uh, slow two down. Seconds. <laughs> and then he goes, Oh, maybe it's time to get more intense. I was like, Oh, Chris, oh my god, boss. come on, Chris. I, I wish Powerhouse Hobbs just was in that last segment beating up. Sting, then Cage, then like, oh, great. Powerhouse, Powerhouse Hobbs is the new 911 from ECW. Right. I also keep forgetting that uh, Hobbs is in the Don Callis family. My brain hasn't yet caught up to that fact. Mm. Yeah. He doesn't hang out with them as much. No. He doesn't like them, the weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not going to be a classic Jericho feud where he's been thwacked by Hobbs already, but then gets the consolation goal, but it's the last thing that happens, therefore he wins the yeah. feud. Is it? Um, what time of year do they do Blood and Guts? March, April, oh, May, it's right all time now. in it. Okay, fair enough. All right. It's war games, yeah. Time now. It certainly is. Mm. In the other company. In the other place, yes. Horrible place. <laughs> it stinks. Hangman Page and the Young Bucks retain the Ring of Honor six-man titles. Hey, they do have them. Against the Hardys and Isaiah Cassidy. After the match, Swerve Strickland and Prince Nana are shown breaking the Hangman's oh house on the Tron. Whose house? house? Uh, Hangman's, Hangman's house. house. <laughs> <laughs> Sound really happy. Like, Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Page rushes out the arena, 
Against Nana's objections, Swerve heads the bedroom and stands over Paige's son. Jesus. He says that Hangman Jr., El Hale the Hangman, will pay the price for Paige's actions, but not today. He leaves a t-shirt as a reminder. I'm in every cloud. What kind of... You're growing into it. What kind of, like, traumatic Disney intro is this? Like, um, an evil man came once and left this t-shirt. <laughs> You'll find out one day what it means. Yeah, it's... I thought he was done with Hangman Page. What? I thought... Well, Hangman cost him a number one contenders match for the oh, TNT Championship. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And in response for costing him a number one contenders match for a mid-tier belt, he's broken into his house and intimidated his baby. But he also, <laughs> who can blame him? <laughs> who won the Hangman and Swerve match again? Was that? Swerve. Swerve. Yeah, it was Swerve, Swerve. who won. Swerve. Because yeah. he starts the pro by saying, "This, uh, you took something from my family in terms of like a payday and whatnot, so I've got to take something from yours. And I said, why? Well, he was going to steal the baby. Oh, yeah. I thought he was going to steal the baby. But no, he rips the baby's patent, which I thought was too far. I'm glad that they didn't. I'm glad that Hangman's clearly gone. Can we not have my actual baby in shot? Like you don't want the baby mm. to be actually scared. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they didn't actually have the baby. In. Nah, especially be if fine. It, the Gargano has proved they'll be fine. Especially if history's gone. Gargano's wacky and lovable. Yeah. Swerve's scary. No, but they had uh, Grace and Waller fighting on their very dead oh, grass. Oh, they did. They did. Yeah. The real baby. <laughs> in a, shot. a needless shot of their front lawn there, Johnny. Johnny, stop. <laughs> Johnny. Oh, it's He's a miracle girl on that. Uh, Where's Mark? <laughs> oh, have you seen those little um, little dog <laughs> things? I've been five re- months old. It's going to be small. Mark Quinn. Where is he? Apparently, I, I saw this asked on Reddit not too long ago, and I clicked on it because I thought I've been thinking this. Apparently, people are saying, "Don't worry, everyone. He's just been injured. Like, he's been gone for about ten years." Mm. Yeah. Don't worry, it's just an injury. I. Mm. Uh, 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 Isaiah Cassidy always gets me by surprise with his, can I get a, hiya? I'm like, why have you done that? He'll be Andrew's favourite wrestler. <laughs> Does Andrew still make those sort of noises in the office and that? Yeah, if you squeeze him hard enough. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> right, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the match was just uh, chugging along until Hangman got in there and started smashing folk. And I thought Brother Zay was maybe the man of the match uh, in terms of his performance. Well, some had to be working here. Yeah. Um, even got to do the silly string with Jeffrey, Nero Hardy. Good lad. And a massive toe to the floor. Mm. We. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're like this hype man. Yeah. <laughs> we. Well, I like the finish with the, the shoot buck shot out of nowhere, which then bled into the... Yes, he shot him. <laughs> <laughs> it might be next week after what happened in his I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, this match is whatever. It reminded me of the thing that went around this week that showed the people who had the most matches on AWTV this week. Uh, one of the people on that list was Matt Hardy. The other person was Jeff Jarrett. Oh. And people went, where's the elite on this list? Mm. Here they are. I've Those days have gone. It's not a revolution anymore, AEW. The revolution is over. Yeah. Oh. I don't know who won. It always used to start with, who was it who used to rock up? And I was like, it wasn't Jeff Jarrett when that rocked up. I was like, remember Cody? Like, oh, we're going to do a red- revolution in, re- in wrestling. So mm. They're going to take new heights, never seen before, that sort of stuff. And then Jeff's there. They've like... But I like Jeff. If it was a revolution... <laughs> and then Jeff's there. If it was like a revolution, then they've annexed a small part of the country and kept... They're still ruling over that. Yeah. Fight fiefdom. Fiefdom. Ooh, good. Not when you hear the word fiefdom brought up in conversation. WWE is still very... the podcast. But WWE is still very much the sovereign, the monarchs. Right. Yeah. They're happy with the bridge. Yeah. They've got a duchy. Ooh. Man tells them. Pass, pass it on. Hey. Back, oh man, da- ah, that's got what you said then. Ah, uh, free him, in my opinion. Back- <laughs> <laughs> Backstage, Darby and Sting trying to convince Am Copeland to te- <laughs> the team with them at full gear. But he refuses because the friendship with Christian is more important to him than anything in this business. Sting says Ric Flair taught him how to see through manipulative people like Christian, and Adam should listen before it's too late. 
Yeah, you learn because Ric Flair was that guy turning on you every week. I think that's what he meant. Yeah, that's what he did mean. That's why he said it. Yeah. With his own mouth. I don't think he meant that Rick literally signed Yeah, but he should be friends with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Rick's an old man now. Sting, He's not going to do it now, He shouldn't trust he? people. Why? Because they do the stuff like this. Punches him. <laughs> uh, it was good when he said, I know what it's like to have the blinders on. It's like, at least you're self-aware now, 30 years after the fact. <laughs> yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah. Igru Shida beats Ruby Soho to retain the AW Women's title. Tony Storm and Luther celebrate her, sorry, interrupt their celebration all gracefully. Yeah, they were just sort of twirling around. Yeah. It was captivating. <laughs> it was more, more interesting than the match. I was just about to say that, yeah. It's such a shit, it's not the women's fault, because it's the way they've been booked. Like, why would you care about Ruby Soho getting, like, a title match here when she cut one promo where she said, yeah. I'm going to win a title. Ooh, oh, Angelo. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was Is the there promo. Some tension hit? No, yeah. there oh, okay, good. No, there no. was tension. There was, and I want to see them get it. Oh, no, I don't want to see them get it. <laughs> so that made me sound quite odd. The spray Sorry, paint bit was weird as well to stop, save Jack from. Which bit? The spray paint on the title where she was good. Oh, yes. It was spray paint on her belt, which could easily be cleaned off. We know this in wrestling. She's only a transitional champion. She didn't yeah. even need to bother. Yeah, no, she's like the longest straight. She's got the belt more than anyone. Yeah. Three times. And for longer, accumulative than anyone. Well done. And I don't know why she ended up getting the belt in the build-up to Wembley. Me neither. I don't know why Saray got it at Wembley. What we well, do? Yeah, well, get a massive well, pop. She's from here. Yeah. She used to drink at the tap. Was there a Kingdom. massive pop though? Because I must. Yeah, and I was, yeah, yeah, I was oh. so relieved we got to hear. Well, I'm a popping for this. Uh oh, here's the family. Yeah, oh, I'm applauding. I'm applauding. I was relieved that when she won, we got to hear a normal theme tune. They are cancelling, uh... cancelling. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's it. It's so weird. Isn't it? I'm really happy for someone. She's overcome so much. Oh, what's she doing now? Who's she hanging out with? Uh, right. uh, a fella's a really well put together, rational guy. Yep. In the locker room, Samojo tells MGF that he'll team with him on one condition. He gets a rematch of the AEW title. He doesn't need an answer right now, but tells MGF to think about it. I'm loving that from Samojo. Yeah. He's great moves. MGF's cracking a bit under the pressure, I think, the way he looked yeah. at the end there. He's even coming out in spots with that close-up revealed as well. <laughs> oh, no. What? Oh, no. Happens <laughs> when you get a bit stressed. on his body? On his head. Oh, right, yeah, okay. The welts and I stuff. I thought you meant... No, not the... Um... On his back. On his back. Back knee. Mm. Yeah, mm. that can happen to some people, mostly in wrestling. In the main event, Brian Danielson and Cody. So it's all the stress of all the challenges vying for your title. Exactly. We'll yes. run through them one by one again, in just in case you meet. There's the, the BC Gold, obviously, all the lads. Yep. Well, mainly Jay, mm -hmm. Samoa Joe, mm -hmm. Wardlow, mm -hmm. Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. I'd be breaking out in hives as well. Cole, maybe Adam Cole, maybe Adam Cole. Roddy Strong and his idiot mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they keep going. I'd be getting stressed out as well. Um, Max Caster. <laughs> yeah, Got a big list. In the main event. Um, I forget the name I said before. Uh, Dick Dickinson and Claudio Castagnoli beat Orange Cassidy and O'Connor. It was like Leonard Boner or something. Leonard Boner, yes. L Ludwig. Like, like, like what Leonard the hell Cohen. was it? Ludwig Cohen. Lloyd Boner. Lloyd Boner. Uh, anyway, yeah. Oh, Kevin some, Fallis. Some guy called a card. Okada penis. Uh, with Claudio getting the pinfall on Orange Cock. Dickinson <laughs> <laughs> clutches his face after the match. As he's checked by the doctor, the BCC have a tense stare down with Okada, Rocky Romero, Trent Beretta, and Hook. Wow, sounds like chaos yeah, to why me. Is Hook, uh, oh, why is yeah. Hook involved? Well, Hook's friends... With Orange. They like crisps. Uh, oh, oh, because they're teaming together because the DLC in the video game. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, mm. okay then. So Hook's now in chaos as well. Very vicariously. Chaos is going to have like 300 Okada's members. It's like, all just friends. Taz yeah. is in chaos because he created Hook. Okada's collecting Pokemon, right? But they're all going in the PC. He's just keeping them. Yeah. That's Hook. Man, Okada's going, oh yeah, you and what arm? He's like, whoa, God. All right, uh, whoa. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, lovely little match here. Yeah. I could watch uh, Claudio throwing orange round all day. Orange uh, loves to be thrown round, doesn't he? Yes. He, so he, good, he loves it, doesn't he? Spinning round in the air. Yep. Uh, I thought the wrestling was obviously very good all the way through the match from all four lads involved. But the moment where Okada is like doing his little taunt before the Rainmaker mm. set up, but Orange Cassidy thinks he's offering a hug. So the camera uh, has to zoom out for Okada doing that and then zoom out to give the people what they want as well. That was poetry. That's pro wrestling. It's, it's, yeah. it's pure, purest form. Yeah, it is. It's most poetic. Yeah, it was lovely. And and I guess. Uh, oh, sorry. Ooh, I like the little exchange of like Rainmaker counters towards the end because in New Japan matches, especially Okada, you can get too many Rainmaker setups and stuff, but they kept them to a sensible level mm. here. So I thought it was good as well. And I thought the finish went on a bit too long. I don't know if the match went a bit short because they were sort of just stood in the ring doing now for a little while there at the end. But I think it was purpose was to set up Okada versus Danielson maybe in a singles match because Okada, even though Danielson was injured, obviously part of yeah. the storyline, he was mocking him. So yeah. I assume that Danielson will want to whizzle wazzle them back. Yeah. But Danielson's, they've already had the one match. Yeah. Danielson, Okada needs to win the second one because Danielson inadvertently had a broken arm when he beat him. So Okada's rubbish. <laughs> you lost to a yeah. man with a broken arm. Ha uh-huh. <laughs> Loser. It was a good dynamite though, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was mm. all right. It's it, a lot better than collision these days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That opening segment made me worry, but then it came around. Mm. Mm. That was the week in wrestling. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, let's have a little look in the mailbag. Hey there, lads. I was listening to the most recent podcast and heard Ross mention that he thinks that Otis is the cutest wrestler in all of the WWE. So I figured I'd ask. Sorry, I figured ask and you shall receive. Okay. I made the most handsome wrestler bracket last time, and I have to admit this one was a little more difficult as cute in this context mm. as a more specific meaning than trying to find which wrestler has just have a steamy, smoldering face. <laughs> so in this case, I enlisted help from my wife, not a wrestling <laughs> fan at all, to help me choose which one should go in the bracket. There were some interesting comments from her while she scrolled through the WWE and AW roster page, especially as in most of the pictures, the wrestlers are not trying to be the cutest of patooties. <laughs> her comments include calling pretty Peter Avalon Nacho Libre. Okay. Hysterically laughing at Jay White's roster photo. We, we do that. On What's he doing thing. in it? Just tensing. Hi, I'm Jay White. Oh. Uh, <laughs> being scared and scrolling immediately by Luther. Oh. Oh. Staying that Ilya Dragunov looked like Megamind. Who's that? The big blue Pixar dude. He's got a massive head. Yeah, he's got massive. Which Dragonon doesn't have. I disagree with you, wife. There. Sorry. Lastly, saying that Cody Rhodes looks like Keith, the wrestler version of Ken from ne- Barbie. Oh, Cody does look like Ken from yes, Barbie. Like, yeah, that's true. Uh, just like last time, there was one bracket for AEW and one for WWE. <laughs> and at the end, you have to square the winners off to determine who is the cutest boy of them all. There we go. I hope the bracket turned out okay and that you all have a wonderful time going through it. Thank you all for the content you put out and continuing to be my main wrestling friends. Yours truly, Seymour Butts. I'm so tempted to leave it like that and just think that's your real name. Uh, A.K. Colton from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Canada. Thank you, Colton. <laughs> Doing the drag pause like Lance Tom. Thank you very much, uh, Seymour. What have you got for us? Here we go. Where's the start? list? Do you want to start with WWE? Go on, on then, Joel. We'll start with yeah. the WWE. We've got um, the bracket for you printed out. Yeah. I'm oh. just pen. Oh. It's printed out. Just... It's in the pile Did of paper. Say sorry. Oh. WWE, please, Joel. Let's go. Sorry, this is all the resting notes of the week, so it must be. So we're giving you a black Whoa. pen. We're giving you a black pen, Matthew, and it's also a black paper oh, as well. Oh, but this is no. this is blacker than black. <laughs> See? Ooh, blacker okay. than black. Okay, so start off with dub to B. Looks over here first. It's a bit of a risk Oh, OTs gets the uh what's it, the buy, the first one. Okay, so uh Joaquin Wild and Brutus Creed. Well, I'd go Joaquin straight away. It's cutest. 
I'm going to go Brutus. Oh, I'm picking Joaquin. Oh, damn it. He's too manly. Yeah. You don't think Brutus is? He's no. like a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, I'm Dar or Oromensa. No, I'm Dar all day. No, I think he. I think he's got a dark side. Whereas I think Oromensa is just a dark a, side. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think Mensa is just a lovable idiot. So I'm gonna go Oromensa. Yeah. No, I'm Dar a few years ago. Yeah, but now he's a proper big lad. I'll pick Oro. <laughs> Dar used to come out like a local scally, like in tracksuits and that. Aye. Yeah. You he's can't... cute in a I'll steal your bike kind of way. <laughs> uh, Tyler Pate. <laughs> Brooks Jensen. Brooks be, Jensen. Be jailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a virgin. Well, not, is he, he is a virgin, yeah. Is he still here? Don't know. That's, that's a cute thing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that sounds so bad. Coffee <laughs> 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 Kingston and Xavier Woods. Oh, come on, man. Ooh, Kofi for me, you know. Cuter. Oh, man. Yeah, Kofi, because I think, I think Xavier is just a little bit too smug. He's That's also, it, it? I think Xavier is dashing, whereas Cody yeah. goes more towards the cuteness. That's a good, that's a good shout. <laughs> yeah, that's a good argument at KK. Uh, Tyler Bate and our truth. Tyler Bate didn't get through. He's in twice. Oh, no. Why are you put Tyler Bate twice? That cute. He's so he's cute. Tyler Bate or our truth. Our truth. He's not getting in. Yeah. He's trying to cheat his way in. Get out. <laughs> Montez Ford or Tyler Bate? No, sorry. It's, uh, Chad Gable. Gable. I'm going to go Ford because of the presents he buys Bianca Belair. Oh. He bought her a boat. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> really? Aye. I still remember seeing that once upon a time, I'm sure, oh. when I was stalking them. <laughs> like I do all the wrestlers, apparently. I know you meant online, but I'm picturing you the other side of the harbour. <laughs> I was in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Where to, Stephanie? <laughs> uh, I'm picking Chad. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so, Joaquin Wilde versus Otis. 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 Oh, we'll go all the way down. Yeah. Oro Mensa versus BJ Brooks Jensen. BJ, all day. Oro Mensa. Oro. Oh, I can't believe Kofi it. Kingston or R Truth. Kofi. Kofi. And Chad versus Sami Zayn. Who got a buy? Oh, hang on. You got a buy to the third. Yeah, one? because the guy miscounted because oh. he put two talibates. Um, <laughs> Who was it versus Sammy? Uh, Chad. Chad. I'm going to go Chad. I'm going to go Sammy. Oh, come on. Nah, Sammy's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His little happy face. Sammy when cute, that, When they gave him that bloodline t-shirt. Exactly, yeah. Otis versus Oro. Otis. Oto. Otis. Otis. What was the competition, sorry? Otis versus Oro. Otis. Yeah, Otis again. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Sammy Zayn. Sammy. Kofi. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. That little face. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy. Yeah. Nah, this is... I don't like Man. this. Sammy. Now, OTs versus Sammy. Sammy. Otis. Sammy can be rather... Come on. Too... Qu- he, asks, he asks too many questions. That's what I'm trying to say. So. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> He's yeah. a question asker. I remember there was a st- someone on the podcast. <laughs> He's apparently- a damn <laughs> communist asking all this. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Sammy they drove past like a, a field full of sheep or something on the bus on a tour somewhere. Yeah. Apparently, Sammy just went, "How many chickens do you reckon there are in the world?" <laughs> <laughs> That's Something like that. That's the sort of you know, Ortiz is like, "Have you read the new Stephen King?" <laughs> mm. We put it like that. I only hear about chickens. Uh, OTs. Fair enough. 
Oh, Jesus, the cutest. On AW, let's pick up the pace. Go. <laughs> yeah, I, think, God. I think there's more dimwit in WWE, so I'm worried that this is going to be as easy. All right. uh, Trent Barretta or Matt Hardy? Trent. Start Trent. off strong here, Jesus. Uh, John Silver versus Preston Vance. Oh, I think Johnny he's a winner. John Silver's very uh, cute. Carl uh, uh, Fletcher or Isaiah Cassidy? That's a, that's a hardest one. So I want to go Brother Zay because Kyle looks like a young Cristiano Ronaldo. Um. Too much of a womanizer. <laughs> no, because he looks like one. Um, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go Isaiah as well. But that that was the hardest one so far. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you'd have uh, had him all the way. Ethan Page or Darius Martin. Is this in character? It's kayfabe, cute. Oh, cute I'm, still, I'm still gonna go for Ethan Page. What's happened to Ethan Page? Yeah. Yeah. Is he still around? I'm gonna go for Darius because Ethan because he's because he's technically in the company. Uh, right? He's quite a jock. I find Ethan Page. Uh, He's, oh, a jock he's actually nerd. a massive nerd. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Starks or Colton Gunn? Uh, Colton, uh, Colton Gunn. That's the long gun. You're kidding me. Starks isn't cute. Starks is too hot. Yeah, he's it's, too it's like Col Colton sinister Gunn. about his yeah, handsomeness. Yeah. You did pick this up just so we could eliminate Ricky in the first place. Sorry, yeah. Keith Lee or Takeshita? Takeshita. Show me what's under that leather jacket there. Kanosuke. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Max Caster or Trent? Max Caster was gonna buy. Um, until very recently, I would have said Caster, but I'm going for Trent. Yeah, Caster's a creep, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, what the hell's Trent. he doing here? He didn't belong here. John Silver or... Uh, what do we put then? Brother Zay, Zay Cassidy, aye. Uh, Johnny. John Boy. Silver. Uh, Darius Martin or Colton Gunn? Darius. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Takeshita or Anthony Bowens? What's going on with these brackets now? I'm still Did going Takeshita. For cuteness, yeah, cuteness. Yeah. Takeshita, yeah. Bones is dashing. Yeah. No one's gonna follow me on Twitter after this. Mm -hmm. uh, Trent or Johnny Silver? Johnny Silver. John Boyd. Oh, he could go all the way. Yeah. Darius Martin or Takeshita? Takeshita. Darius. Just to put this stuff on Matthew. The here. power is in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Joel loves that. Come on, man. <laughs> take me out reference there. <laughs> Takeshita, just for that. So it comes down to Johnny Silver or Takeshita. It's John Silver. Big John Boy. Yeah, it's John Johnny Silver. Silver. So Anna. it comes down to Whoa. the battle of the cute bastards. This is hard, this Johnny time. Silver, Johnny Hungy himself, or Otis. This is really difficult. <clears throat> this it's, is really hard. It's Otis for me. Okay. His story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I thought it was going to be more. Sorry. Go I on. Think that, I think for me... <laughs> They're both really cute boys, <laughs> but <laughs> they all have lovely bottoms. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think John Silver's got a little, he knows how funny he is, whereas Otis is just naturally just a hilarious bloke. And just, I think that John Silver tries to make people laugh. And I reckon Otis just exists and laugh, makes people yeah. laugh. And I think he's, he's got an innocence about him that I really like. Yeah. So I'm going for Otis. Dozovich. Right. I said the same as him, but very much shorter. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's Otis then who wins. Right. I was going to pick John Silver just oh. to represent Ooh. the short kings out there. Ah, I see. <laughs> After the horrible comments you said earlier to make a balance. But Otis, you are indeed the cutest bastard in all of wrestling. I'm, I'm disappointed that the result was just what we predicted it would be, but the journey was good. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's predictable because he's good. Mm. Yeah. Everyone else needs to get cuter. Yes. They do. <sighs> Hi, guys. I've been a big fan since day one-ish, and you helped me uh, out with some tough times in the past year with my dad dying 
and having to have my 18-year-old dog put to sleep because he couldn't stand on his own. Well, sorry to hear that. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. But my question is, what is the biggest troll or payback a wrestling company has done to fans? Mine is when the fans turned on the WWE at Royal Rumble 2014, when the fans started booing when Daniel Bryan wasn't in the Rumble and made WWE change WrestleMania plans. So at Royal Rumble 2015, Daniel Bryan was in the Royal and he got eliminated at the entrance side of the ring. And when he got thrown out, the next person came out. It was Goldust. All you saw was Daniel Bryan sat on the floor and the Titans on saying, that's that. Titan Tron saying, shattered dreams. Was that deliberate? I, I don't think it was, but it was funny. Uh, yeah. From the nephew, former Sheffield United midfielder and boxer, Curtis Woodhouse from Sheffield, David Woodhouse. Oh, it's a real one. <laughs> it's a real one. Oh, sorry. We got some <laughs> fake ones. Well, uh, Mr. Woodhouse, thank you very much for your message. I'm very sorry to hear about this. Yeah, I'm glad that we've been able to help We're you. We're very happy that these, hard, yeah. this, the complete crap we talk about in this podcast can help you out in these bad times. Yeah. That goes to everyone else. Take care of yourself, pal. Mm. Uh, uh, and a good question as well. Good trolling. The one that's come to my mind straight away is the Royal Rumble of 2017, where the last oh, no. entrant, I think, was a surprise. Obviously, bloody hell, Ross, it was a Royal Rumble. But it was, everyone was like, yeah, Samoa Joe, it is, yeah, it's got to be done. But oh, then it was Roman Reigns, God. who had already been involved earlier in the he night. Had a title something. Match. He yeah. lost a title match. And we're all like, it's the wrong Samoan called Joe. Yeah. I'll just nip myself. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> He shoot hurt himself. But I, everyone was like, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we wanted a Samoan called Joe, but not Joanna Y. Mm. We wanted Samoa Joe. So that's the one that came to my mind straight away. Yeah. I forgot about that one. That's a, yeah. So he didn't win the Rumble. Oh, Randy Orton won the Randy Orton won, yeah. 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 So then he got the match and take Oh, yeah, I forgot about that a little bit. I think that is a good one. Uh, I've got one. It was out one of the WrestleCons. Uh, I didn't see it as well. I saw it that they weren't like, who's going to team up in this like cruiserweight match? And the, the Tron appeared and someone saw it. And it had Pac. Everyone went, <gasps> and then X appeared seconds later. X Pac, that <laughs> is. They were like, ah. I told you this story on this podcast years ago. Oh, was you told yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who told it. That was going to be my answer. I thought you were going to go to Pac. E.T. Pachiti. Oh. Here he is. Yeah. That, that would be a great one, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, I need to think of one. Um, oh, hey, I did speak of Pachiti. I forgot about this. The very last um, WCPW, no. What did it called at the end? Wow. Defiant. I forgot what it was. The very last one, which we I didn't realize, spit that out so much. Sorry. Like, the very Defiant. last one that got, the very last show they did, it, when they didn't say it was the last show ever, the, they started playing this video. And obviously we know now it was a, oh, remember all the good memories, like the down that lonely road again. <laughs> but the first thing you saw was Bichini. So everyone turned around and went, he's coming Why? out. Oh, he's in. He's back. Oh my God. And wow. it was like, oh, the dead. Right. Okay. <laughs> But it was just for a brief second, people were like, like losing their minds, yelling like, no way. Wow. And it's like, no, yeah, right, no way. It's weird that I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, the star of just Defiant. Wow. Just appeared in the last show for no reason. I think, I think he's gone home. <laughs> um, you got one? Right. I'll go for, and I don't like it, and it doesn't make me proud to say this, but the time when they were in um, Canada and Bret Hart's music played and Shawn Michaels was oh. scared. <laughs> Yeah. One of the greatest. Oh, yeah. If Bret Hart was here mm. right now, mm. I'd... Hey, that's a decent Shawn Michaels. I know you've got an excellent Bret Hart, but that's an also... That's a decent... They're very, very similar. You could do a one-man play about the screw job. <laughs> Sonny, no, Bret, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you can do a Vince as well, can't you? I'll do Julia. Oh, ball, you knew what was going on, didn't you? I swear, I swear to God. I swear to God, Julia. Uh, oh, so God hates him now. That's what I mean. You lied. Ah. <laughs> oh. 
Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Podcast yeah. happening. <laughs> sorry, I was like, and oh, that's all we've got. We got no, caught in another more, loophole reminiscing about the nineties. Sorry, Dudley. It's how to trick me. It's how we make parakeet go to bed by putting. The, the thing <laughs> it's night time. Yeah. Dudley, deaf drop, diddly do diddlers. Hello. <laughs> I hope this email finds you well. Sorry until then. I'd first like to give a little personal story before I get to my question. Well, why wouldn't you? So last <laughs> week I went on a date with someone I met at a Paramore concert. Hell, hell. yeah. Hot date... goth girls. I'm oh, sorry, just carry on. Just carry on straight See, it's away. disgusting when he says it, isn't it? Uh, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> the date was going very well, and it got to the point where we were asking who our favorite YouTubers were. I said I watch a certain podcast, in which he said, who? I said, Cultaholic, up the podcasts. But I said up the podcasts in a very horrible, cringy British accent. <laughs> so thank you, Ross, for being in my head in that moment in time and having my intrusive thoughts take over. You can't blame Ross for that, I'm afraid, my friend. <laughs> she hasn't replied in six days. Oh! <laughs> so I think that definitely killed the mood. No. But what you did. Up the loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the Royal Rumble is just around the corner. Oh, and it man. has the potential to be the best one we've seen since 2018, 2020 with Papa H in full creative control. My question to you, sexy folk, is who do you see as an early prediction as the final four of the women and men's Rumble matches? Thanks for all you do. I'm sure you must get tired of hearing this all the time, but we do appreciate everything you do for the channel. Thank you for the watching. Fans. You lot are all precious gems, and we love you. Yours truly, former Liverpool left back, Paul Kuncheski, a.k.a. Bald Cody Rhodes. No, seriously, look it up. Does he look like Cody? He does a bit, yeah. A.k. I don't associate Jonathan. him with Liverpool particularly. Yeah, Fulham, West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah. From West Ham. Charlton. Mm. FL. Leicester. Um, uh, ironically, he's left back there. A.k.a. Mr. Pudding Enjoyment Noises Sign Man at WrestleMania 39. Ah! ah. Wow. What was the Pudding Enjoyment Did he put his real name on He did. Jonathan from Orlando. Jonathan. Thank I you, Jonathan. It and we were talking. And thank you for the... Uh, Thank you for the lovely story as well. It sounds like a bit of misery business, if you ask me. Hey! I'm the Miz, I was gonna say, and I'm a re-business. <laughs> Ironically, you used the position left back there because that's what the girl did to him. Oh, that's what you meant before. Yeah. I didn't get that. Left that's back good. at the, we'll back at the restaurant. Um, I don't know. Left back should have beaten Tia Pug for the title. What was the final four? <laughs> final four for both men's and women's. <laughs> they did not deserve any reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Final four for the men's and the women's. Who cares? Oh, right. Uh, I ooh, haven't thought this far ahead. Cargill, not Charlotte, because that should be the WrestleMania match. Yeah, good. Just Cargill will win. I, I can't be asked to do the Final Four. Yeah. I'll go Cargill, Bianca, ooh. Becky, ooh. and a returning Alexa Bliss. Why not? No, she can't. She's having a baby. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, um, sorry. Okay, if, if she's not ready. Liv Morgan. Um, I'll go Natalia. I'll go for <laughs> I'll go for someone from NXT just who's gone deep in the rumble oh, okay. and like everyone's surprised by it. I guess Malaria. Could yeah, be Lyra. Say, yeah, yeah, Malaria. Or it could be <laughs> I can't call her I'll, I'll go Tiffany. I'll go Tiffany Stratton. Because uh, her love is spreading. <laughs> <laughs> like Mel well, No, I'll go Tiffy. Ooh, Tiff Stratton's a good pick, isn't it? For the men's, the winner, Seth Rollins. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Damien. Gunter. Damien Priest. Aye. Yeah. He'd be champion by that. Nah. <laughs> I know, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Damien Rodney Trotter's kid. <laughs> um, for the fourth one, I'll go. Rhea Ripley. Oh. In the men's. Aye. Yeah. Oh, to help Dom. Aye. Just, just to chuck some blokes out. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's I love that idea. Can't get better than that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. 
Naya did it and got like one elimination, I think. It was yeah. Sad. Yeah. Many she memorable finish. She though. broke the rumble counter, which has never happened before, okay. and then she got thrown. Got RKO. Six one nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cody Priest like those. Uh, Sansa so in NXT. Mm. Mellow. I was like maybe <laughs> Mellow. If he's not the champion, by Mr. Then. Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Tell what's Mr. Chase. Mr. Chase. I would love that so much. Mr. Chase. Yeah, Chase. No, delightful because it also Chase and Delightful obviously could come out together. And Chase like, I'm not gonna throw you out. Delightful's like, I'm gonna throw you out. Don't. Oh, why delightful. would you say Chase that? Chase would never throw Delightful why would out, you but Delightful would throw him out. Because <laughs> he's the MVP. Um, I'm worried he's gonna go to his head now. Oh, that's the that's fighting for him. Hi. Yeah. Oh, that was good for you. Mm. It was good for us. And if you have any questions or thoughts or anything you'd like to share with us, please, please, please send them to mailbag at colorholic.com. Reese's Pieces. Uh, Tetsuya Haito adds. <laughs> no, I liked it. I liked it. It's Oliver from Australia. Hello. Here Yay. again with my second submission in as many days. I'm the one who nominated the dead earless cat. The oh, yeah, that was in the mailbag. Dead <laughs> the hall cat. Of, what? There was a dead... It's an earless cat that had its obviously ears amputated for some reason. I forget the reason. But it's had an Instagram account. It recently died. Oh. So he was like, "We should nominate." Yeah, this for is the like Hall a Tom pick. You always put, put like dead animals in. Yeah. It's a creep. You, you just put fat animals in. Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> I remember hearing a few episodes ago that Ross was on the whimsical and gruesome journey. Oh, I remember this of watching all the Saw movies. Kind mm. of. He got. Yeah, yeah. You say you watched a few dead meats, didn't you? To get through. Oh, he's done me. He's done the plot synopsis. He's done you. The kill oh. count. I I, it, made it, it, it made it sound like. Oh, well, I've watched all the Harry Potter films with Wallace, so now I'm going to watch all the Saw films. I thought like, it was that. Yeah, like that. So that, you're It not... started off like that, and then I just, she's like, oh, you don't have to watch, watch them all to appreciate the newest one. You need to watch a couple of them. Uh, it's, like, oh, it's a prequel, that's... isn't it? Okay. So, so did you, you like them then, or? Yeah, they are what they are, aren't they? Uh, it's kind of a horror film. Yeah. Uh, see, I've never, been, I've never been in the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, But first, a quick side tangent, of course. I also recall Ross saying that he was watching the Dead Meat Kill count yeah. videos uh, to get through the movies faster, which is cool for me to hear because Cultaholic and Dead Meat are two of my favorite YouTube channels. We actually met James A. Janice He's and his lovely wife, Chelsea Rebecca, at WrestleMania this year. Chelsea oh. Rebecca! <laughs> you can even see them a few rows back from the front row on night two. Oh. My brother and I joked about meeting them, and lo and behold, we ran at them on the way out of the stadium. Oh. Now that's out the way, I want to play a little game. That's uh, not it. I try to get it right. That's from Bloody Saw, isn't it? Hello. The Saw films. You have been kidnapped, and your only hope of procuring your sweet, sweet freedom is to partake in the iconic shotgun carousel trap from Shaw 6. With less death, blood, and overacting. Before you before you are, ten wrestlers chained to a roundabout. No, let's pretend it is actually like the thing in the, I have in seen the film. Saw yeah. 6, but fair enough. Your task is to save only two. The rest will have their entire careers erased from history. Okay? Or killed, shot in the face. Because it's a guy who's... <laughs> If I remember correctly, think, sort of, think of the monetization. They'll yeah. be erased from history, Ross. No, 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 they're going to be shot in the face. No. You're in charge of which two get the bullets. All right. Is that I what happens? No, which, six, which two are saved, sorry. But All right, also, so Sophie, Sophie's choice. All right. It's different but, as well because that changes the question radically. Okay, yeah. The death anyway, versus the legacy. Anyway, which, wait, wait, ones, wait. which one? There's still some more. There's still some more. All right. The catch is that you have to make your decision as you get to each wrestler. Are oh, you doing who's next? So if you use up your two chances to save them, the rest of their careers are erased. 
Or no. killed. No, no, <laughs> no. Erase from history. Stop it. They got the Shadow Realm. No pressure. Have fun. Number right. one on this big spinning wheel, mm. Rey Mysterio. Leave him. Don't care. Damn, save my bullet. Yeah, <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> He's gone. Erased. Are you killing him? Me? I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm keeping him. No, I'm saving you've my bullet. You've only got two chances. Your task is to save two only bullets. two. Yeah. 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 Save two. And you're using one of them on Ray. No. No, I'm save not. only two. So I'm not shooting him. Yeah. You save two people out of the list that's you coming. You understand it? You have to kill eight of these people. Yeah. I'm not killing Ray. You don't know oh, who's coming next. Oh, yeah. But you've got... So you've got eight bullets or two? Eight bullets. I'm, eight. Killing, I'm killing We're Ray. Saving to... <laughs> I'm killing Ray. You're killing Ray. Why? Right. I've never been that big. Oh. <laughs> He's good. Where are you going to shoot him? In his knee? <laughs> Ric Flair. Yeah, I'll use one. Yeah. Yeah, I'll use another one. I've got six left. Woo. Sting. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's a save. You save Sting. I'm saving Sting. Of course I am. Uh, I've got five bullets left. I've, I've killed Sting. That's the two you're picking. I saved Ray and Sting. Yeah. Yeah, that's the two. Ooh. So eight. Everyone else is going to so die. Yeah, yeah, now this is the game. I'm sure uh, in the film the guy can see everybody who's involved. Though. Well, this is not. This is like Source. For copyright reasons, it cannot be exactly You've like Source. Watch else. Jimmy Savile come up again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be horrible people. <laughs> Number ten, Ted Bundy. Uh, uh, number three is Sting. I'm going to shoot him. Sorry, I've shot him as well. I've got, five, I've got five bullets. Because there might be other people later on. Yeah. Well, it's got Ray in my pocket. Yeah. Number four is Bret Hart. I'm saving Bret Hart. I'm because one Bret of my Hart. saves. So I'm that's it. it. Everyone else after this is dead. So you're killing Bret. I would have killed Bret. I've, oh. yeah. I've got one save left. <laughs> the Undertaker. He's dead anyway. He's got, no, he's gone. <laughs> you're killing him. Killing him, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah I've, I've got no choice. I'm the only oh. one with a save, I think. Chris Jericho. Wow. How many are left? This is number six. Out of ten. I'm... He's gone. Killing Jericho. Uh, all my half stakes are ruined. Kurt Angle. He's dead. He's gone. You, you gonna save Kurt? Gone. No, he's, I'm not saving Kurt's him. Kurt's dead. They have perks in hell. Terry Spunk. <laughs> oh, no. What is it? Come Which Tuesday. one? I'm shooting. Which one? To come Tuesday, not the bear. Is it Terry Funk or is it Von Wagner? No, Terry Spunk, FFKA, come Tuesday. No, he's gone. It's the same dude. Shooting an engine. Two left, right? Two left. It's getting tense. Brian Danielson. Yeah, I'm saving him. There we go. Right. Number Brett, 10. Brett and Danielson. It's CEO, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Fantastic That's scene. what we wanted. That was well, well ordered. Done, that was very well done, Oliver. You so ordered. well. Very good. I can't believe you killed Punk, you hero. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hope God. you're happy with your choices. Brett's alive. No. Brett's get the help. Terry. If this one ends I've, up I in the bottom. I think I've saved the nicer guy of the two, though. Well, I mean, no one's going to disagree yeah. with that. Yeah. If this one ends up in the vault, I hope the future is tickety-boo. Mm. Oh, that's well, what you picked this one. That was one. very good. Very good research thanks, piece. Thanks for taking the time to read this, and thanks again for yeah, everything you, you do. Yeah, you can't laugh at me. You've killed Brian and Sting and Angle. And I'll do it again. And not Sting, sorry, Brian and Punk. That's it, Sting. That was my yeah, second. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Brian and Punk and Angle. And... I'd like to change my... Dead. I'd shoot Ray instead of come. You can't change No, right? yeah, no, no. changing. No. I re- in the Comes future. as words were why, Ross, why? <laughs> I thought you were my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I know what no. that is now. <laughs> your videos are always one of the bright spots of my day, and your lovely, girthy, and throbbing podcast always gets me through my work days. Camera guards, Oliver Townsend, P.S. Haha, you killed Punk yeah, Jack. Ol- oh, I can't believe you predicted that. <laughs> he didn't ah, have shocking. Did he? Oh. No, he didn't really. That was a class piece of pieces. That was good. Yeah, like that good. one. Between yeah, the cute yeah. people and killing people, it's been a great oh, week for viewer submissions. <laughs> yeah. Have a, any of your own, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Don't get worried if we don't get it used really. We do get a lot of these. It's in the vault. It's in the vault, yeah. The vault. It's Cultaholics. The question. 
What a lovely, girthy, and everything else podcast that that guy just said. Uh, edition of this week's podcast. Oh, oh, sugar me timbers. I've just forgotten. I forgot to update the producers. Oh, there's more breaking oh, news yeah. here. There's hard hidden truths here, but not like that. And I've shut my really. laptop down, so we'll be here for a minute. Is it in a, uh, one of the group chats or is it in a no, private one? No, Fraser said oh. it privately. Uh, we'll stop doing this then because it'll take. No, a while. we'll just have a chat. Oh, okay. Just hey, how you doing, Jack? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Are you excited for the big question? I'm loving the big question. That's I'm very good. excited. There's so many great things that have happened in the history of TNA. I think we could even maybe start discussing some of them Don't right be now. Silly. <laughs> One of the main this weaknesses of big... the Windows Surface lineup I find is it's load of time. It takes absolutely ages to heat up for a modern day laptop. There it is. There we go. It doesn't make that noise like uh, a car starting in Gear It's just 3, one new producer, and it's a hell of a name. Super Sharkosaurus Photography. Super Sharkosaurus Photography is the new producer. Hello. And I like been... that. They're almost as cool as the other cool producers. And they've been quite clever there because I think people online Google Super Sharkosaurus photography to see what the photographer It's like the people bringing science to the event that just has, you know, their Instagram or Twitch account. I wonder what their gimmick could be. A shark who's a photographer and a dinosaur. Good enough for me. <laughs> Coming soon to NXT. Mm. Uh, Jason Goddard. He is gone. And yeah. he is hard. It's a rock hard Lloyd penis sort of it was earlier. Damien Smith. The devil, get in hell, you dirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Reno two two zero zero. He's from the friggin' future. <laughs> He's my favorite with that one, Reno. No, uh, and <laughs> this has become my favorite bit. Of what, yeah, noise know, right? is, what noise does a shark make? Any? That's the shark. Eat you, Michael Caine. Mate, I love Reno. <laughs> Seriously, that's so great. He's from the future. Someone thought that I thought he was from the future because two two sounded like laser guns. Like, oh, that's good. <laughs> but I just thought it was the year he was born. Two two zero zero. Yeah, from the future, watching this retrospectively. Yes, I think humanity has ceased. <laughs> like that film star on that man is not getting released for a hundred years. You heard about that? Go on. That man, he does acting. He's an acting man who acts in films. And he starred in one a film that was shot a few. You might know Joel, film man. Oh, Joel. you mean the the one with the <laughs> sad clown? No. The Jerry Lewis one, no? No. He's locked it away Jerry for 100 Lewis. years. He's, he's, yeah, it's been locked away for 100 years. It's not been released. Wow. When was it re- recorded? Like recently? Uh, last 10 years. Oh, so we're not going to... Damn it. I'm interested in this. Yeah, he's a famous actor. He played the king in uh, Johnny English. Oh, um... That man. Oh. I remember Johnny oh, English. Bloody, I thought it was a bit rubbish. Oh, he's Bill Nye. No. no way, he's not the king in Johnny English. What am I talking Bill about? Nye. He looks a bit like the him. The guy though. gets crowned at the end. Joel's getting the mic. Here we go. The big question this week. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the Frenchman, isn't it? Yeah. Sauvage. Yeah. Yeah. Pascal Sauvage. Yeah, I remember the I remember the character. There he is, John, John Malkovich. Malkovich. John Malkovich. That's how you know John Malkovich is Johnny <laughs> Bastard English. Not being 300 bloody things he's done his entire bloody <laughs> career. I can't believe that John Malkovich just had to put a grey wig on and I thought it was Bill Nye. That's a bit weird. <laughs> John Malkovich, but if he puts a wig on, Bill Murray. <laughs> oh, I, to be fair, I think, I think I've only seen like Burn After Re- I've not of seen a lot of his classic ones. He was in. I'm yeah, he was. That's right. He is. He was the front man in REM. <laughs> <laughs> the big question this week is: What's your favorite John Malkovich film? John Malkovich. Yeah, there we go. Questions. Move on. The second the end of question. the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Thank you. The other thing is what. Is your favourite TNA memory? Given that it's stop it. Given that it's back, <laughs> I've been studying being John Malkovich. I know that uh, TNA's back, baby. Yeah. It's like it never left. It's just because of all the cool things people online talk about it. All the good old days, they say it, and there's so many good moments and amazing histories and matches and things. Do you have any particular favourites when you think of the letters TNA? I'll mm. kick us off with hits and ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick us off with maybe not the most original pick, 
But one that I definitely wanted to mention, the best of five tag team series between Beer Money and the Motor City Machine oh, Guns, yeah. which um, didn't like go on and on. It was just those matches and stuff, but has to be regarded as one of the finest tag team feuds of the 2000s. Is that too narrow a parameter? One of the best tag team feuds ever. I thought it was a very, very good series. Yeah, it was. Two of the best tag teams of God. Especially the fifth and final match. Yes, which really was, good. what was the stipulation? Oh, steps... I honestly can't remember now. I'm going to have to... wasn't Ultimate X, was it? I thought the last one was just a normal match, or maybe Iron Man or two out of three falls or something. Two out of three falls sounds about right. Three, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm, Ross. Uh, three things that remind me straight away. The little fella with a gun. Oh, God. Puppet. Right at the start, Puppet yeah. Puppet the side, good, yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, and what was he doing in the bin? Having I can't a remember. Tommy. There we yeah, go. Was, was he actually? Yeah. yeah. Oh. That, was the, that was the gimmick. <laughs> Great for him. See you now. All the best. Um, yeah, Felix Skipper on top of the cage doing the L. Felix Skipper. Elix Skipper. Oh, Sorry, prime time. I can't believe I did that. He was. I, we discovered before. I discovered before the podcast how old he was when that happened, Matthew. Mm. You told Mid me to late thirties. Because when Elix Skipper Prime Time was one of the young up and comers in WCW yep. at the turn of the century, I was like, "Wow, Kid he, Romeo. Can, he can only be about sixteen, him, right?" <laughs> but no, he, I think he said he was thirty-nine when he hit that. Maybe not that old, but yeah, thirty-six, thirty-seven. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I, my eyes popped out of my skull uh, like well, the mask with Jim Carrey because well, I couldn't believe it. He's one of those wrestlers who. His name is synonymous with one spot, and that's pretty good for him. That's and cool. what a spot it oh, was. Oh, God. And the cruiserweight division. It really is that yeah. line from the <laughs> Avengers because I went with a million different timelines, and this was the one universe where he hit that. Because yeah. it is just... Oh. It's a tight rope. Imagine if he... First of all, horrible if he'd fallen into the ring. Imagine if he'd fallen the other... Because he goes both ways. Imagine if he'd fallen the other way. Mm. Oh. He'd have been out. He'd just jumped up and done it again. <laughs> like, what, like um, Terry Hart? Terry Hart? Terry Hart. <laughs> but Felix Skipper and Terry Hart. All right, let's move on. Who it's am I been, trying to been say? Here too long, Teddy Hart. We? Yeah, Teddy, yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> My brother Brett. Oh. No, no, no. Never shuts up. Oh, God. Steiner Matthew, the other obvious one. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a good That's moment. Okay. Um, I'd say the amazing Bobby Roode versus James Storm feud, mm. which I think got not a lot of love to begin with. Which people I think is like, oh well, wait a minute. One well, of them won the uh, Bound for Glory series. Everyone to get was, Cut angle. Everyone was waiting for Rude to win and be pushed, yeah. and then it didn't. And then the angle retained, and people were like, oh, that was a waste of blood. Yeah, Hogan wasn't went on the radio and said, we need to push young talent like Jeff Hardy. He's <laughs> young compared to Hogan, in fairness. And maybe uh, Rude. I don't know. Yeah, and then yeah, the impact following that, James Storm got a title shot against Kurt Angle, beat Angle after one super kick, pinned him. So then Bobby Rude went, what? Yeah. I went for a whole bloody tournament. And you, <laughs> right, smashed the beer thing over his head that with the, with the beer, good. with the beer like front and center like that. Ooh, and looking at it like cinematography, oh, Kurosawa, wow. wow. <laughs> and then smashed it, and then that gave them two main eventers straight away when the company really needed it. And it yeah. was mint. It was amazing. I'm going to chuck in the obvious one, the unbreakable triple threat. Of course. Daniels, Joe, and Styles. <laughs> I'm still amazed that Daniels never won the world title because AJ Styles yeah. and Smojo were able to do it flawlessly. But... I'm amazed. I mean, I'm really relieved, sorry, that he did finally at least get a Ring of Honor world title ring. Yeah. I don't know how much it actually means to him, but it's nice in the history book. Right. Joe but, Angle in the cage. Joe Angle in the cage. Mm. Um, I think that Unbreakable one still... How, I know you don't want to... I know it's only one man's opinion, but I think it's the only five-star match in still in company history. I think so. Yeah, it's the only one I can think of. Yeah. But, me. but there could be other arguable ones like Joe and Angle in the cage if that's your bag yeah because it's quite a distinctive it's quite a unique match is that one where they go all MMA and stuff yeah Angle yeah. comes out wearing the shorts yeah 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 he's like Ooh. oh I've gone blank what was the name Kevin Nash and Thingy's Productions oh bollocks 
Paparazzi Productions. Paparazzi Productions. That was TNA, wasn't it? It certainly was. Yeah, they were fantastic. The Kevin Asher teaser was going to do a tope. The Alex outside. Shelley. Yeah. Yeah. Don West Enthusiasm. Uh-huh. Yeah, Don West. Yeah, good man. So first prick. Was it... Was it... Well, I've got two awesome Kong feuds, I think. The one with Gail Kim and the one with Taron Terrell. They had like oh, a really good no DQ match, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taz turning and joining Aces and No, Ace. that was a bad uh, moment. <laughs> hey, is it hot in here? Uh, is it just me? That was and he does the slow was it turn. Well, oh, it's a different oh, promotion. Bully, well, whatever. Bully Ray's um, like resurgence as a solos yeah, dude. Yeah. Getting himself in an amazing shape. Calfzilla. Mm-hmm. And he had actual genuine, like, wow, you've got nice legs. Mm-hmm. And then turning himself main eventer by trying to marry in the Hogans and win the title against Jeff Hardy. <laughs> With the crowd throwing bottles at the cage afterwards. Oh, good yeah. times, man. Um, I had another one as well. Austin oh, Aries, um, when he was not an insufferable bastard. Uh, <laughs> oh, option C. Yeah. That was a good bit. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, the Angle's debut when he headbutts, I think Joe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then, remember. yeah, again, more cinematography. Joe Angle's like, yeah, the hard camp. And then uh, Joe. Yeah. Just, just like, like King Kong himself. Mm. Oh, it's wonderful. Just Rhino. <laughs> Scoring people a lot. Yeah. yeah. The Christian Coalition. The Alpha Male, Monty Brown. Oh. Raven. CM Putner. No. <laughs> I mean, well, technically he was there. I mean, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. been a lot. Not all of it. That one time when uh, Sting's talking backstage and then Billy Guns just happens to be there and Sting gets in his really expensive car and drives off and then Billy Guns says, I used to have a car like that. And then if he goes, really? When? He goes, when I was over. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the Alamo. We'll meet you at the Alamo, heck and bottom. Uh... A promo. No. VKM? Yeah. Oh, no. VKM. <laughs> Come on, man. We're trying to be positive. Um, oh, Booker T as Black Snow, the best commentator yeah. in the world. Commentating as he's beating up, I think, Woods. <laughs> Consequences Creed. Yeah, it might be. Booker's a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. So uh, yeah. So many great memories. That's why people go and... I imagine that's why they've gone, wait, loads of people talking, like, again, OSW doing an entire bloody series, uh, and going, wow, lots of people like the idea of TNA. We should bring it back. Yeah. But without the ring. Oh. No, they need a ring. Not the six <laughs> sides, though. Oh, yeah, there we go, yes. No, yeah, yeah. Leave yours as well in the. Yeah, uh, Joel. Yes, that's right. You were pointing at the, the camera up where realized now you didn't mean Joel, but Joel, what did you, you, you got one? Uh. That triple threat was good, right? It was. <laughs> he was good. That triple threat work, are you all right? <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think people should know we've recorded for over four hours without breaking. Okay, fair enough, George. I had sorry. a break. I had a massive poo. Sorry. So <laughs> on that happy note. Did you really? It was great. That was a quick poo. Thank you. Can we? End yeah, it's time to end <laughs> on that bombshell. Uh, thank you very much for loving that, loving and listening to the podcast. There we go. Got that. Got saying it incorrectly. It's very presumptuous of you. You listening <laughs> at this point. You got like something. Clearly not the skip button. Uh, Jack, what have you got for us until next time? Uh, Twitch streams with Owen Morrison every Wednesday. Twitch.tv forward slash Coldaholic. On Friday, I'm attending TNA Turning uh, Impact Turning Point for now. Until tuning Point. Tuning Point, as Tom's been calling it. Um, oh. And see you there if you're there. Let's all have a great time. If you don't see him, because you're not there. <laughs> Off your office, Ross. I mean, Tom predicted the WrestleMania 40 card, which is on the channel now. Uh, me and Andrew did a tier list on the stars AEW saved from retirement. 
Eddie Kingston included, which I learned yeah, this week. That's true. right. Yep. Yeah, he was going to give it up, wasn't he, before they signed him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold and give if you want fancy football content, live match watch-alongs, EAFC, two full streams, videos about the football. E-A-F-C. I hurt my head speaking. E-A-F-C. It's, it's hard to EAFC. I think they, want to call, they wanted to call it FC, but no one does. It's, oh, let's have a game at FC. Yeah, lots of live streams these days. Good. Glad uh, you're doing well with that. Aye, aye. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> uh, me and Tom will be talking SmackDown 2002 bollocks. It's the SmackDown before NWO 2002. Ross's favourite as a kid. What was that? Sorry, we're doing the, 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 smart, the SmackDown <laughs> so before NWO completely. 2002. Yeah, the poison and all that sort of malarkey. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, one highlight of the show. Looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm not. It's coming late. Uh, and our new Bushman will be probably out soon because well, last two doesn't it really. Or yeah. something relevant. Uh, this has been Joel, magnificent editor. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Jack. This has been Ross, mailbag at collect.com, patreon.com forward slash called the holic. I thought you were calling yourself the mailbag then. I am the mail. <laughs> I have to point at something. Might as well be this. A L E B A G. Yeah. So we're now going to point at the TV and we're going to say, Mugabe, like in Mortal Kombat. I don't know if we. Now we should. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for watching. One, two, three. Mugabe. Mugabe. Oh, I was hoping he's going to do it alone. Sorry. <laughs> ah. no, oh, of course. I thought all. I had to go for it because it was me. So. <laughs> That's all, folks. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 